Recorded live. Welcome to the Lost Lowdown, podcast number 78, with your hosts, Claude and Justin. What's up, guys? So today we are talking about a lot. We're talking about uh, season six thus far, all uh, 13 episodes of uh, season six, giving a little retrospective to see how far the show's come in the final season and uh, and do a little speculating on uh, where it's going to end up. Yes, that is correct. Oh, good. We're on the same page. We we <laughs> we came to the uh, same podcast meeting. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I didn't have a completely different idea for a podcast. <laughs> it would be very confusing um, for everyone. Yeah, so um, so it was interesting to rewatch um, season six. Uh, you know, we had this little week break. Um that they took off, uh, and uh, it's interesting, you know, a little g- gave everyone a chance to sort of, you know, really just take a break from loss. But uh, if you were crazy like us, you just rewatched all 13 episodes, <laughs> and um, and uh, it's interesting that you know just to see the stuff you forget, you know, especially considering how much you know we all talk and think about loss. And, yes. Uh, but it's still like the little the little things that uh, you forget, and it's interesting to see what what still works, you know after the third or fourth time you've seen them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You de- it definitely plays different. I've never actually done a mid-season rewatch before, so yeah. it was it was an interesting experience. Usually I don't end up revisiting the season until much later. Mm-hmm. Um, I usually just, you know, each episode I watch, you know, at least twice as it comes on, but then, you know, that's pretty much it, except for, you know, just going back for specific scenes or something maybe, but... Yeah, yeah, I thought it was kind of nice to do a mid-season rewatch because I think you know you can get a little bit more out of it before, um, you know, before having to take a break from you know once the show is over, take a little break, and then by the time you come back to it, you know, get something else out of it later. But yeah, kind of kind of nice to have a little bit of a distance, but you know, not too much. Right. Yeah, it was it was definitely a good chance to do that. And definitely, I, I enough of the season has passed that I'm getting a picture of what the season is done so far and what you know what the it has some clear sections and developments mm-hmm. that you can you know when you're in it you it seems kind of all over the place but uh when you take a step back from it and look at it you can see there you know there's a very clear progression going on yeah so did you think um did, did your opinion of any episodes change like in terms of your rating did you think okay well now that i've come back to this you know this episode is a little bit not as good as I thought or better than I thought or still holds up. What was your kind of reaction? Um, yeah, I would say um, in general, I think the pattern is, um, you know, the more the more it relies, the, the more the episode or part of the episode relies on a, on a, a shocking surprise or big reveal or something. I think that stuff holds up the least to me. Mm-hmm. Cause like once you watch it again, it's sort of like, you just can't be blown away by it. You know, I have the same problem when we rewatch season four, when they would do all those oceanic six teasers. Yeah. You know, it was like, Oh yeah, they were trying, we were at the time it was, who's the oceanic six. Mm-hmm. When you know who they all are and you watch it, all that stuff is kind of pointless. Yeah, 
You know, it doesn't that stuff doesn't really hold up very well. For me, it was, you know, the smaller things that that held up better. Um, I would say, like personally, I enjoyed what Kate does more than I did really? the first time. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I don't know. It maybe because at the time following LAX I expected more out of it or something. Okay. It seemed like a bigger disappointment, but um you know, I I I just really uh appreciate that. I feel like Jack didn't I feel like Jack didn't really learn his lesson from that episode very well, but at the time, you know, it was uh it's the closest uh I think we've really had to some kind of uh, some kind of explanation of the sickness and and you know it, that that plot line is so lost its way. It was nice to remember that when they started it, it really seemed like it had a point, mm-hmm. you know, and and that they were really going somewhere with it. And uh, at that time, I liked it. The whole back and forth with with Jack and Dogen and give him the pill and I'm going to swallow the pill and the pill is poison. And I just thought that was, you know, nicely, uh, I liked how that played out. Yeah, that definitely was, was a nice bit of a story that, that part of the story was pretty cool. Uh, that part of the Island Island story was interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I just, this, you know, that was, that, that was another big, big milestone for Jack. Uh, and, you know, which, which, you know, which I think ties back to, uh, another marker for me in terms of Jack's, you know, progression was, uh, you know, not wanting to save little Ben and 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 uh, in the '70s, you know, right, of just like really trying to figure out his place and what he should do, and uh, and this is another, this was another big one uh, with the whole pill thing, and uh, and then I just love, you know, what's in it, what's in it, what's in it, and you know, it's not going to be a long <laughs> list of ingredients. Let's just sum it up with one word, guys. Poison. Yes, yes, very simple. I, and they and they keep replaying. I love those clips that they keep replaying in the previously on Lost. Mm-hmm. When you see them the first time, like it's always different. Like they they always cut stuff out, and I always forget exactly how that reveal was done. Mm-hmm. You know, because all I remember is the what's in it cut to poison. Like that's <laughs> not really how it played out. No, no, it was not that simple. <laughs> They're just those those previously things are really I mean they're helpful but they're just so I don't know they give you a twisted memory of the show yeah sometimes so yeah anyway I uh, I enjoyed that uh, I think the substitute um, I I liked uh, parts of it uh, still but the ending in the cave was just kind of ah because I already know mm-hmm. what they're doing there so it didn't really blow me away the way it did the first time yeah uh, same thing with the lighthouse. You know, once they got to the lighthouse, it's kind of cool, but it's still like, I know what they're going to see, and that's not really as exciting as it was the first time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, I think I've seen Jack smash that mirror like four or five times now, so. Yeah. You know, he's got, he's got like a lot of years of bad luck. Yes. No one can do that kind of math. You know? No. <laughs> that's right. I think it's, it's infinite. Yeah. Yeah, I know my calculus. <laughs> Clearly, you do. Clearly, yeah. You know, I think for me, the the only episode I was when I was going back through and rewatching at the end, I would try to try to write my rating, you know, again, and I was going to try to, you know, match it up to what I said before. And of course, I don't remember what I said before. Uh, but um, 
for me, the only episode I felt like really did not work as well, you know, worse than the others not sort of working as well, uh, was the package. Or, I'm sorry, Happily Ever After. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, the Desmond episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really because, you know, even even you know even the first time, you know the first run through of that episode, it's pretty clear they're just getting him from from point A to B. Right. You know, Charlie's only there to try to to kill him to show him you know yes. what he sees underwater, and it's just like it's very you know it's very um, I don't know what the word I don't want to say contrived, but it's very uh, um, something some yeah. word and yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, and even Charlie yeah. like says you know. Don't worry about me. Go find like he he gives the mission. Like here's, yeah, exactly. here's what you should do, and it's like that was my function. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that was so abrupt. <laughs> yeah, it was, and it's just like a lot of the a lot of the stuff, a lot of the scenes still play pretty well. But I mean, you know, once you know, you know, the the Charlie Bar scene, mm-hmm. it's like you don't need to watch that again. You know, yeah. uh, there's just so many scenes that you just you, you once you know what's going on, you there's n- not a lot you can get out of it, and which yeah. is strange, I think, because it was a great episode at the time. Yeah, you know, yeah. I thought it was really great, but um, but I guess you know it's like flashes before your eyes or something. Yes, like, yes, I was know. gonna say I kind of feel that way about Desmond episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely flashes before your eyes, even the constant to a certain extent. It, it's. It's it's the kind of thing that the first time you watch it is just really it it kind of blows you away, but it's 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 kind of a standalone thing and it has a very narrow focus. Yeah. And so it doesn't it just doesn't um, when you're watching it in the context of this larger story it just feels very you know trivial it doesn't seem like there's there's that much you know of import in there and and i also think like desmond's i i like desmond's character i'm a bit of a fan but he's he's i don't know if he's less developed maybe just cuz you don't see him as much or something i'm not quite as interested in him as mm-hmm. i am in some of the other characters so well yeah i would agree with that but say and um it just seems to me like with desmond the big thing about him was, you know, he, he was trying to get off the island and be with Penny, and then he accomplished that, and now that he's back, um, it's like, well, obviously he's the key to something that's going on here. Winmore brought, brought him back for a reason. Right. Uh, but I think in terms of what he wants, you know, I feel like he doesn't have any real goal anymore, you know, especially since he seems like his brain has been fried. Oh, God, you know, I know. Going on. I was just, really trying to understand that. Mm-hmm. When I, that was the thing that I kept my focus on. Okay, when he wakes up, what the fuck is going on? Why does he? What is he thinking? Something is here, but I, mm-hmm. it, it's, I still have no idea. Yeah, it's almost yeah. The best I can do with that is he really did want to help Woodmore. You know, when he says like, "Let's get started" or whatever his line is. When do we start? Um, yeah. And then when Saeed comes and Saeed knocks everyone out and knocks the guy out, kills the guy, and then tells Zoe to run, um, you know, he tells he, he tells Desmond that uh, these people are really dangerous, and Desmond's like, okay, yeah, I'll come with you. And I, I, the best I can get out of that is that he just trusted Saeed. That he was like, yeah, these guys are dangerous, even though I just agreed to work with them. They are dangerous. Yeah, you, you, you maybe you know better than me or something. I, yeah, I still that's the best I can do with with why he went with Saeed. It's just that 
he knew Saeed and he trusted him, so he was like, "Okay, True. I'll you." True. Yeah, and him and Saeed did have a you know a bit of a connection, in, in that Saeed was the one who fixed the radio so they could call Penny and the constant, and mm-hmm. you know they had that they had that little moment at the end where he thanked them for doing it, and you know it was. You know they they had they had more of a relationship than some of the characters do. So so I can sort of see you know I can sort of see uh, in his strange uh, uh, you know fried brain state uh, somehow you know seeing someone he trusts and believing them. Yeah. <clears throat> I I guess that's. But I I also feel like he he knows something. There's something in his head that's compelling him to go with the flow and we just haven't learned what that is. Yeah, exactly. I think that is that is the case too. There's something he knows that that is just telling him that uh to trust tr- trust how things play out. Yeah. Yeah. And I I I assume we'll learn that at some point. It's just we still don't know it, you know, two episodes after that. Um uh, you know, nor really do we know because he seems to have hit a similar but not exactly the same kind of state in the Flash Sideways timeline. Um, where I guess the difference is it seems like he definitely has a mission, basically just to show the people um, that they had this other life. Mm-hmm. Um. So I get that. I don't get what the goal is. I don't get why he feels the need to do that, what he thinks that's going to lead to. I think that that part's still kind of up in the air. Yeah. All right. Well, you want to go through, do a quick recap, and just talk about um, some of our notes and thoughts uh, per episode? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Well, you know, it all starts with LAX. Wait for it. Because there's a space. Um, space means wait. Um, yeah. The two-part uh, season premiere, uh, which, you know, we, we, we see the uh, the aftermath of Juliet hitting the bomb, uh, hitting Jughead, and, uh, and, you know, after everything flashes to white, we come to um, our losties uh, uh, on, on Oceanic 815, and we see... Uh, we basically see the the landing of the plane and all that, and just how 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 everything is set back up uh, a little bit differently uh, than in the than in the pilot. But uh, this this episode I think holds up still pretty well to me. Um, you know the this is this is the, you know the the on island stuff with Sawyer being you know Sawyer trying to rescue Juliet was great, you know, we uh, you know, I we all thought Juliet was, you know, was a goner and she had a little bit more screen time left. Juliet um, died so many times. So many times, like, they, right? They put her in the previously on Lost and mm-hmm. then they replay that same thing in the actual episode. Yeah. And then they find her and then she dies again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was that was that was yeah, and that's that's when I um I had watched the 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 the, the series recap right before. Oh yeah, yeah, me and too. And you see and I think in that one she dies twice mm-hmm. in that in that thing too. So it's like four or five times you see her die. Right, cuz there's the first death where Sawyer lets her go down mm-hmm. the shaft and it's like that's her death but no she lived through that the bomb mm-hmm. hitting the bomb that's death number two 
Yeah. And we see both of those twice, and then also the recap, so that makes six. And then, and then there's the actual death. Yeah, it's a lot of Julia dying. I think she probably died the most of any character on the show. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. It's hard to beat that. Yeah. That's that's a lot. Um, but, uh, but yeah, and, you know, Sawyer's reaction to that, you know, like someone give Josh Holloway an, an, an Emmy already. Yes. Yes. Um, that, just, that, that. When they when they put Sawyer and Juliet together in the seventies, uh, it was a little weird at first. Uh, but uh, you know, I really didn't I didn't expect they'd take it this far. You know, mm-hmm. where it would be, you know, this you know giant thing for Sawyer, and and you know, is really I think you know the reason we have the Sawyer that we have now is because of that. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, uh, you know, both like just spending three years with Juliet and having her die. Yeah, totally. So, Man, Sawyer's come a long way. Remember the guy on the beach who uh, didn't want to give a you know someone who was sick their inhaler. And, <laughs> you know, I know, he didn't even have it. Yeah, he even had it. He he wasn't even able to say that. Just so Freckles would give him a kiss. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, Sawyer has come a really long way. Yeah, um, I was, I used to get so irritated with Sawyer in the in the old days. Mm-hmm. He always had stuff in his stash, and they and they go talk to him. That's what Jack said. Like, if I'm really lucky, you know, I'll get a smart remark and a new nickname. And yeah, like that's you know, that's the best outcome. Yeah, that's, that's the best you can hope for. And mm-hmm. it was just, it just got so tedious. Like, I need this. Why would I get a lot of you know? This is, <laughs> and uh, you know all that bullshit with uh, the guns in season two and mm-hmm. the scheming with Charlie and I'm the new sheriff in town. Y'all best you know get used to it. Yeah, all that stuff was just like God Sawyer. <laughs> I I I can't I I can barely stand you. But somewhere along the way. Uh, you know, he he made a shift. I I feel like somehow it started, maybe once he killed the real Sawyer. Mm-hmm. Maybe even a little before that, um, when they were locked in the cages. Um, but I think I think at a certain you know by the by by the end of season three, you know, he was helping to, uh, you know, fight off the the others who were coming and. Uh, and then eventually went on to, you know, do his heroic jump from the helicopter and and all the stuff he did while they were time traveling and so there you know yeah. there was at a certain point I was I was totally uh in the Sawyer camp. And I, yeah, totally. I I've, I've been there ever since. He he's you know, he kinda had a, a downfall because of Juliet's death and so he's a bit, you know, he's a bit more of a morose character this season. Um, but I still like him. I, I, you know, I still understand where he's coming from. Yeah, and he still, you know, he still got the good qualities. You know, he still is the con man. He still can can uh, can, can come up with a plan and execute it. And um, you know, I mean, look at the last episode. Yes. You know. Yes. Oh, speaking of Sawyer and his cons, we're gonna have to talk about that later. Mm-hmm. I think I finally figured out what I want to say about that. But that's a teaser. All right, a little teaser for later. Yeah. Um, 
I had some okay, so the notes I wrote down for this, let me see. Um so no one talked about I feel like no one talked about the fact that the bomb did bring them back to the future. Even though it didn't it didn't mm-hmm. in their in their view negate them ever coming to the island, it did get them out of the seventies. It's yeah. pretty miraculous. Yeah, that's pretty so, amazing. Yeah, so I feel like to that extent, you know, Jack should get some credit for the plan that they did get, you know, rescued out of the 70s. Sure. Um, you know, and I feel like you know, no one no one mentioned that. I mean, they all realized they were back, but no one was like, oh, you know, we were 30 years, you know, 30, 40 years in the, in the past mm-hmm. before this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's... You know, when they have stuff like that happen, the characters are never, I think, blown away enough by what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I feel like they weren't blown away enough by the time traveling itself. And it, it kind of reminds me of when the hatch imploded and uh, all the people were transported to other parts of the island inexplicably. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I wasn't even ever commented on as a strange thing. Oh, um, <laughs> So I think it, this is sort of like that. Like they, they're just disappointed that they didn't, you know, that they just wake up back on the island and they built the swan hatch and stuff. But that no one, no one seems. They're just, they're so disappointed about that. They don't appreciate seemingly the strangeness of actually having a nuclear bomb make you time travel. Yeah. So you know, I was trying to think about all this stuff, and you know, we, you know, Juliet gives us a little teaser saying uh, it worked. You know, that was her her last thought, or that's what she wanted to tell Sawyer before she died. And Miles, you know, eventually communicates that to him. Right. Um, but it was making me think that that maybe what happened when when Jughead went off is that maybe they. Like I was trying to, I was trying to figure out if if maybe <clears throat> maybe what happened is that they time shifted, right when Jughead went off. Mm-hmm. So that's why they weren't, you know, hit by the blast or anything. That you know, it, it shifted them to the, it shifted them to the set to the to the you know to 2004 or whatever. Yeah. Um, or what, is it? Yeah, 2007, and um, and then the and then Jughead itself actually blows up, you know, sinking the island in that timeline. But I was wondering if, if that's maybe the reveal they're going to give us is that, you know, what actually happened was a, was Jughead going off plus a, a time flash. You know, I mean, it could do it where, you know, the time flash is caused by the Jughead, but I'm wondering <laughs> if maybe that's supposed to be a cue for us, the fact that they did they did all make it back to 2007. Yeah, you know? I mean, I think... Um, you know, the, the orchid, uh, with the donkey wheel, um, <laughs> which, yeah. That, is, uh, that doesn't sound ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just remember this TL highlights that said something, something, install the donkey wheel. <laughs> that was fantastic. <laughs> That was supposed to be like the history of the donkey wheel, I think. Yeah, because um, oh, nice. like how I, it's hard, like that you were trying to imagine how they get to the point of installing the donkey wheel. Because mm-hmm. they just don't install the donkey wheel. Yeah, there isn't a good setup for that. Like, who decides to install a donkey wheel in a cave? It's it's just anyway. The donkey I do, wheel. By the way, let me interject a teaser of my own. Oh, I do have a, a sort of. 
super grand crackpot theory about the end of the show and what the island is that, that ties into the donkey wheel and the oh. lighthouse and all that other stuff. Oh, wow. So I will definitely, uh, I will definitely share that and we'll see, we'll see what it seems like. Okay. Um, that's exciting. Uh, Anyway, uh, you know, turning the donkey wheel is what caused the, both the island to move and seemingly the uh, the fact that it was off its axis or something <clears throat> caused the island to – or caused the people on the island or the island and the – I don't – whatever happened, but time traveling started happening mm-hmm. because of the donkey wheel. And, you know, seemingly the reason the donkey wheel does what it does is the properties of the, whatever stuff is down there that – um, Chang was talking about in the orientation video. So electromagnetism. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So so and and I think there's even a line um, from season five where Chang's talking about the fact that the electromagnetism in the Swan Hatch is like thirty times bigger or something than what's in the uh, what's in the uh, orchid. Yeah. Uh, which we know can cause time travel. So anyway, basically. That's a long way to say, uh, you know, I think, I think since they were, you know, they hit that pocket and, you know, they were in that immediate vicinity and then they, you know, detonate this bomb. Like it, it seems to me like they're, you know, some time flashing happening in that circumstance is very reasonable. That's all I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like, I don't think it's too much of a, like, out, like based on what the show has shown us, it's very consistent. That's Yeah, yeah. And it's just the, the, way, the way things kind of, when I was watching it again, the way things played out, it made me think that, that maybe that's the extra thing that was going on there. It, was, it, wasn't just, it wasn't just Jughead going off that did everything. It was that there was this, you know, and, and I guess I almost feel like the characters sort of think that, too. You know, like my, my point about no one, no, one, no one gave Jack credit for them getting back to 2007, I almost mm-hmm. feel like that's because they assume that the time flash did, that that they just flashed on their right. own. At, you know, at a good time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but I think, and I think um, in terms of the bomb going off, I think that to me is the, the, the most obvious explanation of why the island is sunken in the, in the, in the, uh, in the flash sideways. Um, timeline i feel like there has to be something that makes the island sink uh and i feel like if there's a big explosion uh then that would do it yeah um but uh, but i feel like it would be the kind of explosion where you know there are people who are on the island who still have time to get off mm-hmm. you know but it is still a, a catastrophic explosion yes yeah i mean that seems plausible i'm still a little confused about you know, like seemingly some of the time travel they did is connected to the original timeline. And also, you know, from what we've seen in the alternate timeline, it doesn't seem like the stuff we saw happen in the 70s happened. I mean, I guess it's possible, but it just seems weird that, you know, Roger would say to Ben, imagine what, you know, what would have happened if we had stayed if they evacuated the island after a, you know, hydrogen bomb was set off because it was mm-hmm. sinking. Like I, like I, it's hard for me to see that. Well, that's... yeah. See, I feel like I feel like some people. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I feel like to me the answer has to be that that you know maybe Roger and Ben left before that. Like, and that's the thing. There, the history in the Flash Sideways, the history of the island and 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 people and the history of some of the characters is still different. 
pre, you know, incident. Yeah. You know, no matter what's going on, there is some stuff that's just different. Um, which I think is is in, it was strange, but um, I just feel like there has to be some reason for the island to have sunk. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, I and, totally agree. I totally agree. I just think. I just think there is evidence that the bomb went off in the original timeline and, you know, they just uh, built the hatch anyway and moved on. Yeah, but if a nuke goes off in the original timeline, how can they, how can they still, how can they still build, you know, wouldn't that area just be destroyed? Well, yeah, seemingly. I mean, that's the thing. That's why I want, I want the, the energy of the explosion to be either A, counteracted and annihilated by the electromagnetism, you know, sort of a neutral annihilation, I mean, a mutual annihilation, or or that energy was 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 directed into the 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 alternate timeline island and it was exploded on that island and sinking it. But cuz I do feel like the, the you know, the bomb does go off, you know, that energy does um is you know does the bomb does explode so it has to go somewhere and um, why do you, so so what do you what, what do you mean when you say there's evidence that that it happened in the main timeline you mean just just the idea of the incident or well yeah basically that that episode was called the incident and mm-hmm. that's what we saw happen and there's references that you know we see Marvin Candle's hand get you know, injured, uh, resulting in um, presumably what we see later in the orientation video, um, with it being prosthetic. So you're just saying you think the bomb goes off in the main timeline and the energy is just annihilated? Like it doesn't actually, uh, you know, destroy the immediate area? Is that what you're saying? Or do you think it did? Well, they still had to have the button pressing and stuff, so seemingly... Seemingly, it didn't. It didn't really. Uh, it didn't really cork the energy or or close the pocket or whatever the right word. Well, is. are you looking? Are you are you viewing this as a closed loop of events though, or are you looking at as an open loop of events? That makes no sense. Well, you you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it gets not a loop if it's open, but um, you, you know what I mean. Are you? Because I feel like I don't I know what you mean. mean. I feel like the stuff that that we saw just in terms of the show before they get to the seventies, you know, are you saying that 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 the you know, what am I trying to say, that the that all the events happen the same way every time, or or that when they get to the seventies, that's a new series of events and and that didn't really happen before. No, I'm okay. So I'm assuming closed loop of events, I guess, which okay. is to say, for the most part, you know, whatever happened happened. Mm-hmm. So the original incident really was that. That's what I'm. That's what I'm thinking is true, and and basically what I'm assuming at this point is somehow detonating the bomb, although although it fit in with the original timeline just fine. This is the part I don't like, but it seems true to me. Even though it fit in with the original timeline, it also created a new one. Mm -hmm. And it might be the case that actually you're right, that the energy from the bomb 
went into the alternate universe somehow because it played a role in creating it. It, yeah. it, it somehow went over there, and that like that's like Dan says something like you know, uh, uh, you know, re- uh, re- releasing a, a a large amount of energy. Um, I forget the words he uses. He he describes like um, uh, the circumstances. Uh, God, I'm not being very coherent. Which he, uh, which 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 time are you talking about? Before when he's explaining to them how, what to do when he comes back from no, from I'm Arbor? talking about in Happily Ever After when he's talking oh, okay. to Desmond. Okay, okay. Um, like he talks about. Uh, uh, you know, uh, releasing, emitting, I can't remember the work he uses, uh, something, something, something energy. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I'm going to look it up real quick here. Just so All I right. can, just so I can have something accurate to say. Uh, let's see. Eloise, Eloise. Okay, here we go. Um, uh, da, 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 da. um, ah, yes. Yeah, something terrible is about to happen, and the only way to stop it from happening is by releasing a huge amount of energy. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, so anyway, uh, uh, that may that that put the idea in my head that somehow this release of energy went somewhere, and and, and maybe it didn't it didn't stay in the original universe, but somehow went to the alternate one. So you just switched from, so you, now you agree with me. Well, I agree with you, but <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I agree with you. What, what do I disagree with you about? I, I do, I disagree with you. So, so wait, because originally you said you thought the bomb, the energy from Jughead you know, uh, was released in the main timeline, and they just built the swan anyway. Yeah, I, I guess I've changed my mind about that, and what I really just mean is uh, the events that we saw all occurred in the original timeline. Okay. But when they – and, you know, that all that attack by the hostiles was basically the incident. Um, and, you know, uh, ta- uh, opening the po- – uh, releasing the pocket, tapping into the – what do they do with the pocket? I don't know. They hit the um, pocket. Yeah. They do something. Anyway, that's sort of the incident, mm-hmm. you know, for them. And also there was simultaneously an attack by the hostiles. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, that's pretty much, I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess that's pretty much what I think. But I, feel I, like... I was just, I guess I was worried about your saying that the bomb sunk the island in the alternate timeline because I don't think the bomb all this, the story with the bomb really happened in the alternate timeline. So that, that's, well, the, that's the only part of it. I agree. I mean, I don't think, I don't think the, you know, the people in the advance of, uh, you know, with Jughead and the incident happened in the alternate timeline. But I feel like since the alternate timeline was created by the bomb going off, then, and the fact that that energy has to go somewhere, that, and the fact that the island sunk, <laughs> putting those together and saying yes. that energy... Uh, went to the alternate timeline. You know, luckily went to the alternate timeline instead of, you know, going to right. staying in the main timeline. Right. Um, I mean, it couldn't do that in a way because the island's still there. You know. True. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like it's a, you know, it's lost. I feel like even if the bomb goes off, it's not going to destroy the whole island. 
Mm-hmm. You know, the island's pretty big, and I feel like that bomb, you know, I, I don't know how many megatons that bomb is. But I guess what I'm saying is, is but... like, if it turns out that it sank the island, then mm-hmm. it can't have done that in the original timeline. Yeah, I mean, if that's what sank the island, then obviously, you know, it, 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 we're so, we're in, like, three levels of... I know, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's a no lot of... There's no way to have the island in the main timeline sink. That would have been stupid. Right. But um, my my only concern here is I, I right. guess I, I just want to say I'm still a bit I'm still of two minds about whether or not we're dealing with a closed loop of events or an open loop of events, and I feel like what they've shown us you know this whole idea of you know obviously you know Locke was there in the 50s and these people were there in the 70s and you know if you you know if you were there in the 70s sort of chronologically. Uh, you know, you would have saw Velocity show up. Right. I mean, um, you know, they showed that they had the pictures, yeah, the, the Dharma pictures. pictures. So, so I feel like all that is true, but nevertheless, I feel like it's more meaningful if these people were given the chance to go back and stop this from happening or go back and even even given the chance to create this alternate universe to prove a point to themselves. So I feel like that might be what the whole idea is. Is you know the whole idea of Miles saying, um, sorry not Miles, uh, Dan saying that um, they're variables. You know what I mean? That they're that, that these they're the ones who can change things. You know I feel like you know if if you if you place your bets on that statement, then it's kind of saying that <clears throat> that they have the ability to you know to affect the timeline in in the idea of sort of an open series of events. Uh, and I, so I feel like I'm in the middle between, you know, I feel like it's more, it means more if, if the, the, the time flashes and stuff were, were the, a way for them to create their own destiny or change their own destiny or get a different viewpoint on their destiny or whatever the whole main idea would be, but that, but that it wasn't just they were going to do this anyway so much as they were put in this position to, to, to try to do this thing. Um, you know, and maybe even the idea that they were put in this position to stop the incident from happening, you know, and that, that you know, that can go either way for, you know, open or closed loop of events. So I'm still kind of wavering on whether whether or not I think um, it's, a, it's a closed loop, but I feel like, I feel like there's more evidence that it's a closed loop, but like I said, I feel like it's, it, it, it to me it's more interesting if, if, it's, if it's an open loop, if I, if I can. <laughs> Right. Now that I know what you mean by open loop, uh, <laughs> I, I can uh, I can I can go along with that. I, I, I at a certain point, if the if the loop gets too open, I don't like it. I I, I do think I do think it's a closed loop with wiggle room. I mean, mm-hmm. I I think it's you know it's it's got it's got tiny gaps in it. I mean, I think for the most part we can count on what we've seen as the past to be the past, but. Yeah. But, you know, little, I think they have had little things, particularly with Desmond, where I think he really did kind of change the past, you know. And, and I think they sort, of had, they sort of had Dan do that when he, when, when he knocks on the uh, Swan uh, station door and tells Desmond to, you know, go find his mother. Like, I think that exactly, was something. But, I think, but, yeah, but wouldn't that be an example of the open loop, the fact that he can – like Desmond didn't have that memory until he actually went and did that. So yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. That's what yeah, I'm saying. Okay, yeah. That's that's why I'm saying there's gaps in the close loop mm-hmm. openings, if you will. Like okay. I, so, I think I think there's wiggle room, but not giant thing. You know what I mean? It's like for the most part, we can count on the history. 
Okay. I think it's it's like special exceptions. Of course, Desmond is supposed to be someone to whom the rules don't apply. So, you know, that's what that's what Dan says at least. So, you know, it sort of makes sense that he that he can kind of do things that for the most part aren't aren't. And uh, since since Dan gives that speech about the variables, it, it is tempting to say that you know somehow that that really was a different choice or something than the original timeline mm-hmm. but i i don't know i just don't see it just doesn't really look that way to me i, I yeah i just feel like yeah go ahead. the the best i could say is that um you know the variable part was uh you know they created a new universe mm-hmm. you know they weren't they weren't able to change their own loop but they created a new one mhm yeah i just feel like the, I feel like the main problem here is that the incident from the outside looks pretty much the same no matter what. You know, the, the, you know they were drilling down to the pocket. Electromagnetism right. was going to be released. You know, there was going to be a fade to white no matter what happened. You know what I mean? And I just it does. I think that's the problem is no matter how you look at it, there was some incident. You right. Know? So it's like, well, what are you considering the incident? You know. Right. Uh, and so that's that's why it's, I think it's confusing. Um, right. Wow, we got a lot out of that. Um, <laughs> well, it's like that's a, one of the biggest questions on the show yeah. right now. So yeah, I mean, it, it's I'm I'm basically assuming that you know I mean I want for the most part I want what Dan says to be correct. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that means I got to accommodate the variable speech and the thing he says in the flash sideways to Desmond about, um, you know, so I do think the bomb did it. And yeah, I, I think taking a position on how, how much it was sort of determined that they had to do those things. And that was the incident. I, I don't, I guess I don't, I agree. It's better. It's better if they really were the variables that chose to do this somewhat different thing. Mm-hmm. I, I can yeah, the that. fact that they kind of did this and 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 you know maybe even saved the island by doing this or something. Right. Um. So, do you want to move on to other topics? I have other notes here. Do you have any other notes about LAX? Interesting uh, points to bring about up? LAX the episode. Yeah. Yeah, are we about to move on to the next one? No, 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 we're not. I'm just asking if you have something. To oh, okay, about. okay. Uh, yeah, just a, a small thing about it. Um, I I really liked, this is just going to be, I really liked. Uh, <laughs> I really liked the uh, the scene with, um, the scene with Ben and Locke in the foot of the statue, uh, mm-hmm. where we, you know, we finally go over there and, you know, Ben's, Standing over the fire with the dagger in his hand, just kind of staring at it. You can stop staring at the fire. He's gone. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that whole thing. Like, you know, this time when I was paying attention and not sort of worrying as much about what the plot was and what was going on, I noticed that, you know, they really did develop, up until Dr. Linus, they really did develop Ben's reaction to having killed Jacob very well. Like, mm-hmm. he, he's immediately... Like saying, you know, you used me. He realized, you know, he's freaked out that he didn't fight back. Like he, he immediately goes on this path that, you know, that eventually leads to um, 
what happens in the, in the Dr. Linus episode. So I just, yeah. I like that they, you know, they were there already in, in LAX. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it didn't just come out of nowhere. Yeah, totally. You know, and I just, I really like, and also I think, I think it, it mattered hearing from, hearing from MIB Locke, you know, what Locke's, the real Locke's dying thought was. Oh, totally. You know, I think, I think, that, I think that got to him too. It's like, I, I think that leads into, you know, the eulogy that he gives for Locke mm-hmm. um, later on. Um, uh which which I really liked as well. So anyway, yeah, I just that that whole scene I really liked it when they had Locke uh, sort of going in and out of the light and um and 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 Ben just standing there, you know, confused and 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 not really knowing what to do with himself now that he's killed his spiritual leader. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh yeah, it was definitely, you know, I yeah, it, it definitely works really well. Um I was wondering, you know, in that when when Bram and those guys come in and they fight Locke. Ah, yes. yes. Um, you know, Locke disappears and and all Bram finds is a beetle. And I still don't get that. I think that was a bullet. It was a bullet? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a beetle. I thought it was an insect. No, it's he shot. They shot at him, and he goes over, and it's like a bullet crunched. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes more sense. I thought he. I thought he. I thought yeah. I thought that was it was an insect or something. <laughs> we were supposed to be like, oh, he. You know, well, you know, Egyptian culture, the scarab beetle or something. Okay. And I thought I thought we were supposed to believe like he sort of morphed into something else. Oh, but okay. then but then Smokey shows up. Right. And I'm like what's going on? Right. Right. Yeah, no, I think something happened similar to when Saeed stabs him with the knife. Like, the bullet just uh, somehow went in him and got, like, just... Uh, uh, like Superman, smashed. like it bounced off yeah. or something? Yeah, basically. Hmm. Okay. I think I think that's... Uh, I, I did notice that he, you know, when Bram and his people walk in, he tells them, you know, you're Jacob's bodyguards, right? And, you know, Jacob's dead now, so you're all free. Mm -hmm. Like, and that didn't really strike me the first time, but he tried to do the same thing with them that he did with the others. You know what? That's what's strange. And that's, that's why I feel like he, you know, it's so strange because, you know, man in black does, he, he, Smokey kills indiscriminately sometimes, but then there's certain people where he will give them the choice. And, you know, and like, yeah, with Jacob's people, most times he would tell them, okay, Jacob is dead. You don't have to stay here. There's nothing to protect. We can all leave. Yeah. And yeah, he does give them the option. He says, okay, look, you know, you, you know, you guys can go. Um, uh, and I, I think the thing is, they don't seem to feel like they are trapped or that they're doing this against their will or something. Right. You know, he's saying, oh, you're free now. But it's like, they never thought they weren't free. They, you know, they believe they were, you know, you don't tell someone in the military, you know, your commander's dead, you're free now. Right. <laughs> it's like, no, they're, they signed up, they're fighting for what they believe in. Right. You know. Their allegiance doesn't immediately disappear when their commander dies. Exactly, especially when it dies by your commander's enemy, you right. know. Like, that's not a reason to stop fighting. Right. Yeah, it, it does seem like he's a little bit, he's a little bit, 
I don't know. Maybe just because his own experience of being trapped by Jacob, he just doesn't. Yeah, really... I feel like I feel like he he I feel like he knows that all of these people are are really trapped. They are trapped by Jacob. You know, they're you know Alana. You know, I don't think she necessarily would have chosen the life she had that right. she had to train. I to think she'd be a lawyer. People. She probably might be a lawyer. <laughs> Uh, at, a, at, a, at a prestigious law firm. Yeah, so I think I think he his fundamental conceit is that everyone who comes to the island, anyone who has anything to do with Jacob, is being manipulated by Jacob. Um, yeah. And even when he doesn't necessarily explain that to them, I think that is how he operates. So that's why he's like, okay, you're free, but that's not how they see it. Right. Right. Yeah. No. No one seems to have been really excited by hearing that they're free. Mm-mm. You know, it's it's more like either this or they just say, you know, whatever, and they just shoot at him. Or, you know, the others were just, you know, it was like, well, okay, we're free. We're free to stay here and die or leave. So, yeah. So we'll go with, we'll go with not dying. <laughs> <laughs> but they didn't seem like, you know, yeah, we're free. Like, I, mm-hmm. I never really got that impression at all. Totally. It seems like, you know, MIB is the only one who's really excited about his freedom. Yeah. He's been trapped the longest. True. He deserves it. I understand. That's another uh, That's another interesting thing about the way they've done this show. They've given us, even it back into season five, you know, we've, we've had a lot with the Man in Black character uh, mm-hmm. on screen. Just a lot of screen time and a lot of character development. And you know, in terms of what we know, in terms of personality, we just know a lot more about him than about Jacob. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard not to it's hard not to sympathize with him to a certain extent just because we know him better. Yeah. You know, and Jacob's so obscure and this kind of vague figure in the distance, and you know, don't we don't know him as well. And so I think the way they've done the show. It's just kind of interesting. In the end, I think we're going to know this man in black character better mm-hmm. and spend a lot more time with him. And I, it's just interesting because I, I also think he's a villain. Yeah, and to, to what extent, I mean, he's definitely, yeah, he's definitely a villain or an antagonist. But I, I'm just really, you know, I was racking my brain the other day just thinking, how is he evil incarnate? You know, when Jacob explains this to... To Richard, uh, when Richard first gets to the island, you know the whole metaphor with the with the wine bottle, right? Um, you know he says evil has a lot of different names, and I'm just thinking, to you know, in what sense is he evil? You know, besides the fact that Smokey has killed a lot of people, right? In what sense is he evil? You know, in what sense does he does he fundamentally want to corrupt other people or or wants to wish them harm? I just feel like he's he's just really not evil incarnate. You know, and I feel like the answer has to be whatever he did to get that title, you know, whatever he did before he got trapped. Well, and then uh, there's also the theory that we talked about that Jacob put the evil in him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And he doesn't even, he might not even know about it. Yeah, that basically he, it's not him that was the evil originally, but yeah, he's just been embodied with this evil. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, the person who was Man in Black may have been evil himself, but not necessarily evil enough to be worthy of evil incarnate. Yeah. You know, because, yeah, I don't see that. And I also think it, the idea is supposed to be, I think the idea is, I want the, what am I trying to say? I, the evil seems to me to be possibly, 
I, I guess maybe it is just him. But I, I think the idea of being claimed or having the sickness is supposed to mean, you know, that evil getting into some other person. They definitely talk a lot about the evil spreading and, you know, yeah. even, even on the island, the evil spreading or something. Right. Um, yeah, it's just strange that, that he, you know, that he is sort of the bad guy, but he doesn't he doesn't seem to know that. Right. You know, he doesn't necessarily, he, he's never really taken responsibility for what happened with Saeed. No. Um, you know, he's, sort, he t- he's taken responsibility for Claire, but only to the extent that he, you know, he will admit he lied to her to give her something to to focus on and to, right. to get her through, you know, surviving on the island. Yeah. But not to the extent that he... Claimed her know, soul. Claimed her, yeah, or anything like that. So. Yes. Right, yeah. And it just, it reminds me of that scene with Sun where when when she says, you did this to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like... Exactly. Yeah. I feel like if Saeed or Claire said that, he would have the same reaction. Like, yeah. I didn't do anything to you. I don't know what you're talking about. Like it, it's almost like he just he he oh I had this weird theory about claiming uh, from watching it I I don't think this works but like I'm gonna throw it out there like right. it seems to me from watching it that maybe claimed people aren't necessarily evil exactly but they're just really susceptible to um to being to being coerced into doing things. Mm-hmm. Or talked into doing things like, because like Dogen talks to Saeed and gets him to go try to stab MIB. Then I, MIB talks Saeed into going back and killing Dogen, and mm-hmm. and you know then he's sort of under Dogen's influence. But then eventually Desmond talks to Saeed and seemingly is able to talk him out of doing what MIB said. You know, and also with Claire, you know, what Kate seemingly talked her out of, you know, being loyal to. <laughs> To, to the Man in Black, uh, whereas also it seemed like Man in Black talking to Claire was able to convince her that the others had her baby. Yeah, you know. It's, I it's, think it's hard to it's hard to figure out what's going on there. For I think for two reasons. One is they're telling us that 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 the Man in Black is really convincing. Yeah, so that's that's one thing that would that would answer that. But the other thing is all the other people who were convincing claimed people gave them really good reasons. Yeah, you know, Dogen was like, if you you claim you're a good man, go prove it. You know what right. I mean? It's the kind of thing of like, well, he's if he thinks he's good, he's got to go do this. Yes. You know, and the same with Claire. Like, you know, Kate gives her a great story. You know, to to, to make her believe it. So it's like, yeah, it's kind of hard to decide if that's really the the, the common denominator that the the claim people are easily coerced. You know, when half of it is the man in black telling him what to do, and half of well, it is really, yeah. really good reasons. Just good reasons. Yeah. So it just struck, it struck me as a little surprising that, I mean, Saeed even brings it up that Dogen tries to get Jack to poison Saeed, even comes on the verge of killing it himself. And then, and then he, you know, and then he decides and banishes him from the temple, and then he decides to send him on this mission, you know, mm-hmm. and Saeed does it. <laughs> It's 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 interesting to me that he that he was able to convince him, but I guess that's yeah yeah maybe just 
good reasons are enough to overcome. Well, yeah. I mean, most people do stupid stuff for good reasons, right, on this show. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, so that's the thing. I mean, yeah, with Saeed, he, he, he told him, if you think you're a good man, you know, if you prove me, basically prove me wrong that you're not evil. Right. You know, and he was told to go kill someone who's evil. So and it just like, really well, sucks because, like, Saeed stabbed him in the chest. He came the closest. Mm-hmm. You know, of anyone seemingly to, you know, really trying to kill Man in Black, and uh, except for maybe Bram's man, I guess. Uh, and, uh, and, and you know, he didn't stand a chance. I mean. <laughs> and you still have to wonder, is the, you know, stabbing them before they say a word, is that really, is that really the crucial element to this? Right. You know, can they utter nothing, you know, yeah. before, before this will work? Which is just bad. I mean, if that's really the case, then they're almost invincible because mm-hmm. all they have to do is say hi. Yeah. And it's too late. It's like, too late. Because I, I really do think the idea is more, you know, when you really sit down and listen to them, like they will convince mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. you know. Because I think, you know, I mean, MIB basically says that to Richard about Jacob. And I, I, I do think that there is some general idea of these beings just being very convincing, yeah. You know, and getting people to do what they want. But, you know, that's the thing that they're, I'm just, they're, they're, I've never really seen them or can't think of people being convinced into something that's ridiculous. You know? Like, yeah. Like, uh, or except for maybe Claire, you know, leaving her baby or something like that. Like, I don't right. know what good reason you could have for that. But otherwise, you know, Jacob talking to Richard and, you know, it just seems like, you know, a lot of these things, yeah, they, they might be really convincing, but they are saying, you know, saying realistic things that these people should be convinced by at the same time, you know, most in most cases. Right. Um, so they want to make wanna, it more convincing that they are convincing. Than, yeah, I want to see someone, I want to see Man in Black tell someone to go jump off a cliff. Yeah. And to give them no really good reason for doing that, but just by virtue of him saying it, they go do it. And then, yeah. then I'm like, okay, look, he's really convincing. Yeah. You know, so, I, so yeah, it's weird how they're they're playing that whole idea um, in, terms of, in terms of them being convincing because it's, you know, it's it seems like it's a power thing, but... But at the same time, it's it's realistic in most instances. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So let me see. What are the notes that I have in this episode? Um, still don't see why Jacob let Ben kill him. What? I still don't see why Jacob oh. let Ben kill him. Yeah, seems like if uh, if the Me fate either. of the island and the world is at stake, even even if you want to, you know, you you hope you're wrong about Ben, you you know, seems like you you wouldn't you you know you wouldn't want to want to die if if you're that important to everything. Right, right. Um, yeah, I mean, I would want to say something like he wanted to give Ben the choice, which is basically what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and so if he if he doesn't allow him to kill him, then he's not, you know. Well, how far does that go? Can people? Why aren't people given the choice to let you know to let Man in Black leave? Is that a choice? I guess Hogan <laughs> would say everything's a choice. Everything's a choice, but he would have to stop you. But he would have to stop you. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> that, so is it really a choice? It's like you can choose it, but you can't actually make it happen. <laughs> 
Yeah. Like, where do you want to go to eat? Oh, I want to go to an Italian place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not going there. <laughs> like, well, why did you let me choose? Well, just to give you the choice. <laughs> we're not going there. Yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of just seems like he was ready to retire. Mm-hmm. You know, and he wanted to hand over to the next... Uh, yeah, shooting next that 401k. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> he's had a good run, you know. I mean, he's yeah. been there at least a hundred something years. That's you know. Well, I just hope the island matches contributions into his four hundred one k. That's all. Yes, I'm yes. No, I agree. That's <laughs> hopefully uh, he had a good uh, he had a good accountant or something. Yeah. So other other things, uh, I think this will be one of the, the top ten moments of Lost. Uh, I, I say top ten loosely. Uh, it might not really be top ten, but um, Ben Ben seeing Locke's dead body is uh, that oh, was yeah. a, a, you know big moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was uh, that was good. Um, top uh, ten mind uh, mind explosions. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh, oh, I should go see Locke. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Yeah. You know, I got to, you know, it's that that was the whole thing with Ben too, you know, after he kills Jacob, he still thinks he's talking to Locke. True. You know, he still thinks Locke is in there. And so when he when he comes out and you know, Bram and Alana and Richard are all there arguing, um you know, and and you know, Richard's like is everything fine? And he's like, "Yeah, everything's fine." <laughs> <laughs> no, everything's not fine at all. <laughs> and the whole idea that he, I can't believe that he, you know, he was going to set Richard up to basically go die. I mean, Ben had to know that Locke, I just, well, and that's the thing. I guess it's, it would have been wrong to even think this because Locke didn't want to kill Richard. Yeah, that's not what but he that's wanted what to it, do. But that's what it seemed like. It definitely you know? seemed that way, yeah. It definitely seemed like that. And it's it's just, it's like, it's it's strange to me that he was about to, you know, get, let Richard go in there and potentially get murdered. Right. Uh, but, yeah, I love that whole scene. And Richard says, yeah, I'll go talk to Locke. You <laughs> talk to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Why don't we both talk to Locke separately? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. I mean, I think Ben I think Ben realized there was something weird about Locke, but mm-hmm. he, he definitely had no idea what he was dealing with. Yeah. And so once he finds out that not only is he not Locke, but he's the smoke monster. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry you had to see me like that. Yeah. That's another great one. Yeah, that was really... Man, wow. I still think I still my still my explanation still has to be that that Smokey is Man in Black's default form because Jacob took his body. Mm-hmm. And that everything else we've seen is just apparitions. Like the, the, the actor who plays the man in black is is maybe what he used to look like, but that's not his But it's not body really his body. Yeah, I think that you know? I think that'll be true. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and Smokey, Smokey is somehow what he really is. Mm-hmm. Um, Boone on the plane talking to Locke when he, you know, oh, Locke yeah. says, uh, why would I pull your leg? And I'm thinking, island sacrifice? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. <sighs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> uh and the other thing I noted in this episode was when Jacob shows up to Hurley, 
Mm-hmm. You know, when to tell him to go help Saeed, he says, he says, I died an hour ago. Mm-hmm. So it made me think that it took Jacob like an hour to appear to Hurley. Yeah. And I don't know if we're supposed to, you know, I'm, we're not supposed to think about this, of course, but uh, I don't uh, know if it's wise to or accurate to, 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 to guess that that means he walked there. <laughs> he just walked. <laughs> he just walked up, just up. like walked from the first step. Well, just because he's dead doesn't mean he can teleport, right? Of course. Hey, I, don't, I mean, that's as good a theory as I've heard. Yeah, I just it just it stuck it stuck out uh, stuck out to me when he said I died an hour ago. And I'm thinking, why did you show up sooner? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, yeah. Yeah. I can. Yeah. See that. So anyway. Uh, that's pretty much all my notes on this episode, or these two episodes. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. I think I might have something about this. Oh, yeah. This kind of bleeds over into what Kate does. Um, but my theory about Dogen and the candidate, so when they first get to the temple, there's that famous incident, which... Uh, you know, despite this, I still like Dogen, where he decides he want, just wants to kill them all. Shoot them all. They can't be important. <laughs> Cindy just said they're from the plane. But nobody who was on the plane is important, right, Dogen? You don't know anything about that. Well, so here's what I'm going to say. I've come to the conclusion that, in fact, in fact, he did not know about the candidates or about the fact that people from the plane were important until he reads Jacob's note from the Ankh. Hmm. And that that is the first, that, that note, I mean, we never really get to see what the note says. We get that one comment from Lennon. I think the note says more than that. You know, they ask their names. Mm-hmm. So I think the note basically tells him, like, these are the candidates to, uh, to replace me, and you have to protect them. I see, and if if, if 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 blah 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 doesn't happen, then 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 the evil gets out, and yes. and that's what he meant by we're all doomed or whatever, wherever the line was. Yeah, yeah, um, and and so that's that's basically why Dogen is well one second ready to kill them all, and at the next second, you know, mm. protecting them. That's that's good. I, I'll buy that. I'll, I'll, that's there's no reason not to buy that. Yeah, I think I think my my. Um, Impression of that was bolstered a little bit uh, by w- uh, when Aldo and Justin, the other, are walking. Justin, the other, are, are walking uh, through. Uh, not walking. With Kate and, uh, what? Caden with when they're walking with Caden. Uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's later uh, when Jen gets caught in the trap, and okay. Aldo's Aldo's about to shoot Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a little before that, but there's a little conversation where where Justin says you can't shoot him because he's one of them, and Aldo says he might be one of them. And so mm-hmm. I think I think what he's referring to is the ongoing Quan controversy. Oh, totally. <laughs> Whether you know which Quan it is, so I think that that also led me to believe that the paper had the candidates' names on them. And, mm-hmm. and that that's where they found out about it. Now, I do think Aldo is, you know, a little bit hasty and just shooting one of the potential candidates. Yeah, he's like, maybe we didn't find him alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I want to believe that, that Dogen already knew about the candidates, but it's, I think it's way more likely he did not know because Jacob 
you know, didn't really tell anyone anything. True. Yeah, uh, we know he it, didn't tell Richard, and it did seem really weird that he would tell this guy who came there not even that long ago, seemingly, and not tell Richard, who had been there since the 1800s. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it works. It works. I mean, it's still a little weird, but it, it definitely works with the story they've given us that he didn't find out until just then. Yeah. And then it's not quite as bad that he was just ready to kill them all. Yeah. It's still still a little bit harsh, but you know, I I guess I guess that was just their policy. If they had intruders in the temple, it just shoot them, I guess. It's it is weird. I I still wish I understood the others better. you know, now that we know that they're not indigenous people from the island, Mm -hmm. but they're basically the people that Jacob brings there. I guess that me with his approval or something, the behavior is a little bit strange. Uh, yeah. I'm surprised at how harsh they are. But don't you think, like, Dogen being leader of the others, he would have heard about Jack and these people before? You know, like, in terms of the list that Jacob gave in the early days of who to take, who to take from the beach and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Like, it seems like he should be familiar with some of these people, at least in terms of, you know, he wasn't, you know, he was never ordered to kill them or, you right. know, or like, it just seems like he he should have known something. But I, I, I kind of like, your, I think your idea works a lot better that uh, that he just, they, that he didn't know about the, can, that the candidates and, and the, the, that that whole idea was, was new to him. Right, right. Uh, and it, it, I think it works better, too, because it, it makes the, the, the situation he's in weightier, yeah. you know, that he's got to deal with all this stuff immediately and and try to make sense of everything that's going on uh, with Saeed and Jack and, and all the big drama Dogen has before he gets killed. Right, right. And it, it makes that, it makes Jacob sending them to the temple a little better too for me because mm-hmm. he's also sending the candidates there to be protected. Yeah. N- not, not, just, not just trying to save Saeed, which really fails. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's, it's, you know, and that was the plan that he talked about with Alana, like they were supposed to bring them to the temple, mm-hmm. you know, so she, she, you know, Alana's going to bring the the rest of the candidates to the temple. And, you know, if things had gone according to plan, seemingly, uh, they all would have been in the temple. Yeah. It seems like they were just supposed to hold out in the temple. I don't know what they were going to do, but I guess the man in black couldn't, couldn't get in, oh, God. Get them, but I don't know. I don't know what they would have done just hanging out in the temple. Yeah, yeah. How does that stop him? Well, I guess he can't leave without them, so... But right. it just seems like a stalemate, right? Right, right. They just stay in the temple forever? Yeah, that's... I guess. I, yeah, I, I don't see what the next step is, but that seems to be the first part of the... At least a safe location to regroup. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he couldn't get in there, at least not until... until Dogen was dead, I guess. Maybe. And the ash became inert, and I don't know, <laughs> whatever. Fucking Lennon with that line. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and earlier in that episode, he's like, he's like, you can't get in. You don't need to leave. You know, there's nothing to worry about. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's like, why can't he leave Lennon to say it? <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> why? Is it is it because it's Dogen powered ash or? Is Dogen just just emits this protective shield? Or <sighs> so frustrated with that whole thing. 
I feel like that line is just wrong somehow. I don't. I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Dogen was just wrong by what he said. I, don't, I just feel like it's a. It's just. It's just the line is just wrong. It just. It makes no sense for Dogen to be powering that thing in any stretch of the imagination. Well, when Dogen dies, Smokey basically immediately goes into the temple. So I know. It's true. Yeah, I, I mean, know. and they never show the ash being broken. Yeah. You know, I, I wish. I wish they. The thing, the problem with the ash for me was that, you know, they when they showed the cabin, like there was just a little break in it, and seemingly that was enough, and it's like. That seems really easy to defeat. Mm-hmm. It seems like Smokey, if he wanted to, could just like blow it or something. Yeah, you know, like like he. I mean, when when he appears to Saeed, he makes this like wind, you know, rustle around him or mm-hmm. something. Like, it seems like he could create a smoky whirlwind and just blow it all away. Yeah, you know, like how hard would that be? So I don't know. That's against the rules. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, it's seemingly. Seemingly, the Ash would be really easy to defeat on its own, so maybe that's why they felt like they needed more in terms of having, like, someone behind it. Mm-hmm. But I agree. It's, it does just seem wrong as well. It just seems wrong. I mean, but it, it just, you know, it just seems weird that that was, it just seems like if Dogen is what's keeping people out, then what's the point of the Ash? Right. And if the Ash is what's keeping people out, then what's the point of saying that about Dogen? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I just it seems weird that it's both. It does. It does. <sighs> yeah. Um the other thing I was gonna say about this episode or this these these events in general was um uh if Juliet uh, hadn't, you know, got caught up in that chain, uh things would have been a lot different. You know, if she didn't get pulled down oh, into, right. uh, into the bottom of that thing, uh Things would, you know, things would have played out differently. That's true. It was such a, you know, little thing that happened that turned into this, you know, had big repercussions. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, that's one of those like uh, seemingly uh, random events that ends up being really, really pivotal. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point because it just it just sat down there. Mm-hmm. That would have been a really lame thing. They just kind of stand around while nothing happens, and then I guess eventually Dharma reinforcements show up, and they just get like, you know, thrown in the thing and executed or something. Yeah. Well, I I hope the bomb would have went off at some point, right? Like, because um, I mean, wasn't the wasn't the electro the wasn't the, the pocket like destabilizing? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I feel like it, it, it could have went off at some point. The other thing is, um, I still don't get how Juliet flashed, you know, they all flashed to 2007, including her. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she's at the bottom of the swan wreckage. <laughs> and yeah, like, well, Kate was so in a weird. tree. <laughs> it's so weird that, that, that she's sort of under all of this wreckage, and it's not like, you know whatever spot she was in, she gets transferred there, you know, um, you know, directly, you know, like geosynchronously or whatever the word would be, you know, like she's in the exact same place she was in both timelines. And therefore, like, if there was a metal beam that was in that spot, then she would have, you know, she would have morphed into, you know, her leg would have been half in that beam or like that didn't happen with all the stuff that was down there. She still kind of, 
appeared there without being injured in terms of, you know, being fused with other material that was down there. So it just seemed weird that, that somehow it brought her it brought her to the future and changed her body around the objects that were already there. Mm-hmm. You know, and then put other objects on top of her and stuff. Like, I just don't – it was just weird to me. I'm just like, really, guys? Like, I would have been fine if, you know, somehow she was – in a tree or something. I don't know. Oh, Kate, just like Kate's already in the tree. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I feel like they kind of wanted her to be in, like, still buried in a hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they get way more drama out of that, out of what happens. Yeah. So they have to dig her out, and yeah. So it it, it works because it's almost like she's in the same kind of situation she was in. Mm-hmm. in the 70s. But in terms of it actually making sense, I agree, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. All right, well, you want to go to the next episode? Um, Let me make sure. Mm-mm-mm. Yes. All right. Episode, so, thumbs yeah, up. LEX, parts one and two, thumbs up. Yeah, really enjoyed it. So what Kate does, uh, one of the things I noticed about this episode is that uh, Kate took Montan's backpack. Really? They go down, yeah, when they go down into the, the hole at the temple. Oh, that must be an LAX. Oh, oh, right, LAX. Oh, you mean we see it again? I wrote it down in what Kate does. Like, I don't, That's I don't remember Jenny, seeing that cave. Do we really see that in what Kate does? When uh, when they take Saeed down there, right? That's, That's, in, that's in LAX. Oh, okay, maybe I just wrote it wrong. Um. Oh, I'm. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are my notes from 602. I'm still. Oh, we're just doing part two of LAX. Okay. Oh yeah, I forgot. I got a lot of stuff here. Then. Oops. Okay. Okay. We're not doing so, yeah, so LAX. Is, this is this is LAX stuff. Yeah. Kate took Montan's backpack. I didn't notice uh, that. That's where she got her backpack. Yeah, she grabs the backpack. She dumps whatever's wow. out of there. And yeah, so that's where one of the backpacks comes from. Okay. Um, okay. And um. And let's see, Jim explaining Montan's arm. Uh, that's that's top ten for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Top ten explanations. <laughs> yeah, man. Way to uh, go, Jim. I I have a note here that I, doesn't, I'm still doesn't... a little curious about what happened to Montan. And, and and the rest of the – I don't think we'll ever find out, but I'm a little curious yeah. about, like, when they went down that hole, what happened? How did, you know, how did Montan end up there and they climbed out? Like, I just I'm, – I'm curious about what we're supposed to think happened there. We'll never find out. We'll never find out, but still it's no. interesting. <laughs> um, Dogen doesn't flinch when Hurley tells him that he went through time. When he uh, when he says you know I carried that guitar case through time and all that oh. whatever his line was doesn't, oh, doesn't I even, forgot you're right yeah he doesn't even go what you, well I you didn't know. flinch either but I knew about it so. <laughs> yeah <laughs> I I just I I took Dogen as being like me but yeah that's a good point that's a good point that the time travel stuff is pretty crazy mm-hmm. I got something to say about time travel when we get later in the. Uh, in the episodes here, there's there's a time travel issue that I want to revisit. But um, that's later. I also don't understand. Uh, we still don't know why the water wasn't clear. True. Uh, the same explanation applies that we had before, I guess, is that because it was Jacob, because Jacob was dead. 
Yeah. Um, seems like but the best guess. I don't understand why Dogen decides to even use the spring on Saeed when he tested it and right. it didn't work. And it clearly didn't work. Clearly it didn't work. Yeah. yeah, no, that's a good point. I, I, from, like, Lennon walks in there and immediately says, you know, the water's not clear, as though it had been clear pretty recently. Yeah, like it's always clear. So I, I think I do think Jacob's death, which you know was probably just an hour or so before that, you know, probably did cause that. Yeah. Uh. Uh. But yeah, I guess Delgid. Uh. I don't know. I guess he decided to just go for it, and maybe somehow if they kept Saeed in there long enough, it would work. Well, that's the thing. It brings it to the timer that they use. Yeah. The hourglass thing, uh, we still don't know what that was about, like why he, he had to be under there a specific amount of time. Right. It seemed like they kept him under just long enough to kill him, mm-hmm. which was which was kind of bad. Yeah. But it seems like if you want to, you know, you want to kill someone, you don't need a timer to, to tell when they're dead. That's true. <laughs> you know, when they stop flapping around, they're probably dead if you're drowning them. So. Yeah, but it seemed like he died... Just shortly before the time ran out. Yeah, like, yeah, so it may be, yeah, and I don't know what to get from that. Like, if if he had, if the if the spring was working, then he would have just kept flapping and, and still been alive, and once the timer ran out, they would have, like, you know, I guess taken him out and he'd still be alive or something. It seems like, I guess if it was working, he would have been able to survive longer. Yeah. Is that the idea? I guess. that Yeah, mm-hmm. seemingly. Because it seemed like that timer thing was part of a ritual, you know? Yeah. But that's yeah. just what they always do. It's like the set amount of time they have to keep someone under there. So if it works, then yeah. Like, assume, you know, I'm assuming something like that happened with Ben. That's the weirdest spring I've ever, you know, the weirdest healing thing I've ever seen where you, it, you, it, you, you, it seems like you have to kill the person or at least yeah. effectively kill them. To heal them. That's, yeah. that's the strangest thing. It is. We still don't know why um, the man in black is disappointed in all of them. Oh, God, yeah, that lied. I'm very disappointed, but I'm going to ask you all to join me in a few days. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I, it's, yeah, that's weird. I don't know why yeah. he's so disappointed. So disappointing. Because he should, I mean, he talks about them being free now that Jacob's dead. Like, it seems like he's acknowledging that in some way they didn't have a choice, mm-hmm. you know, in, in serving Jacob. And so, like, why is he disappointed? I don't I don't get that. Yeah. All right, that's all my uh, LAX stuff. We can go to what Kate. What okay. Kate <laughs> For real. All right. Sounds good. We still, well, I'll just point out, we still don't know what happened to Christian's body in the alternate yeah. timeline. Yeah, definitely. That's uh, that's the a big mystery. We do know that Locke's gonna eventually, the Jack's gonna eventually operate on Locke, though. Mhm. So we got we got there. Yay. Yeah. All right. So what Kate does, um, you know, the main storylines are, uh, you know, flash sideways is Kate and Claire, um. You know, Kate hijacks the uh, Claire's cab and all that, and uh, the aftermath of that stuff, and mm-hmm. Claire, um, Claire helping Kate in the end, giving her a credit card and all that stuff. Still, the two worst detectives ever in that one scene. <laughs> That's so Love bad. It. 
And like that one cop looks, he looks around and he looks in the back room, but he doesn't look in the room Kate is hiding in. Right. You know, it just reminds me, and I, I feel like if he found her, she'd have a shirt off. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> that's how you find people on law. <laughs> They're hiding in the obvious place with their shirt off. <laughs> yes, that's, that's, I, oh, that's perfect. <laughs> If only they had just they had just looked in the obvious place. Mm-hmm. It would have been easy. But yeah, they were just really lame detectives. Yeah, it's like they were. You know, it's like their shift was almost over or something. And yeah. They were like, well, we'll be here five minutes, and then you know, we'll just get in and out and see if we can get a lead. And right. You know. Yeah, and they didn't even follow up their question very well. Like it was no. just it was so abrupt. Like they didn't even get a real answer, and then they're just like, okay, you know. That's it. See you later. Um, and so, yeah, and then, and then the on-island storyline is uh, Jack uh, being persuaded by Dogen to give Sawyer the pill to kill him and and uh, Sawyer deciding he wants to leave and Kate following him, even though he says, don't follow me. Yes. I, I always thought, like, he should have said to follow him. Yeah. And yeah. then he would have stayed behind. Totally. Please, Kate, follow me. Follow me, Freckles. <laughs> you be like, nah, I'm good here. Yep, yep. Yeah, saying don't follow me to to Kate, especially if you're Sawyer, it's just, it's doomed to fail. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't really have a lot of notes about this one. There wasn't anything major that, uh, that I wrote down. Um... I know, this time I noticed Claire looking for the adoptive couple in the airport. Didn't notice mm-hmm. that the first time. It's nice to finally uh, finally catch that. Um, uh, I'm still curious about whether Kate is actually supposed to be innocent or not. Um, she thinks she is. Since they've had her say that, you know, at least twice uh, now, it's it sounds convincing. I don't know. I, I'm mm-hmm. thinking maybe the Comic-Con stuff is either what they accused her of in the Comic-Con thing she didn't really do, or, you know, they're going with some other story and they change their mind or something and they're really going to mm-hmm. have her be innocent. I don't know. It's, it seems weird that she keeps saying that. Yeah. You know, is she is she just lying? Oh, she wouldn't do that. <laughs> so here's a question. Have you noticed, because, you know, have you noticed all the uh, purple shirts? Yeah, the, yeah. I, I didn't notice all of them, but I noticed enough. Yeah, I mean, everywhere. I just, I can't stop looking for purple now on this show. I just, every, almost every episode has, you know, several characters in purple. And I feel like it gets more and more purple as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting, too, because you can see when people change clothes. Yeah. You know, there's a point at which, you know, Hurley, when Hurley and Jack are are, um, are walking across, I guess they, when they're going to the lighthouse or something, I think, it, I think it's that, that around that time, that when they're together, you know, Hurley has that, like, fuchsia shirt on, kind of like a reddish, pinkish shirt on. Yeah. And and then later, you know, all of a sudden the next episode, his shirt's sort of like a muted purple color. Mm-hmm. I was like, you changed your shirt. Where did you get a new shirt at? You know, like, what happened? Um, yeah. It does seem to me like a lot of the others have purplish clothing on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I feel like somehow the Lofties got some clothes from them. Uh, that that seems to me like what we were supposed to believe. At some point, they got new clothes from the others or something. 
some of them at least. But uh, but man, there's just it's just weird to me to see purple everywhere and the flash sideways. Just like there's a there's a scene with like seven people with purple on, you know, and it's like you know it's not all purple. Some of it's blue purple, some of it's a reddish purple, some of it's mm-hmm. white purple, and but it's all this purple. And I'm just like, wow, guys, it's I've never been so drawn to the clothing on the show before. It's weird. Yeah, I have to admit, like I uh, I did notice it more than the first time, but I just I guess I just tend to ignore the clothes and. Mm-hmm. And so, for the most part, I kept thinking, "Oh God, I'm, I forgot to look to see if it's purple." Um, like I just, I, I'm so, I'm not paying attention most of the time, and so I, I missed probably half the purple shirts. But I did see a number of them. I did notice a lot. Like the first time through, I don't think I saw any. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I, you're right. I mean, it, there's definitely a strong, you know, purple uh, uh, element to the costuming. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I, I, it seems like that was someone's conscious decision. Mm-hmm. And it is, it is weird because I've never, I, I, well, I never pay attention to clothes, so I don't know if they've ever done that in previous seasons. It, you know, I feel like, yeah, I feel like if they would have, you know, I feel like all things being equal, if they did it in previous seasons, it would have stood out to me the mm-hmm. same way this stood out to me. It just was kind of like. I just noticed someone's shirt. I'm like, oh, look, you got the same. And I'm like, oh, look, you got the same. I'm like, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, now this is purple. And then it just was one thing after another, purple, 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 purple. And, uh, and I, I, yeah, I kind of feel like they didn't really do that in previous seasons, that that obvious, you know, mm-hmm. with, with, with the color palette. But uh, I don't know. I just find it really interesting. And like I said before, I feel like maybe maybe they're doing it as a way to connect, since we're dealing with two timelines, you know, and, and that are connected, you know, maybe they're, that, that's their kind of, their way of sort of connecting it, just sort of subtextually. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Um, purple, is, purple is an unusual color. You know, I gotta say, it looks good. I mean, the way they use it, I, I do like it. I mean, um, you know, it's, it, 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 it's surprising how well it works on almost any character they put it on. It just they it doesn't you know you know it's not like you look at it and go what are they wearing right you know? exactly I think that's why I don't notice it a lot of times because yeah. it, it looks pretty natural it doesn't come yeah. across like holy shit they're you know they're just a big purple monster mm-hmm. like the the shirt Sawyer's wearing now you know that he, mm-hmm. he didn't put it on until. Until so Locke came to get him right. and take him to the cave, you know, then he puts on this, like, dark purple shirt that he's wearing right. the rest of the season, you know. Yeah. Alana's wearing purple, and there's just, you know, Desmond in the, uh, you know, when he when he goes to see Claire, uh, when they when they run into each other in LAX, like, he has on purple and yeah. uh, all yeah. that stuff. And, and, uh, I don't know, it's an uh, interesting little thing. Uh, Richard has a button purple shirt, kind of similar Richard's to Sawyer's. Purple. Jackson in a sort of muted purple. Yeah. Locke at a certain point is in purple. I mean, I think I'm pretty sure every major character is in purple at some point this season. At least. Yeah. Save for Saeed, maybe. He's definitely in purple and Flash Sideways. Yeah, I was going to say, I thought in the Flash Sideways. He was if you count Flash Sideways, then yeah, then every character I yeah. think has been in purple. On the island, uh, they pretty much just have him in that uh, black tank top. Yeah, yeah. So there's no purple there, but... Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> that's that's very very odd. I, mm-hmm. I but it, but it is working. So you know, 
Um, just uh, interesting detail, I guess. But yeah. yeah, maybe that maybe you're right. They're 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 using it to hint visually at the connection. That mm-hmm. seems like a good theory to me. Yeah, I feel like, you know, I mean, you know, costume designers and set decorators and all these people, you know, they're they're artists and they're they're mm-hmm. you know, they, they wanna create things and they wanna they wanna put their uh their imprint on the show too and uh you know, I think they also look for um for valid reasons to do certain things too. Right. And uh so I can I can see that happening. Yeah, absolutely. Anything else on uh, what Kate does? Um I I I am still kind of flabbergasted that they have a machine that measures the good and evil in someone's soul. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, that revisiting uh, Saeed's test, our series of tests was interesting. When he blows the the dust on him, I'm like, wow, why didn't I know immediately that was ash? You mm-hmm. know, like that just totally makes sense. Yeah, but that's the ash. I don't know what was supposed to happen. But I don't either. Yeah, and, and the machine that that judges whether or not he's good or evil. I love the fact that it shocks him. Yeah, you know, it doesn't just like you know you turn it on and it, you know and engages the thing. It actually has to right. shock him so it looks like he's being shocked. Yeah, not being tested for good and evil and right. Um, and 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 then so so I feel like that you know I feel like some of the test was just like deceptive. You know, mm-hmm. to, for the audience. Um, but the one to me that seems, you know, just just con- contrived was the the poker. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that supposed to do? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like who wouldn't get who wouldn't get a, a, a burn mark from a poker? Right. You know, and they did it to Claire. Too. And I feel like yeah. they wanted. I feel like they did that because they wanted to make it make us think it's torture. When Claire, when Claire tells Jen, you know, look, they they tortured me. Right. You know, you see the burn, and you go, well, why would they do that otherwise? Not only that, like it leaves a mark. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It leaves a mark, and you can prove that they did something. So they can show it. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. No, that does seem pointless. At the time, we thought they were testing their pain tolerance or something mm-hmm. like that. that. That's what they made it seem like. But yeah, they're also trying to sell it. Or make us think that they're like just torturing him. So yeah. So that that might be part of it, because uh, yeah, it does seem like the machine is the only uh, part of it doing the important work. Exactly, it's really just the machine. Like the ash is secondary, but the machine is yeah. the primary like test. And yeah. Um, and uh, and I love Saeed's thing when he comes back from being tested. He goes. They, you know, they tor- they interrogated me, but they didn't ask me any questions or whatever. He said. I just love that idea of being tortured, but not being, but not being asked any questions because that's scary, you know. Yeah. You have nothing to bargain with. Right. You don't know what they want, and so should, he's like, I don't have any secrets. <laughs> <laughs> like I think you do have secrets, but uh, I get your point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Saeed. You got some secrets. You got some secrets, buddy. We know your secrets, <laughs> but no, probably nothing they would be interested in. Yeah, particularly. Um, still, though, like the machine, just I—it's just like who brought who who invented that machine? Who brought it there? Did Jacob build it? Did it come from a company? Like, why is there a machine that measures good and evil? I just—that's just yes, yes, no, yes. <laughs> Widmore Labs, no. 
Good answer. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that machine, I feel like the machine, I feel like I would like that machine more if we find out it, it wasn't built to do this test. Like somehow it, somehow it's, it does something else. You know, it's just a, a spectrograph or it's, you know, it's some other okay. kind of standard, standard machine okay. that, that gives some sort of output, you know, from, from whatever. But, but, but when used in this certain way, you can gauge a person's, you know, goodness or their evil, but that it wasn't designed, you know, well, maybe it was designed, to, but that it's not like it wasn't built to do that, you know. Maybe it was, you know, pieced together and, and retrofitted to, to, for this other purpose. I see. Uh, or, re, or should say repurposed, uh, not retrofitted, but um, I, that's what I want to believe it, was, it, it is. Not, not that, like, someone was like, well, you know, we need a machine to test people, and this is how you would build that machine, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, I guess for some reason I would find it easier to buy, like, you know, they they sprinkle the magic dust on Saeed and then, you know, they put it they put it in the in the sacred chalice. And if it turns red, then he's evil, mm-hmm. you know, like that kind of that kind of thing, testing good and evil, like some kind of fantasy thing. I would buy more. But the fact that it's a machine makes yeah. it weirder to me. Like, yeah. With dials and and knobs, and how, yeah, and how far on the how far from from the you know from the center of the scale do you have to be to be evil? Like yeah. you're just you're one tick on the evil side, therefore you need to die, or yeah. is it, you're twenty percent more evil than good. Or yeah, exactly. It's yeah. You bring once you bring in instruments, you bring in the idea of degrees, yeah. and then it's exactly like, you bring this finite idea of of the results, and I think that that model, like you said, with the you know, you put something in a chalice and it turns a color. There's, yeah. there's magic and fantasy and a big element of, of uh, you know, you can suspend your disbelief because you can't, you know, no one's going to say, let's count the, the molecules in this chalice and figure out if he's good or evil. Yes, you exactly. Know, uh, it, it's, it's an obvious test, but, but, with the, but with the technology and machinery, yeah, there's a real-world uh, repercussions to using that because you, right. you get this, the, these specific results that you can yeah. you know, look at. It's like you could put a number on someone's evilness. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like that makes me wonder. Like, if they hooked up some of the other people, like, what would they get? You know? Yeah, it seems like Saeed's a nine or a ten, or I guess maybe like an eight or a nine. I guess evil incarnate should be a ten. Right. And uh, and then like maybe you know I feel like Kate is bad. I feel like they want us to think that Kate is bad. Yeah. So maybe she's like a five or you know five yeah. and a half or a six. Something like that. Yeah. You know, not really that bad, but a little bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's a strange it's a strange thing, but uh, but now the temple was effectively you know destroyed. Uh, I doubt we'll ever see that again. No, so not see that again. I agree. I, the best I can uh, I don't even know what I can hope for on that at this point. Because um, Dogen's dead, and I mean seemingly anyone anyone who would even know what that was about is dead. So unless he has some flashback where where you know Jacob invents the good evil machine, uh, I, we probably maybe will never know. Yeah, uh, exactly what that's supposed to what that's supposed to be. I think we were lucky for Saeed just to be able to come back and ask what what the tests were all about. Like I think that was yeah. the, the the big the big gift to the audience. You're right. That's that's our reveal. 
Yeah. That was that they could have given us less than that. So Totally. So uh Yeah, it's just like saying the pill is poison. You mm-hmm. know. That's just the answer. It's a machine that measures good and evil. End of story. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what, what? Where's the big fight with Saeed and Dogen? Is that that's is in that Sundown? Sundown, okay. Yeah, yeah, because this this really is like Sundown Part One. Mm-hmm. It's it's very it's very connected with that story. Yeah. You got anything else in this episode? Except for the Kate stuff. Um. No. Let me let me make sure. Yeah. No. That's it. All right, what Kate does, pretty good, pretty good episode. Yeah, yeah, I just, I don't know, when I didn't have giant expectations for it, I thought it, it played pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, next episode is The Substitute, the uh, the lock-centric episode. Um, real lock, sort of. Real lock. Flash sideways lock. yeah. Uh, dealing with uh, with his drama. Um, gotta love the beginning of that where he he falls out of the wheelchair. Oh yeah, and goes, that this, fucking. This, this is where we start. That wheelchair lift is so crappy. Mm-hmm. It just it just fails to work. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Like it's just he really needs a new one. I love it. Hurley's car is parked really close, but that wasn't even the problem. The, that wasn't the problem. <laughs> even if Hurley's car wasn't there, he wouldn't have been able to get in. Yeah. And I, you know, the whole thing about Locke, like, you know, I don't have to park in a handicapped spot, you know, mm-hmm. but it's like, but if you want to get to your lift without, you know, without having problems reliably, you do want to park there. Right. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, yeah, you don't have to park there, but then you have to deal with the consequences when you don't. Yes. You know, yeah. it's like it's like all things aren't equal. It's like you you know, just like if someone had, you know, a car with huge doors or something, like you know, if they park close to another car oh, they're gonna yeah. have to deal with that. I think you know, I think that's part of his character. Like he he, he doesn't want to accept being handicapped. Yeah. The fact that that limits him in some way or that he needs Which to everyone else would have the perspective of saying, Ooh, yeah, I get to park in a handicapped spot you know, like people yeah. you know, there's people who park there then they shouldn't all the time because it's closer or whatever. Of course, yeah. And it's just like here's the privilege you get but he doesn't of course he doesn't see it like that. No. He feels uh, like like it's, it, it indicates that he is unable to do something, mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to be told what he can't do, even though they're, even though right. they're right. Even though they're right. I love that. Yeah, it's like season six finally, like, answered that. Mm-hmm. Like, don't tell me what I can't do. Well, I'm I, sorry, they're right. Yeah, they are right. <laughs> and that's the thing, when you, you know, you think about the walkabout he would have been on and just... Just trying to traverse the terrain alone yeah. would have just been like, how do you expect to be able to do that? Yeah, you know, like I, I think there's a lot of things he could, he, he, he would have been able to accomplish on that walkabout, but just the walking about part uh, is important, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Totally. It, it would have been ridiculous. I mean, I think, I think the company was very reasonable to not let him go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like he would have been, he would have been just completely unable to do what they needed to do out there. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, it sucks, but you know, if you're if you're uh, if you can't use your legs, you really just shouldn't go on a walkabout. Mm-hmm. It's one of the things that you just have to give up. Like what? Um, like yeah, exactly. Um, so what else is going on in this episode? This is where um, we get the we get the smoky cam. Oh yeah, Smokey can uh, see Smokey flying through the through the island from his I finally saw him, his reflection in the window. Yeah, yeah, it's subtle, but it's there. I didn't see that. Like I knew it was there, but I didn't really notice it. The fr- I couldn't specifically. It was like a magic eye thing. Yeah, yeah. I had to look at it the right way, but yeah, I saw that. I love, I love when he uh, when he goes in and uh, Sawyer's sitting there on the ground in his underwear oh, drinking. Oh man, and, one of the best, one of the best Sawyer scenes. That that scene in the following scene, you know, when yeah. I'm talking to him is great. You know, I thought you were dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you're dead or not. It's just like, yeah, Sawyer being that depressed and that upset was. Was, uh, All I care was about is this whiskey. Yeah. The so yeah, bottoms right. up and get out of my house. Exactly, exactly. I'm going to be a gracious host. I'm going to give you a shot of this and then get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was great. I agree. I love that. I love that whole thing. I, th- yeah. That they had him doing that, the way they shot it was great. I, I love the way he performed it. And, yeah, him being a host, giving mm-hmm. the smoke monster a shot of whiskey. <laughs> Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, I also, uh, I noticed this time, uh, I don't know, maybe it's my eyes, but when we when we see the kid, you know, in that episode, um, mm-hmm. and this time he look, he didn't look as short as I remembered him being. Like the main difference for me uh, was that when they did the close up, he looked a lot younger. Mm-hmm. But from far away, I could I could buy it was the same kid. Yeah. Like he. Yeah, I think the first time we see him in that long distance shot, he looks different to me, and yeah. then and then later he he pretty much looks he looks like he does in more recent the more yeah. recent Yeah, except that he's blonder. Yeah, he definitely is blonder. I don't know. I don't know what that's about, but yeah, like he. I was like, oh yeah, okay, that that does. It just for some reason when they show the close up when he says his lines, his face looks different, like smoothed out or something. Mm-hmm. It just it it. I don't know. It, it might just Plastic be one of those. Surgery, you think? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It, it might just be one of those weird things. Like sometimes in some shots, people's faces just look weird. Yeah, totally. You know, maybe that's just what happened, either in that shot or the other one. Um, uh, of course, we still don't know what's going on with that, but I tried to pay attention this time since they, you know, revisited that much later. Yeah. Um, I uh, I really liked um, – well, I really wanted to like – uh, where where Locke's character? Well, let me say what I really I really like the introduction of Ben when he does his little rant about the coffee pot mm-hmm. and change it. Never fear, I shall make another. Part. I like that he. It seems like his point was like because he says, you know, how many like you know, once the coffee is done, take the filter out, throw it away. Mm-hmm. It seems like that was more of his gripe than the fact that they didn't make a new pot. It was just like that they just left the old filter in yes. there. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's just like, yeah, it's it, it's a thing. 
Right. And then he's up. And then, then Locke rolls in. I just hoping for a couple of Earl Greggs. Well, there's <laughs> a gentleman, James. Tell me your name, sir. Just, yeah, it's fucking Michael Emerson. What are you going to do with that guy? I know. I know. It's just that, that whole performance about the coffee filter was just great with his back turned. And, and they didn't play it like, let's disguise his voice. It was obviously yeah. Ben. Yeah. You know, but I still, I, I like the reveal. And, yeah, the, the thing with the T and, yeah, Michael Emerson is just, uh, I, it, it was really, it's really lucky that he went in for that audition for that part. I, the mm-hmm. show has been very much improved because he's there. Yeah, totally. Uh, those those moments really, you know, they're, and they're small moments, but he really does a lot with them. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, we're going to need you to stay for detention. What? <laughs> exactly. Yes. Look, that, that, is, uh, that is one of my favorite ones. Yeah. What? I think, yeah, like I said, I think off podcast, almost any time this season somebody says what, it's mm-hmm. hilarious. <laughs> you know, hey, son, have you seen Jen? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I know. <sighs> yeah, Miles is such an ass. Oh, Miles. Hey, where's your husband? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My what? <laughs> God, you were in the 70s with him. Like, Jesus. He just, mm-hmm. just casually, oh, you the one who was separated from... <laughs> For the last three years? Where's he at? Yeah, when's the last time he's seen Sun? (laughs) He hasn't seen Sun since, like, forever. He should barely remember her. Yeah, he he should remember her as much as he remembers. I think the main reason he remembers her is because he was with Jen that whole time. Yeah, 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 totally. So he has, like, more of a connection. But, like, the way he was with Claire, like, that Australian chick, you know, like... I mean, look at it. Like, Sawyer forgot what Kate's face looked like in three That's a years. good point. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he could barely, barely remember her, right? Yeah. Sawyer? Really, Sawyer? I don't believe you. Every... Because every... Like, it's been two times now people talk about love or mm-hmm. whatever, and he, he looked at Kate. Strangely, Sawyer's eyes keep wondering Kate away. I don't care who I look at. <laughs> well, you know what? It's a telling thing, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn, Sawyer always looks at I don't know. I just hear something about love, and my eyes just go over the freckles. I, don't, I look at the person I don't love. <laughs> yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, I was thinking, you know, Sawyer, um, um, you know, he makes a comment at a certain point that they, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't leave the boat, the boat without a bearing, like they couldn't yes. just sail away. So I'm thinking, and I'm sure he hasn't thought about it really, but I'm thinking rationally he should, he should know now that their raft had no chance of ever leaving. Oh, that's a good point. Like the season one, like raft. Yeah, like they would have, they would have at best been like Desmond when Desmond right. had to leave on his boat and just you know sailed around the island just and kinda, not to actually leave. Yeah, but they probably would have like died there or something. Yeah, like, I never really made did. that connection, but yeah, that voyage was doomed no matter what. Yeah, happened. it was, it wasn't gonna work. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. Clear um, that up. Um, Randy Nations, Locke's boss, I have to believe is Greg Nations' unofficial <laughs> brother. I think so. <laughs> Who else? Um, 
Yeah, I made note in the interview scene with when Locke is interviewing for the job that uh, he's got a purple shirt on. Mm-hmm. The lady interviewing him has a purple blouse on. Oh. Rose comes in with a purple blouse She's on. She's got purple too. God. Uh, wow. Yeah, there's posters in the back. There's a shot like you, there's a shot on Locke, and you see these like three like motivational posters in the back, and they all are like purple. Um, so it's a purple thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Let's see. So I still don't understand why uh, Lock and Black can't change. Oh. Well, I don't either. I mean, I feel like practically uh, they did it uh, because they didn't want us questioning who everyone was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because that could get really out of hand. We could think anybody could be him, you know. So I, I feel like for practical reasons, that's why they did it. Now, I get you, the practical reasons. I just don't understand, like, what happened to where now he can't change anymore. I mean, I think I think the idea is supposed to be that Jacob dying made him unable to change. Makes no sense. Yeah. Why would, why would why would Jacob? I mean, maybe maybe the idea is that J, you know Jacob originally took his body, and maybe somehow killing Jacob, you know, restored his body to him. I mean, I know he can still turn into Smokey, so it's a little doesn't really matter. That's sense, my, that's but. really my big problem is that he can still turn into Smokey. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess I'm gonna say something like that that somehow he's. He's he's in in to a certain extent you know returned to his original, not original but a more corporeal form that is just stuck that way. And it's weird that he you know he claims it was because you know part of the reason he could do he looks like Locke is because they brought Locke's body back, mm-hmm. which is like okay so if Locke's body wasn't back he couldn't look like Locke. Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of supposed to be true. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I feel like it can't quite work, um, especially because although that's what he says, Jack emphasizes he had to be dead so you could look like him. Mm-hmm. I think that part is definitely true. Uh, as for the body being there, I, I want to say that if he's going to take their form the way he did with Locke, um, then, then maybe he needs a body for that. But I, I feel like he could also temporarily appear as other dead people, even if their body wasn't on the island. Mm-hmm. Um, also makes me wonder where he got those clothes from. What clothes? Like what, well, the clothes he's wearing. Because when we, when we first see Locke on, on the Hydra Island, he's wearing the clothes Locke was wearing when he was buried. <sighs> mm-hmm. But he's not wearing Locke's clothes. So it's like he morphed into the yeah. image of Locke. Yeah, it's like he morphed the clothes. He morphed the clothes too. Yeah. 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 Which he changes out of at some point. So it's just yeah. Like, I guess the clothes weird. the clothes aren't really the clothes are part of him. Mm-hmm. Because um, when he turns into Smokey, like the clothes don't drop away or anything. Yeah. So so yeah, he's the clothes are just some part. I of think, something. and I really just think that's that's for the special effect. Yeah, of course. And they're they're not gonna have him turn naked every time he <laughs> morphs to yeah. Smokey and leave behind a clothes trail. Terminator kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're not gonna do that. That would that would get really cumbersome. I would really like it if Christian got his shoes back though. Oh. 
I don't think Locke is wearing Christian shoes. I think the Deadlock has Christian shoes. Deadlock has Christian shoes, yeah. But I would really like it if somehow Christian's got those shoes. Christian really should get those shoes. But I think, I guess they're just buried now, so I don't yeah, really know how that's going to happen. But. I don't think it's going to happen, but... But you're right. That would it would be nice. It would it would give him a point since we have no idea what whether it mattered or not that he had those shoes on. Can you imagine? I mean, isn't it pretty crazy the fact that you know everything that happened with getting them back to the island with Miss Hawking orchestrating all this, and she was actually letting helping Jacob's nemesis create his loophole by doing all this, by making sure it was all of them or at least mm-hmm. as many as they could and all that stuff and. And rec- like all of the things she was trying to do was specifically what needed to happen for for the evil incarnate to do his plan. Right. Like someone needs to tell her that so her mind can explode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I definitely get the sense she doesn't know that. Um, but Smokey did basically send. You know, he's responsible for getting people to her. Um, mm-hmm. So you know, it seems like he knew that she would she would help. Uh, yeah, with 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 that, um, which which I do find odd because I don't think she's necessarily working for the smoke monster or anything. No. Um, yeah, you know, I was thinking about that. Maybe this is too technical, but I was my first thought, which is obviously wrong, was once once everybody time traveled and once the Oceanic Six left the island, why couldn't Smokey just leave then if there were no candidates there? Of course, the obvious answer is, well, Jacob's not dead yet. Mm-hmm. So, okay, scratch that. Then, I, then I thought, okay, well, what if, what if instead of the Oceanic Six coming back to the island, what if um, just Locke's body and and Ben maybe came back? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, then seemingly he could still execute that plan of killing Jacob. And there would be no candidates on the island except for in the seventies. And I does that matter? Like, <laughs> well, well, they're not. Um, well, but by well, if they, I mean, but if if Locke's body and Ben comes back on the Jira flight in two thousand seven, then then I mean the the seventies losses do show up, right? Well, so they, do, they do get there at some point. Well, they showed up seemingly just because Jack and Kate and Sawyer and Saeed went to the 70s. Huh. You know, like if they hadn't been there, that whole thing with the bomb and all that stuff seemingly wouldn't have happened. Oh, I see what you're saying. So, Okay, so you're saying they wouldn't have even been in the 70s. Oh, you're oh, you're talking about Sawyer and uh, yeah, Sawyer the time pass people potentially Jen as far as candidates. Well, I mean, we're playing a long hypothetical game. Here, I know. But I, I guess I'd say yeah, I'd say if if they never if if they didn't do the incident, you know, making the bomb go off to make the the '70s people go to 2007, then I guess they would have still been stuck there, and then effectively, but then but then that, they would have just. I mean. I, this is a horrible game we're playing, but I, I guess right. I would say it would be, you know, wouldn't they just stay alive on the island until 2007? So they would just sort of still be there? Well, I don't think it's, so, because eventually the purge would happen, and either they would join the others, maybe that's what they would do, 
which would be really crazy if they were old mm-hmm. Kate and Sawyer and old Juliet. Yeah, and that's the, the other. thing. Like, I don't. I, I feel like you know, if they would have survived, however they survived, they, they you know, they could have just survived till 2007. It's possible. It's possible. But they also could have just been killed in the purge. Mm-hmm. Well, but I don't. Yeah, yeah, they could have been killed in the purge, but yeah, they could have been. But Jacob wouldn't let that happen, right? Right. So that's why it kind of seems like, like, because Jacob basically put Saeed and Hurley on the plane, so it comes across like that, like MIB and Jacob are sort of competing. Like they both want the Ajira flight for different reasons. Mm-hmm. You know. So, like, Jacob's putting his candidates on there, and MIB wants Deadlock to show up and Ben. Yeah. You know, so they, they have their, they have their, both of their, what they need is on there. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, that that's sort of why they seemingly both wanted that flight to, to, to get to the island. Yeah. Frank, too. Jacob put Frank on that plane. So oh, now. Frank. I do love that. That's one of my favorite little little parts of the this season when uh when Frank tells Ben about uh missing the missing flying eight fifteen because he overslept. Mm-hmm. Ben is like, You gotta be kidding me <laughs> And uh or he says, Come on. Come on, yeah. I love that. And um uh, but but then but then yeah, Frank is like, Imagine how different my life would have been and Ben's like, Well, how different would it have been? You mm-hmm. I still got you and it's like, Oh yeah, hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point because he he missed out on the forty eight the first the first season and like part of the third season, but he really did get to the island. Yeah, you know, even you know, even in the first part of them being on the island in two thousand four, he skipped the most dangerous part. I almost want to say he did. When, like, People were just dying just because. Yeah, you know, nobody knew what was yeah. going on. I mean, if he were the pilot. Seemingly, he just would have been killed by the smoke monster. You know, and I feel like, considering that the island seemed to have wanted him, I feel like he wouldn't have died by the smoke monster. That wouldn't monster. have happened? I feel like Smokey only killed the pilot because the pilot wasn't important. The pilot like, was expendable, yeah. 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 I, th- I think that's probably true. I, I mean, obviously, he's a character. If he were there, they wouldn't have just killed him like that. But yeah, but he, yeah, he would have ended up. He would have ended up during the very hostile period. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um. All right. Well, that's pretty much all I have on the substitute. Okay. Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, I like the thing they try to do at the end. Sort of. I have mixed feelings, I guess, with with Locke and the Flash Sideways, where he. Uh, you know, he seemingly comes to some acceptance that there's things he can't do, and mm-hmm. he he decides that he doesn't believe in miracles anymore. And like, I, I sort of like the idea that he got to that point. Um, but then, but then, then Helen steps in, and she's like, "There are miracles," mm-hmm. and you know, and and all I care about is you, or whatever it is she says. And it's just like there are so. I having her say that. I just don't get why they had to have her say that. <laughs> like I like I don't even know what she means. It's it just sort of it just sort of soured the point of the scene for me because it's like no no there are miracles. I'm not gonna give any examples or anything, but mm-hmm. you're just wrong about that. <laughs> hey, 
Ben Ben can tell you all about miracles. A spinal surgeon fell out of the sky. <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe we're supposed to think like after he gets hit by Desmond and he ends up in Jack's uh, care, like maybe that's a miracle or something, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know. I, it just, um, you know, it just it just struck the wrong note for me. Just, well, what's strange is, it, 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 yeah, this thing the, this thing was weird to me, you know. Um, uh, is this this isn't the scene where he. Yeah, this is the scene where he tears up the the, the yeah, card, right? Or, or she card, tears it yeah. up. Doesn't she tear it up? Oh, she tears it up. Yeah. Um, and, and it was just weird to me that because they, they were trying to make it about different things, you know. Then he tried to make it about her waiting for him to get better, and yeah, you know, he he wanted he wanted her to accept him like he is, and and not for this idea that he could get, you know, he would he'd be walking again at some point. But the thing, the, the the weird thing, and maybe what you're getting from the feeling soured about it is, or at least my take on it is, is she says there are miracles, and it's like if there's anyone who knows that there are miracles, it's John Locke, who fell on, who crash landed on the island and was able to walk immediately yeah. after he got there. So it's, it's like you can't tell us, you know, Locke can't tell us there aren't miracles, and and just not in a religious sense, but just in a sort of general sense of of inexplicable things happening. Yes. Uh, um, and and just because you don't know what the answer is doesn't mean there's not an answer, you know. Uh, so so that's what that's why this confuses me is because it seems like it seems like they're trying to connect what we know about Locke to this idea of miracles, you know. But this Locke hasn't experienced that, so he doesn't necessarily believe that. Right. So I feel like that's what they're trying to do there is is is, is to somehow reassure him. And again, I guess like you're saying, maybe. Maybe the the end of the story is that he you know he gets into the car crash you know this horrible accident and then you know Jack is gonna fix him right come on and yeah. then he'll he'll end up being able to walk and so then Helen will be like see John I told you there were miracles okay okay yeah I mean that sort of makes sense it's just that I I guess I I. I want it to be sort of definitive that he he decides he doesn't believe in miracles and and that's that. I I guess you know him being able to walk on the island after he crashed. I feel like that's the event that led him to sort of become devoted to the island mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and eventually it's you know eventually leads to him being manipulated by the smoke monster you know into into playing into his plan to kill Jacob and his yeah. own death as well. So, you know, it I mean it was miraculous, but it sort of, you know, believing in the miracle too much sort of led him down this disastrous path. And mm-hmm. and so I guess I just I like the idea of alternate lock sort of just rejecting the idea and moving on from that and and it just having Helen jump in and that being the punchline just struck the wrong note to me. Yeah. You know, because you know her line. The only the only thing I was ever waiting for was you. Like, what does that mean? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 It seems like. It, yeah. It seems like. Yeah. I don't know. It. It seems like he should have come to some fundamental understanding of his situation. He explains that to Helen, and then that's what she means by "I was waiting for you to realize X, Y, Z." Yes. You know, I was waiting for you to be this kind of man, or I was waiting for you to whatever. But then she kind of negates 
the point that he makes. So right. I see what you're saying, and I, I find the same. I, I feel the same way about it. That it, it's just. It, I don't know why why it's weird, but it's it's weird. It doesn't it doesn't quite work. Yeah, yeah. I guess you know just contrasting it with the ending of Jack's episode or even the ending of Saeed's episode. Um, uh, the the where where you just have these very, you know. <laughs> very clear uh punchlines where you get to the point of of you know the that character's story in that episode and just mm-hmm. this one almost did it and and then just somehow ruins it yeah so yeah i just i don't know i i do like i like the i like what they might have done yeah you know and 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 they did they sort of did it so i i guess i guess i i I have mixed feelings about it, but I I wanted to bring it up. Yeah, it's just the kind of thing. I hate that word miracle anyway, especially when they kind of use it in these in this way. Because, you know, like Jack says, nothing is irreversible. Mm-hmm. You know, if Jack fixes lock, does that mean miracles happen? Right. Or does that mean someone just had the knowledge and skills to to do this thing that was seemingly impossible? Yeah. You know, and that's that. So when they get like you know. They have this quasi idea of miracles. I, I, it always, you know, when they get fuzzy with it, it's it's never that great because you don't really know what anyone's talking. What is Helen talking about when she says there are miracles? Because John know. is saying, John is saying, if you need me to see more doctors so I can get out of this chair, I don't want you to spend your time waiting for a miracle. But 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 with that conceit, someone fixing John is a miracle. But it's like, well, is it or is it just something that happens? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, they can say that just in terms of it being, you know, lucky. Maybe there's not that many surgeons mm-hmm. who could pull it off. You know, mm-hmm. you can call mm-hmm. it a miracle just in the sense that it's unlikely or, you know, yeah, yeah fortunate. Exactly. What do you mean by miracle? You know? Yeah, yeah. I guess that's yeah, and just kind of flatly stating there are miracles with no, mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing to really back that up. I don't know. It just, it just seems wrong to end the scene like, on that. Like if she would have been like, there are miracles, John, you'll see. Yeah. Like, boom. That's, that's better. It. That's it, you know, and then and then long term we see, you know, he's, he's, you know, whatever happens with him and Jack, you know. Yes. And I think that would have just, that would have nailed it. Yeah, because the way she says it, it's like she knows of some. Mm-hmm. You know, I she's not going to tell you right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not going to mention it, but all my friends are miracles. I have plenty <laughs> of friends are miracles. Yes, yes, exactly. Um. All right. Well, anything else with this episode? I think that's it for that. All righty. Ready for the next one? Yes. All right. So the next episode is. Uh, the lighthouse, or maybe just lighthouse. Yeah. Um, so the only thing I wrote down for this episode was uh, Jack smashing the lighthouse. <laughs> oh, that was a big, big moment. Uh, it was. You know. It was. Why did he put my name on this thing? Mm-hmm. I don't know, Jack. <laughs> Well, I'm going to smash it then. Yeah, I'm just going to smash this because I'm mad. Arr, classic Mad Jack. Mm-hmm. He, he, he does those faces when he gets mad. That's his mad face. 
it is that uh, particularly the the when he says, "What does he want from me?" That's that's mm-hmm. that's the Jack face right there. Yeah, I gotta go look at it. Yeah. So yeah, so this story. This the the other thing he does is when he's surprised by something. Not I don't. When he's sort of like shocked by news or something, he puts his hand on his forehead. <laughs> he's like acting one on one. Yeah. Hand on the forehead. Whoa, he can't believe it. Yeah, he'll he'll put his hand and then he'll kind of like turn around and walk away a little bit. Yeah, uh, and then come back with a question. Yeah. 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 I've seen that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, blah blah blah? Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah, that's his. That's just his way of coping. Yeah, and then sometimes he just has to sit down and look out at the ocean. That's right. <sighs> he can't be told what that is. He just got to find it for himself. Jacob, I think he can be told what it is. You just don't want to tell him. Of course, because if you told him, you'd have to tell us. Well, what would the point? What would the point be, right? If I have to tell him what to do, what's the point? Because if you don't step in, he will. <laughs> oh, you have a point there, Ricardo. You want a job? You want a job? You did it. This I didn't even think of that. I just—that's what gets me. Is I felt like I know what's going to happen, but I felt like I felt like it's weird that you know Richard asks. Jacob, has there been other people to, um, brought to the island before in this little this game, mm-hmm. he, this thing, these point he's trying to prove? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, but they're all dead. Yeah. And it seems like to me, if if the Black Rock was the first, then Jacob would be, it would be more realistic for Jacob to not have this system in place already. Right. You know what I mean? But the fact that there's been plenty, not just a couple people, a ton of people before. Yes. That, and he just never intervened. He never told them why they were there. He just expected, like, yeah, you know, we brought this up on the podcast for Abaterno. It's like, look at what the captain did to the crew. Not the right. captain, but the one of the officers did yeah. to the crew. Like, as soon as they were stranded, you know, he starts killing the slaves. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, <laughs> that's that's bad, you know. That's just yeah. bad if you if yeah. they're for some reason. Well, I don't want to interfere. I want to make sure the slaves have a chance to choose the right thing before mm-hmm. he stabs them to death while they're chained up. <laughs> Another reminds me. I want to. I want to bring this up. Why? I, why I can't remember it. When you know that part where you know it gets really confusing when the man in black is trying to manipulate Richard, and he goes, "Wait, Isabella was running from you? No, 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 no. He was running from him. But wait, wait. I'm the black smoke. But no, no. He took her. And I thought it was really confusing. But yeah. um. But I think I, I, it dawned on me that what he should have said to make that work. Um, oh, because when he says you, he says you killed the, you know that, you know he was saying Smokey is the one who killed the people on the ship, right? And I thought all he had to do to make that make sense and really to sort of solidify his general point that you can trust him, that Richard could trust him is is to tell Richard he was protecting him right. because the guy is coming to kill everybody. Yeah. And and all he has to say is I was trying to protect you. Yeah. Boom! Right there, I, you instantly trust him. And, he, and, it, and the way it plays out, it seems like he was trying to protect him. Yeah. So I just, it's like that's the kind of stuff with Lost. I'm just like, why didn't you just say that one line yeah. so that both the character and the audience could buy what you're saying? Because otherwise, like, that little scene plays out so weird. Yeah. When he's like, no, 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 he's the devil, but I'm the black smoke. <laughs> like, well, what? <laughs> 
Yeah, and he just tries to change the subject. Yeah, he just, when he yeah, brings exactly. up like he changes the subject and says, "Listen, we can talk all day about." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you're right. He has, in some cases, with stuff Smokey has done, that wouldn't be plausible. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when he attacks a French team, he just does it out of nowhere. They didn't do anything yeah. to provoke him. They weren't killing each other. Nothing like that. So yeah. they, he couldn't say, oh, I was just trying to protect you. But, like, in Richard's case, he has a good story. Mm-hmm. And he really should just use it. You're right. That would that would totally make that scene. Because it's just weird. Like, I'm a black smoke, and, yeah, I did that stuff. But then this other time, this, the devil came by, and mm-hmm. I just and I'm, kinda... I'm, a, I'm a cloud of black smoke, and I couldn't even stop him. <laughs> right. You know, like, yeah. I just sort of saw him, and it's, yeah. Yeah, that seems weird. Yeah, it was, it was strange. They and they could have fixed it. Mhm. That's the frustrating thing. Um. All right. So lighthouse. So this is you know the flash. The flash sideways is is the storyline with Jack and his son David and yes. Jack trying to connect with him and all that stuff. Yes. Being, um, being a cold dad, getting the pizza. Mhm. Exactly. David gets that. that. David gets that one Milano, and I'm just like, you're going to want another one as soon as you finish <laughs> yes. that. I promise one Milano, you. Jason. No one is ever satisfied with one Milano. I promise <laughs> you. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I believe you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I just. I, this this whole storyline just grew on me from what we see later and just, like, the way they've done the Flash Shadows in general. So I like how they did this, you know, had a really clear direction, and they got to the right note at the end, you know, mm-hmm. unlike the substitute. Yeah. Um, you know, the scene with him and, and his son is really good. I also like the little, little thing where Dogen pops up and yeah. – the fact that we get to see Dogen and his son, you know, in the episode before they explain what the backstory is there. Totally. And that was woven in very nicely. Mm-hmm. Um, so do you think, I'm wondering, are we supposed to think that in this timeline, Dogen's son doesn't play baseball? It, yeah, it looks that way. kind of doesn't happen. He, he plays the piano instead. Instead, yeah. So he didn't have baseball practice. Also, I get the sense Dogen lives in L.A. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, you know, also, you know, that whole that whole Osaka story maybe didn't even have the chance to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I can um, see So, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's what we're supposed to think. I don't know. Yeah. He could be in town for the audition, but... He could be, yeah. And being yeah. a being a businessman, he might have had the incentive to learn English anyway. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, totally. So you know, it it could go either way. I'm not. I, they didn't. They didn't give us a lot. I mean, it's like a few lines. Yeah. So back on the island storyline, you know that scene where Jacob, uh, where Hurley's looking for the kitchen, and Jacob is there at the pool at the spring. Oh, oh uh, I forgot to mention. And what Kate does? There's uh-huh. a little throwaway line. Uh, when when uh, uh, Hurley and Miles are sitting by Saeed and Jack comes over to talk to him about the pill, and they're like, you know, we'll be in the food court. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like I, just, I noticed that this time because I'm like, you're going to be looking for the kitchen later. And Like, is that what you mean? Like, is there a kitchen somewhere? I guess there has to be. It's down the hall, Hugo. It's down the hall. All right. Anyway, go uh, ahead. But, yeah, when he's, when, he's, when he's messing with the pool – I just wish something would have come of that besides mm-hmm. him just sitting there next to the pool. I wish he would have been yeah. like, 
explain what what was with the water or you know this has been tainted by the darkness yeah. or something it'd be nice yeah it'd be nice if hurley was like yeah the you know we i tried to save saeed and it didn't work and you know what's up with that you you mm-hmm. know you tried to get me to do it and he just died and then he came back to life and wtf dude yeah, exactly. But he definitely doesn't ask enough questions, generally speaking, with yeah. dead people. Yeah, and, and I, especially with what they have him do at the end here, where you know when Jacob shows up at the lighthouse, he's like, you know, mission unaccomplished. Like I got mm-hmm. nothing done. Everything you wanted failed. The fact that he felt, you know, he seemed really upset that he hadn't done what Jacob wanted him to do. But yeah. Jacob also wanted him to bring Saeed to the temple, and you know. I mean, maybe he considers that mission accomplished because Saeed woke up later. But yeah, I feel like I feel like he 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 thinks he did save Saeed because Saeed eventually is alive again. Yeah. So I think that that part he thinks worked at least at the you know at that point in the story. Yeah. Before it's clear that Saeed is bad or whatever. Right. Different. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I, I guess I sort of get that, but. It would have been a nice chance to find out some more details. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, it kind of just seems like it's a bit of a throwaway of Jacob looking in the water. There's also, so, so at the end of this, when uh, back at um, at Claire, where Claire's camp is, where she has Jen, and, and Locke shows up, you know, it's her friend. And, right. And, he's, you know, he thinks it's John, and she says, that's not John, it's my friend. Yeah. You know, um, yeah, and I, I, and then I just want to fast forward to the most recent episode where she's like, you know, you're, you're not, you, that's not what John said, and she just keeps mm-hmm. calling him John over and over again. Yeah, like, don't you remember? You knew that wasn't him. Mm-hmm. But then, yeah, but then she tells, then she tells Jack, like, you know, that's not really John. Yeah, she tells somebody that, and it's just like, yeah, but you thought, didn't you think it was John? Like, isn't that why she was following him the whole time? Because she thought it was really John Locke, like somebody she knew. But then at some point she realized it wasn't him. Right. I mean, I think I think he he was originally appearing as Christian, mm-hmm. and the, and so she was following him because she thought it was her father. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like I feel like you know Christian brought her to the cabin. She was hanging out there for a while, but at, at a certain point she left the cabin and and had to make her own home, like, out in the jungle. And I feel like that's at the point where she's hanging out with John. Well, I don't think Locke, I don't think he appeared as Locke until Locke came to the island. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that should be true. And we did see him as Christian, like, right before that, you know, when he meets Son and Frank at the barracks. So you're saying... Just recently, Locke shows up to Claire, and she's like, hey, John, I haven't seen you in three years. <laughs> and he's like, I'm not John. Yeah, something like that. Also, I, I'm i going to, because in this episode, she says, you know, first my father told me, and then my friend told me mm-hmm. uh, about, you know, the others having her baby. And then later she tells Jack, you know, did he tell you he was pretending to be our father? Like, that's I'm, the line I meant, yeah, yeah. I like based on that, I'm left to conclude that she didn't like that Locke told her off screen like really recently. 
And then mm-hmm. at, at the point of Lighthouse, she actually thought they were different people. Okay, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why it was confusing. Yeah, like I, I think, I, I, you know, because he does reveal that to Jack, and so so I'm thinking that at some point, you know, he just he just tells Claire that that was him. Mm-hmm. The whole that's I not John say, thing, though, is so weird. I got to say, I think I am a little disappointed with the reveal that, that Smokey was Christian. You know, I, I I mean, I just, just in the sense that I want Christian to be around right? as as the real Christian, you know. Yeah, I know. I know. He was, that, that actor is really good, and uh, it's disappointing to not have him available. Mm-hmm. Uh, and because of the way they set the story up, that he can't change, we really can't see Christian. Yeah. You know, they there's no really as far as I can tell, there's no way for Christian to really get into the story, except and let Hurley sees him as a ghost. Like uh, that that's yeah. the that's the only way I could see actually seeing him again. Yeah. Because he's he just seems ruled out altogether. But I I really would like to. It would be very disappointing to me if we never see him in season six. It would be disappointing. I'm okay with Smokey being Christian in terms of, in terms of the plot. Like it, it makes yeah. sense to me, but it's it, it's just kind of disappointing. Mm-hmm. I, I like the idea of Smokey and Christian as a team. Yeah, totally. You know, um, so yeah, I, I'm disappointed with at least so far with where with where this. Uh, Claire storyline went, uh, uh, and with the Saeed storyline. I mean, I just, I don't know. I feel like they failed to really fully deliver on the promise of the uh, claimed idea. It started out with so much energy and enthusiasm, and mm-hmm. it was interesting to see these early episodes because it really had a lot of weight. And then at a certain point, they're just kind of mulling about, and and they seem pretty normal a lot of the time. Yeah. I almost feel like they're both turning backwards, like they're getting more towards the good side. Yeah. Saeed more recently. But I think with Claire, I mean, yeah, the claim thing is weird because I think with Claire, most of her problem was thinking the others had her kid. And as soon as she realized that wasn't true, she got a lot more normal. Yeah. Pretty fast. And um, so that's the thing. I feel like just because you're claimed or just because, you know, there's darkness growing doesn't necessarily mean it will overtake you. And I feel like maybe that's where they might, they might be able to um, get across with Saeed, you know, uh, is that, you know, he might be able to redeem himself somehow. Yeah. 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 But then it's just, I mean, if they can really fight it, it just makes what Dogen was trying to do look overblown. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, he didn't know any better. Yeah. Because like he says, he, he tells Saeed, he's like, I think it would be better for us all if you were dead. Mm-hmm. You know, that's just what, that's just his opinion. Right. <laughs> you know, like, that's that's what he says. Like, I don't know, but I think you should be dead. Right. Because from what I, from what he knows, like, it, it would be better, so. Yeah. That's the problem with Jacob and his followers and, and his plan overall is that no, no one has all the answers. They don't really quite all know what they're doing. Yeah. 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 Well, Jacob doesn't ever tell him anything. No, but if he has to tell him, what's the point? Right. What's the point if he does tell him everything? <laughs> He's got to find that for himself. <sighs> yeah. 
You got anything else in the lighthouse? I do like that shot of Jack looking at the ocean. Mm-hmm. I, and I like this episode. I mean, it's it's well it's really done. Good. Oh, you know what yeah. I liked? Uh, the shot of Jack in the water towards the beginning where it kind of looks like kind of looks like a Photoshop effect or something. There's like rain coming down and you see his face reflected in the water and it just, it, where? it, it sort of spreads out. What? Always looking at his reflection in the pool. And in, um, I don't think it's in the pool. It's in like a, or what do you mean by the in pool? Front of the, in front of the temple. Yeah. yeah, when, yeah, when, yeah. When, Do- when Dogen comes out and talks to him. Yeah. I just really like that shot. Everything is an option, but uh, if you lift, I'd have to stop you. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. All right. Yeah, I I think. Uh. uh I'd still like to understand a little better what the lighthouse does, but, you know. As far as I can tell, the only thing the show has said about it is that Jacob used it to watch them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to believe that's all it does until they tell us otherwise. Yeah. Well, now that it's destroyed, I don't know what they're going to say about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, my my theory is that it it works it works like a lighthouse in the sense it guides people to the destination, uh, and uh, somehow it somehow it um, it uh, it keys in on a specific place or a specific point in time for that's important to whoever it's trying to attract. Um, and I guess he was trying to bring Widmore to the island. I don't know what it would have reflected if, uh, and I honestly don't even think 108 was even. I, I kind of my my thought rewatching this was that, you know, uh, Jacob just told Hurley a number. Like part of me wants to believe he really did was trying to get Woodmore there. There is evidence for that, but then part of me thinks he just told him 108 just sort of as an arbitrary number so that, uh, you know, when they moved the lighthouse, yeah. Jack would see Jack would right. see his house and stuff. So just like it was a number that yeah. Jacob knew Jack would see the reflection, not specific. So it was like it was almost like Jacob knew it, this wasn't going to get Widmore there as much as it was right. going to show Jack, you know, what, um, what, 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 you know, that was important and all that. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that was totally the point. Also, you know, 108 has significance in the show. So yeah. if they're going to oh, name... If if they're gonna name an arbitrary number, you know, one important. Oh, uh, you know, a little bit, a little bit. I hmm. also, um, uh, I think coincidentally, this is the hundred and eighth hour according to Wikipedia. Mm. Look at that. So that's kind of interesting in terms of using that number. So, yeah, I think uh, I think 108, you know, and, I mean, you have to do screen caps to see what it says on 108. I mean, they don't they don't show it. They don't talk yeah. about it in any detail at all. So. And if it was supposed to be Widmore, it would be a reveal that they yes. wouldn't want to show. Absolutely. And, yeah, so I, I think the point was what, you know, what Jacob says it was, basically, and, and he just he couldn't risk them not coming, so... 
Oh, that reminds me. To me, since 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 Jack and Hurley are the only two he specifically rescued from the temple, mm-hmm. it makes me think those are the two who will be the final candidates. Ah, like those are the two he knows that will that it's really down to those two. Like the other people are, are important, but yeah, it's really these two that have the most potential. Well, there was nobody else. Well, except for Saeed. Obviously, Saeed is. I don't think Saeed's going to be <laughs> taking over for Jacob, no mm-hmm. matter what. At this point, um, uh, but they were the you know the only two besides Saeed that were at the temple at that point. So yeah, but considering like Sawyer and and you know Jen and Son are around and stuff, um, you know, and especially considering that Alana is trying to take them to the temple, right? But the bad guy's coming. No, no, you you're know. right. Absolutely, yeah. No, I I, I definitely think Jack uh, Jack and Hurley are are the most likely candidates. Yeah. And Jack is definitely number one. Yeah. At this point. Hurley Hurley gave it a shot. Hurley gave it a shot, yeah. Because I noticed in one of these episodes they had that line from Miles where he said, you know, something like Hurley's charge now, so that's great. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like that stuck out more because I, you know, because of what they did later. Yeah. All righty. Well, you want to go to Sundown? Yes. All right, Sundown. Um, this is this might be my favorite episode of the season. Interesting. Yeah, I I I really liked it. I just uh, yeah, rewatching it is still as good as the first time, first several times, and. Uh, uh, you know, I, there's, there's nothing I really don't like about this episode. The, uh, you know, this is the one with, uh, the, the flash sideways with Saeed and Nadia and, uh, Saeed trying to help, uh, Omer with his problems and, uh, running into Kimi and all that stuff. And then of course, culminating with finding Jen in the freezer, uh, and then on the, on the island, um, Dogen trying to get, uh, Saeed to kill, Locke, and then Locke coming back to uh, tell tell the people of the temple that uh, they can that they're free, they can leave if they want, and uh, and then Locke coming in to kill everyone who who doesn't listen. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was just yeah, it's just great. It's just great drama. You know, you got the whole Smokey destroying the temple stuff, and then and then you get the you know the the classic. Lost Ender with the slow mo, you know the slow motion mm-hmm. and the music and uh, yeah, yeah. This is this is the this dark is, version of that. Yeah, totally. With fire, which and I think dead it works more because it's dark. Yeah, right. It yeah, instead of the sort of sentimental version. It's not them getting off of the plane at LAX. Right. Right. It's like yeah, people dying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I this is a very good episode and I think now now that I've kind of made my peace that you know Saeed's going to be what he's going to be and there's nothing I can do about it mm-hmm. um I you know I enjoy it more I guess initially it was just depressing to me because I felt like Saeed was just descending into oblivion and you know I I wanted better for his character um mm-hmm. I wanted his character to make uh, a better uh choice but um but it's a very effective episode and uh I definitely uh enjoyed watching it again 
Um, you know. Oh, go ahead. The highlight for me uh, with this episode was probably the scene with Saeed and Dogen at the end when they're sitting by the pool. Oh, man, you got to love that. That's just really well done. Both of them are great uh, in that scene. Dogen delivers this monologue, and Saeed sits there and listens to him. Mm-hmm. And I think I'll stay. Yes. Oh, it's so great. It's such a, it's such a, it's such a look over here, you know. It's yeah. It's like a left uh, curveball. Exactly. Uh, I love that. I think I'll stay. And it's like, you're not going to stay. Um, you know, like you were saying about wanting better for Saeed, I, I, I feel like I feel like they're just trying to tell us. Now, I still feel like he can be redeemed. I still feel like the, you know, the final word has not been said about Saeed, but with, with everything that's going on and everything we've seen so far, they have made it clear that he is just this bad guy. Like you have that, that and, and, um, and recon, I think, you know, when they see Saeed on the monitor coming from the restaurant, you know, the line is, that's our bad guy. Yes. And it's just, they keep hitting us over the head with that. And and the fact that Saeed and the Flash sideways still was a torturer and a Republican guard. Yeah. I feel like that was the crux of his evil, of, of his bad deeds. Yes. And I almost feel like what we might, to get out of what they're, what, what they're saying with this is just that, you know, it, it, to me, it almost seems like it's not necessarily Saeed's fault that he's bad so much as the circumstances of where he grew up and the time that he grew up. You know, because I feel like if he didn't grow up in Iraq, he'd have, a, he'd have a much different life. And the fact that, like I said, in the flash sideways, that part of his life seems, still seems to be the same means to me that that's, that's, that was the sort of, quote, wrong turn or something that he took, but that was sort of inextricable from the, he was just in that circumstance. He could not be born somewhere else. Right. You know, he could not be born during a time of like the war and that stuff and that era, you know? So that's, that's what's interesting to me. um, That it's almost like some people, some people all they needed to do was make different choices, but some people, they couldn't, it's, it's not even the choices that they made that were, that were bad so much as it's the circumstances that were in that, that led to them being bad, you know. So, I, so that's, what's, that's what's interesting to me about Saeed. It seems like he couldn't even escape it. You know, even in this fantasy world of the Flash Sideways, he, he couldn't escape being a torturer. Yeah. You know, he couldn't escape his past. So it's, so it's almost like it's not his fault, you know, versus someone like Sawyer who obviously – you know, as he tells it, he had a choice between being a good guy and a bad guy. And, right. you know, he goes different ways in different timelines. Right. Right. I, Yeah, I, I mean, it seems like they kind of illustrated that with the, uh, uh, with the Flash Sideways story because they have Saeed actually – I mean, Nadia sort of has to talk him down, but he, he does actually choose to not go after Kumi. Exactly. Exactly. He's trying to not be that guy, but it just he can't help but get sucked back into it. Yeah, I mean, Omar just comes to his house and takes him away, and mm-hmm. he he really didn't have a choice about that. Once he's in the clutches of these, you know, gangsters, I mean, you know, I I, I don't know that I'd be brave enough to do what he did, but it's I mean, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like it's totally out of line to mm-hmm. uh, you know shoot these people who you know. Are are have already you know severely injured your brother? They're threatening to do worse than that. You know, uh, Omar makes some comments about the kids. I mean, it's you know, I, I, it it they did make it where Saeed was sort of forced into it in a way. Mm-hmm. Totally. 
you know. So it's it's tricky. It's almost like it's almost like fate is just going to make him be a killer. Exactly. That's that's really my point. Is that it? It just seems like it's he. It's outside of himself. You know, this situation that he's in of, of being the bad guy or something like he. You know, and like I said, part of it just seems like by the nature of where he grew up. You know. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I think that's interesting. But um, what else in this episode? Yeah, you know, little did I know when I was watching this how much more Kimi we would get. Say it again? Little did I know when I watched this episode how much more Kimi we would get oh, later. Oh, totally. Because, like, this scene is pretty good, but we get so much more Kimi later. So much more Kimi. <laughs> I was just, I, I was amazed that they did that much, and yeah, I just, I don't know. This is a good, a good reveal, though. I like yeah, how, they, totally. how they did it, bringing him in there. They show us Omar first, and it's like, okay, you know, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe you kind of recognize Omar, but you're not necessarily thinking, okay, you know, Kimi's yeah. going to be the guy. Totally. So like I, eggs? I made good eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Kimi with his purple shirt, Omar with his purple oh, shirt. God, yes, and those white uh, white teeth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too white by half. They really are. Just I don't know. Whatever product you're using, stop using it. <laughs> it's working. Take a week off. Yeah. Um, I I still love. Nadia saying uh, no cell phones at the dinner table. Oh yeah, I, I still love her accent <laughs> with that. Um, yeah, it's about five syllables in dinner it table. Is. It's great. It's awesome. And and the scene, one of the uh, probably one of my favorite scenes ever in Lost. It's sort of non like just non action scenes of just when the kids find the picture of Nadia, mm-hmm. and then you know Omar Omar is around the corner on the phone, and then Saeed just looks up. And and then everyone's just frozen. Even the kids know something's wrong. That's what I love about that scene is no one says anything. Every everyone feels attention. Even the kids are not yeah. oblivious to the fact that something just happened. And it just and they just hold on that moment. And it's just it's so well done. Yeah. You know. And yeah. nothing really comes of it. It just you know. No. But but just just the tension there is so great. Yeah. Yeah, that was really just to set up, I think, the later scene uh, when Saeed and Nadia talk and, you know, she says that thing about how he pushed her towards his brother and he says he didn't deserve mm-hmm. her. And, you yeah, know, yeah. That's sort of the setup for that, I think, to show that he still he still cares about her even though, you know, she's married to his brother. Yeah, totally. Uh, the Saeed-Dogan fight was one of the best. Oh God, yeah. Uh, and, and what I wanted to bring up was, and this is this tickles me so much. You know, Saeed is just like his his fighting style is so crazy in this scene. He's just like throwing everything he can, at Dogen, <laughs> literally. Yeah, yeah, he can. And it looks to me he even manages to throw the bowl that Dogen ground up the poison in. Like he even he even threw that at Dogen. Like he oh. hit Dogen with that bowl. Oh wow. And I'm just like, that's so awesome that the, the bowl he made poison to kill you. you oh, nice. Throw at him. Yes, yes. I think I know what you're talking about. I remember I remember when he throws something that looks like a bowl. I was like, what yeah. is that? Yeah, that's a little I, – I, okay. I don't know if it's – think there's a word for that. I don't know what it's called, but uh, – Yeah, bowl. mortar or something. Yeah. Pestle? Mortar and something. pestle? Something like that. Pestle? 
and mortar. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not a pharmacist. <laughs> yeah, I mean, either. <laughs> play one on TV. Um, yeah, I just love that. I love I love this fighting scene. He's just like jumping and diving, and, and like half of it, half of his moves are evasion. You know. Yeah, half he's doing a lot of dodge, a lot of like put objects between me and Dogen, mm-hmm. throw objects towards Dogen to impede his progress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's a lot of that. Oh, it, and he makes Great use stuff. of the whole room. Like, they just the whole this. room. And that, that's what also I like, is, like, he's destroying this guy's office. Yeah. Like, I just love the idea of, okay, you want to fight me? Fine, I'm going to tear your shit up. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, that was a good, that was a good fight. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Classic. Classic scene. I'm glad they they gave us that. Uh, that was that was uh, a good place for that. I yeah yeah. I, yeah, it was great for Dogen. It was great for Saeed. Like it yeah. made them both so much better. And uh, yeah, I never really would have known whether Dogen could you know be physical like that if mm-hmm. uh, if they hadn't shown us that. Yeah, for a businessman, he knows a lot of martial arts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it seems like he, I don't know, maybe that's an other thing or something. Yeah. You know, joining the other. Like, Juliet had some moves, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, that maybe when he was a businessman, he didn't necessarily, but he sort of got that ability. Because, yeah, he definitely, I mean, to hold your own with Saeed, you know, you got to sort of know what you're doing. Yeah, you got to, yeah. You got to know what you're doing to uh, to hold you. Yeah, I agree with that. So yeah, I mean, he 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 did a pretty good job. Um, yeah, it was it was also interesting just to watch the Dogen story play out, knowing where the end point was, mm-hmm. to see what they what they did with him. Um, it's for for a minor character. I I think he he came off really well. It was, it was yeah. you know from introducing him as the guy who you know speaks through a translator but doesn't have to you know, to finally finding out his backstory, right? You know, it's the seconds before he dies. Mm-hmm. You know, I just, I, it was, it, as far as like background characters for season six, it'll be one of my favorites. Yeah, definitely. It was, uh, and this was a good episode uh, for him as well as, uh, as well as Saeed. Yeah. Um, anything else with this episode? Um, I still, I still think it's weird, like, what the others think is going on. Like, I wonder, again, I'm probably getting too technical about it, but, like, the people at the statue, I just, do they, I mean, they, they know that this guy Locke, like, came back and took, took a group of them to see Jacob, and then this group at the temple knows that Jacob's dead, and it just seems like they should see that there's some connection between those two and like and then they hear that there's this man outside and then they see oh it's Locke, the guy who led a group to Jacob and then he ended up dead. Like it just I'm just confused why the, why they're so like Well, seems, I don't think a lot of the others know Oh well well yeah Well now I'm getting really confused. The, the others at the temple weren't the others who Locke was leading. Uh, well, the, I think I think some of them were. I mean, some I of them might have been the I mean, ones like, who decided to leave, like Cindy. I forget. I forget where um, where that group came from. He, what did he do? He went over. 
he 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 sends Saeed in there and says, you know, uh, you have until sundown to leave or you die. No, I mean, I mean before that, the group that he gets that he leads to the to the statue. Yeah, that's the that part. Group? That's the part that's confusing to me because like there's definitely some straggler others there. When yeah. when he leaves, when he says, I'm disappointing in all of you, he's not just talking to Alana and Frank and Son yeah. and uh and Ben. You know, he's talking to this group and um uh I don't know what happens to them because they sort they of disappear. disappear. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they disappear. Maybe maybe we're supposed to believe they went to the temple. That's what I was but... thinking. Because cause then if they go to the temple they can say, you know, they won't. <laughs> they won't. No, 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 no. Don't even go there. Don't even go there. Some lowly others are going to tell other others. No, 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 no. They're not talking. Um, I won't even entertain that idea. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's not. Yeah. I, no. But I do think it is weird that they decide to blindly follow a man who who has an opposite idea of what to do than Jacob ever did, and uh, right, and they, they seem to be blissfully unaware of the fact that Jacob had a nemesis, right, and um, yeah, I, I think it is weird that they just decide that it almost does seem like they're he's valid in trying to give them an option of of what to do with their lives, of saying, okay, you don't have to serve Jacob anymore, because it did seem like. They they you know tacitly agreed that 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 yeah we were just here because of Jacob we didn't really want to be here we didn't really want to serve him and now that he's gone yeah we really don't have like again like well, the, the idea of the military it just seems like they didn't fundamentally believe in what they were doing they were just doing it because Jacob was around and they had this you know they were sort of forced to in a way I. I mean, maybe we're supposed to think that. I'm sort of taking Cindy as the typical example of someone who leaves, and she just seemed concerned with the fact that they weren't safe there. Exactly. Because that's Jacob my point. wasn't. Exactly. Because Take Jacob Cindy. was bad. Take Cindy. She doesn't say. That's exactly what my point is. She doesn't say, oh, Jacob is dead. We have to protect the island no matter what. Right. She, does, she says. But she Jacob also didn't dead. say, yay, we're free. Let's go home. It was really, I don't want to stay. Like, she asked what happens if we well, that's stay. What I mean. That's what I meant, that, that she wasn't, they didn't They didn't make it seem, I mean, it's not like they were there against their will so much as they were really just there, be, you know, by circumstances. And, and they were just going along with the flow, you know, versus them really being invested in what they're doing. Right. You know, like I said, like Cindy doesn't say we got to stay here and fight the evil or or we have to even if they don't even know about that, like we got to stay here cuz Jacob wanted us. Like they right. don't say that. They say Well, I mean, I think oh, some of them has an idea. Yeah. Well, some of them do say I mean, really that's just so people can die, right? Well, okay. But but I mean, I think also like Bram's group, you know, hears the your free speech and doesn't yeah. go along with it. So I think like there are supposed to be some others who you know? Who are committed and and who are willing to just stay well, of there? Of course, and, Dogen and and uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, there 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 are people who know certain things who are more committed, but it just seems like the others in general, the general sort of lot, will just go with whoever has the better plan. You know, whoever claims they can protect them or whoever what right? You know, yeah, but they're not really invested in what's going on so much as. Yeah, they're just caught up in the circumstances. Yeah, it it definitely comes across that way. I'm just I'm just still confused with the whole thing of you know there there's a man outside and and Jacob's dead and you have until sundown to leave or you die, and then you know the black smoke comes and kills them and it's like this guy 
who is this guy? He just knew that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. why is Jacob's dead? Why Why is he telling us we're free and trying to – who – like, I just – I feel like from the other's point of view, this should be really strange. Well, yeah, Cindy should, should be questioning the fact that, you know, because Locke told them, you know, that the black smoke killed everybody there. Yeah. And, you know, and, and Emma and the, and the kid were, were upset. Right. Um, but, but it's like, yeah, they really should be wondering. But that's the thing. I guess they think he's Locke. You know, like Cindy thinks that's Locke. So I guess she's not, she's not worried about his motives or something. I she's guess, not they, and I guess the other, they just don't know that a group of others went with Locke to Jacob's foot. And then yeah. mysteriously Jacob was dead shortly afterwards. Yeah, exactly. And they 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 weren't asking how Jacob died either. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's like it just happened, and That's they don't like, need to know why. Shouldn't that be like saying someone comes up to you and it's like, yeah, God's dead. <laughs> you want to you want to come with me? <laughs> I mean, it, yeah. I mean, maybe not that much, but it should be along the same Something lines. Something close of, to that, yeah. Yeah, and they just don't seem to be back. And they say, oh, he's dead. Well, we gotta be. We gotta leave because we are not safe. Yeah. Like, it seems to be like what our spiritual leader is gone. Like. <laughs> Right. You know. Right. I mean, this guy who, um, I mean, we know he's been there at least as long as Richard has. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they, they really they really should be more shocked, I think, that he's dead. Yeah, that he can even, that the fact that he can even die should be like. Yeah. At least something that they, they didn't even know for a fact could be true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you're right. You know, the the others seem to just be people who were brought to the island, and for the most part, like Jacob doesn't talk; he just talks to Richard, and mm-hmm. and I, I guess you know, they you know they they go along with with what they're told, but you know, I guess you know they were just brought there, so they're not necessarily, you know, not all of them at least fully committed to it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, by the way, they hightailed it out of there. Right. <laughs> and immediately be- begin following the, thing, the guy who killed no, Jacob or yeah, wanted to kill Jacob. I have no idea who that guy is. It's not like right. it's not like it was – it just – yeah, it's in the middle of the circumstances where your leader was mysteriously dead yeah. and someone else has a different plan for you, and you're just not suspicious. You yeah. Know, you're not wondering, okay, can I trust this guy? And like, they knew that the black smoke was going to come to the temple and kill everybody there at sundown. Like, isn't that a little weird, too? Yeah. Like, I, like to me, I would, I mean, I know I'm watching the show, but to me, I would say I would be suspicious that they were they were in control of the black smokes in some way, you know, that they. Yeah. Again, I would I would I would want that question to be raised. Like, you know, how did you know? How do you know the smoke monster was going to be there? And then he yeah. could just say he didn't have to explain how he knew, but he can say, again, I was trying to protect you guys. Right. That's why I wanted you guys to get out of there. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, 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 that that reason could go really far. Right. Know? Right. For, I mean, look for at them, ben, ben, that can uh, work. You know, Ben trying to brainwash. Uh, um, Carl. His name? Carl. Yeah, you know that's that's. I'm trying. He's trying to protect Alex. You know. Right. <laughs> right. So I want to bring up something here. I did not. I did not notice this the first couple times I watched this episode, but I, I want to bring up the go go to film here. Go to a film clip because you're gonna to have to see this to see what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Um, 
But in the scene when uh, at the end when Claire is talking, Claire tries to go rescue. Uh, sorry, Kate tries to go rescue Claire, mm-hmm. and Smokey comes into the room, and oh, Kate yeah. like falls down, and she's talking about the ladder, and Smokey flies above. Yeah. There is one part, there's one shot where you see, it's an upshot where you see Smokey Flash by, go by and Kate is kind of looking. And you hear this sound of like a, I don't know, kind of like a scream, but like not, not really a scream. And then you see this image in Smokey flash up. Like you see this flash of some sort of image. And to me, what I gather from this, it looks like for lack of a better term, it looks like a soul or something is in Smokey that flashes. And if you kind of watch it with that respect, they, it, after that happens, it cuts to Kate and she re, she reacts. Like, like, you know, and to me, I feel like she's seen Smokey before and I feel like she's almost reacting like she's seeing something she hasn't seen. So maybe you can look at that and, and tell me if you, if you I, get what I get out of it. Yeah, I'm having trouble... Running it. It says like oh, it said like three. Let me see. My my computer like hung up on me. Like Um, thirty-seven, right? Like thirty-seven minutes and like twenty-eight seconds, something like that. You see this flash of something that is not in like in any other parts of Smokey, and it correlates, like I said, with the sound cue. And I don't know what they're trying to tell us, or if that was just a design or something, but it, it, it stuck out to me when I saw it this time. Yeah, um, I guess I got different time codes because my 3728 is Alana talking to. Sorry, 38. Oh, no 38. No, no, no. Oh, there goes Kate. Okay, there we go. Yeah, it's just Taking... it's right. It's right. You'll see it. They they didn't they do a close up of her right afterwards. Okay. But if you look at Smokey, you'll see this thing flash. I want to hear it. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think I've seen that before. Yeah, I remember looking at this. Uh, I think what's going on there is that's, like, one of the others that he's, like, carrying along with him. Like, it's he's, like, he's like tr- you know, picked up one of the others in his cloud, and he's sort of, like, fl- you know, flying them <laughs> through the air. Really? Oh, Okay. Interesting. Uh, okay, okay. I, I I never thought of Smokey as someone who would carry them. He always seems to just bash them and leave them on the ground. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but he can sort of pick people up. Uh, he doesn't usually have people in the cloud, but I think that's what that's supposed to be. Hmm, okay. It made me think it was more of like, you know, the fact that he can change in the other people and have their memories and stuff. I thought... It was sort of an image of you know this idea of a person that one of one of the people that he's he's copied or something that that sort of lives in him just in terms of the memories or the whatever. Oh, you know, oh, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I call it a soul, but not really their soul, but just like you know whatever he's absorbed of of these people. A sort um, of yeah, image thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I can because it that. looked you know it didn't look. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's it's weird. But anyway, that that stuck out to me. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember when this episode came on. I remember seeing some screen caps of that of that little thing. And at the time, I came to the conclusion it was the it was one of one of the others. 
Okay. So, I, I mean, I don't know that that's the case, but that's my guess. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> uh, all right. Well, I think that's all I have for Sundown. Okay. Yeah, I think that's all I have for Sundown as well. Oh, wait. There's some more. Okay. So this whole idea of being able to stab Locke and uh, and somehow that kills him or something, uh, again, I just part of me feels like that just shouldn't be true. Um, it seems like if you could, you know, if Jacob could have killed the evil, then that should have been his plan from all along. Yeah. Right? Like if there's a way to get rid of the evil, then you don't need the island. Yes. You just need to kill the evil. Yes. Uh, which seems like, you, you, you know, it's like killing energy or destroying energy or something. It's like, I can't really right. do that. Right. After um, that, the fact that I think, I think he actually was trying to get Saeed killed. Mm-hmm. So. Well, but I mean, I mean, just this idea of, you know, like, again, like when Man in Black tells Richard this story about being, stabbing someone with that special knife before they talk and that sort of kill, like just that idea. I mean, they keep saying that. So I feel like there's some truth to that. Somewhere, even though it's, I don't know what the truth is, but I feel like that they're trying to tell us something. Something is true about that, if, about stabbing them before they talk, does something. But it just seems to me like, in this case, it just can't be that that would have killed him. And it, even if that were, even if it did kill him, what, where would the evil go? Yeah. You know, what would, what would happen to, to the evil that, that's in him or something? So... But yeah, I, I mean, I definitely think that scene was just about him trying to kill Saeed, but the fact that this ritual seems to be based on something, um, it just makes me think of what, you know, what what could it be? Right, yeah. I mean, you know, the first we've seen of it, it was the man in black who came up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and was he right? Like, would that work on Jacob? I mean, I yeah. I I don't even know. I, of course, the one example we have, the only example we're going to get of Jacob being killed, that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So it's a different knife. He did talk. He said a lot, in fact, before he was killed. So uh, there's, you know, based on that, it seems like the story isn't true. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so I don't know what they're doing with that. Really, it's it's a mystery to me. Yeah. Because we, I mean, all the evidence we have is that it doesn't work, but they show it to us twice, and they must, there must be a point. Yeah, exactly. I feel like there's some truth to that idea, even if the details are wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I nice think it's coach. connected to that thing they had Claire say about how you let him talk to you when you're with mm-hmm. him now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it seems like it's related to that. Um, Definitely. But again, I still don't know what they're doing with that. So if, if there's some idea there. I'm assuming they will. You know, by the end of the season, I, I hope we'll we'll have a better idea of what that's about. Because I I do think they've done enough with that over time that they need to pay it off. Yeah. Yeah, I think they have to explain that knife. Like I really wonder, yeah, like same knife. where did where did MIB get that knife? You know, mm-hmm. and how did he come up with the story? Like uh, that's that's very mysterious. Yeah. 
Um, because after that, like I can just say, like we said on the podcast, I think like Richard just told this story to Dogen one night or something, and you know, and so Dogen just repeats it to Saeed, um, and it doesn't necessarily work on MIB. It's really a thing about Jacob, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, the miles, miles to sun. Where's your husband? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, and then, and then Saeed telling Ben, uh, when Ben says, come on, Saeed, there's still time. And Saeed goes, not for me. <laughs> yes. Love that. Top ten. Yes, that was a great, With great moment. Ben backing out, yes. backing up slowly. Slowly, slowly, slowly run. Uh, all right, I guess that's it I got. That's all I got. Oh, and I also really like, and like isn't quite the right word, when a lot of bursts in the door, knock, uh-huh. knocking Miles over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, so great. That whole that whole sequence of uh, the the panic at the temple is just yeah. great. Every 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 scene is just great in that stuff. Yeah. Um, Miles is just a little guy, I guess. We talked before, I think, off podcast about the fact that like Kate knocks him down mm-hmm. when you know in LAX when uh, she after she gets down off the tree and yeah uh, after the explosion and stuff she uh, and she, she runs tackles his ass. It's great. Yeah, she doesn't tag him to the ground. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That's, Miles is just he's just a little. Well, what little can guy. he do? He just gets knocked over by the ladies constantly. <laughs> Yeah, I love it a lot of busted the door, cocked the gun, and she's just, she's just not even concerned that he's on the ground, you know. Yeah. Like, she just looks around and she's like, well, you know, what, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, she just, she's just doing, doing her, doing her mission. Yeah, them bursting in the door was also just crazy out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, Ben, they cut that shot of Ben oh, yes, saying he's going to yes. Saeed. It's he's so, so weird. He's so not there. It's like, he's so not there. It's yeah. like, you guys Dude. shot that on like another day or something. Yeah, that was, that was a pickup shot. Like, yeah, they were like, you know what? We didn't really have a get a shot establishing Ben in here. Yeah, you know, coming in and and yeah, cut the you know cut the Ben and it's just like, <laughs> what? Where is Ben coming from? I'll get him. Yeah, it's like there's no direction where he could be. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I just yeah, that's that. <laughs> And I think the fact that, you know, the whole thing with Saeed and Ben at the end, um, I think it, it has extra special meaning considering what Ben put Saeed through. Yes. In season four. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Ben and Saeed have a very, very amazing history together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Starting with Saeed shoots Ben as a kid and uh, – <laughs> And then Saeed is the one who originally, you know, gets uh, Henry Gale and mm-hmm. interrogates him. And, what was the uh, line? He says, if I ever work for Benjamin Linus, shoot me. Or what was that I, line I would have sold my soul. Yeah, that's what it is. I would have sold my soul. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the the day I start trusting him or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Uh, and then that that thing, when he asks Alana, she's working for Ben, which I think we can say now is not true. 
Um, wow, yeah, totally not true. In case that's still a mystery anyone was thinking about. Why would anyone work for a man like that? I did. I did. <laughs> not a reason, but uh, thanks for the info. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, you know, and I also just have to say, like, I think Ben, you know, Ben was a big catalyst. Even though he played into Man in Black's hand, he also was a big catalyst for getting, you know, some of the other key people on the plane. Like, he, mm-hmm. you know, he was definitely a big thing with Jack. He he hired the lawyer, and that, mm-hmm. that helped Kate along. And he, he also used the lawyer to get Hurley out of jail. Yeah. And, you know, he got Saeed to L.A., even though Saeed didn't trust him, you know. So, I mean, I just think Ben was a lot better at getting them to come back than Locke was. Yeah. Like, he, he just, he was so much well, more effective. he didn't go around and ask them to come back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's know? a good point. Yeah, and, yeah. and like, Ben was willing to do stuff. Like, also, son, like, you know, mm-hmm. Ben was willing to do stuff that Locke wasn't willing to, and also not even able to do. Like, Ben had a yeah. network. Ben had resources. Yeah. You know, so, it just I just feel like Ben was a really, was the guy for that job. Yeah. And uh, and Locke just, <laughs> just had nothing. Come back to the aisle with me. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks, crazy man. You sound like a crazy man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. So yeah, anyway, uh, neither here nor there with this episode, but uh, but that 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 Ben and Said scene definitely is sort of a a culmination. Like Ben Ben really corrupted Said and. And mm-hmm. somehow this is like, a, you know, a, an apotheosis of that. Yeah, yeah, he's seen the consequences of that. Yeah. Oh, Dr. Linus. And we still don't know what happened with Nadia and Widmore's people that he was having Saeed kill. Mm-hmm. And all that stuff is still really... Yeah, he, he was protecting the, the Oceanic Six, right? <laughs> I guess. Or he, no, he was protecting the people on the island. Right? Like, I don't know what he was doing. He he killed a lot of people and you know, we're not we're not really sure why. Yeah, who were the people and yeah, Here's another what was question. The point? You know, Alana Alana tells uh tells Saeed, you know, she's taking him to Guam because of because he you know, on behalf of the Avellino family. Right. Mm-hmm. But she's really doing this because Jacob told her. Right. So that means Jacob knows about him killing the Avellino guy? I guess. That's a logical inference. Yeah. Yeah, Jacob. Jacob knows. I don't know why, but he knows. Mm-hmm. Maybe he saw it in the lighthouse. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, you ready for Doctor Linus? Yes. All right. Episode seven, Doctor Linus. Everyone knows what this episode was about. That's your episode description. That's my recap. <laughs> Everyone knows, right? So the Flash sideways stuff, you know, been uh, trying to help Alex get into Yale, the only school that ever mattered. Um, yes. Apparently. Yes. And uh, trying to make a play for principal with the help of Locke a little bit. And um, and then on the... Um, on the island, what's going on, on the island? This is when uh, when uh, Richard has his crisis. He wants to kill himself. 
yeah. and goes to the Black Rock. And for the first time there. since he arrived there. Yeah, he never went to the Black Rock ever. And I, it's like part of me wants to believe that. You know, I guess I would never want to go back there. But mm-hmm. uh, but it just seems like it just seems strange. Yeah. Yeah. What was that one line he says? Like at some point he tells someone like, you know, you know, he tells them that he's he's been around longer than they can possibly imagine. Yeah. Like, only like 150 years or yeah. something like that. It's My like, whole life longer than you can possibly imagine. Yeah. Just like, it's 130 bad. years is longer than I can imagine? Yeah, it's not really that much, <laughs> you know. I think most people can imagine living to 100. So it's yeah. like, you know, it's only 30 years after that, man. Yeah. If he told us, like, thousands or something, maybe I could yeah. start buying longer than I can imagine. Yeah. But when you're talking about a range that people, I don't think anyone's lived quite that long, but people have gotten in the neighborhood. Pretty like, close. It's, it's not, it's just not, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not that crazy. It's like people should be living that long here in, you know, 20 years or so or something. Hey, you, you know, know what? I'll give him the benefit of the doubt, and I'll say, I'll say this which is giving him so much benefit of the doubt, which is that the life expectancy in his time uh, being, you know, being, uh, the, uh, you know, the part of the area he was from or something and in his time period was probably, yeah. you know, not that long. So yeah, maybe, That's a good point. so he, he's probably lived for, you know, three and a half or four times longer than, uh, than his life expectancy at that or something, you know, something like that. Yeah. Like, Three to four times as long as the life expectancy that he would have had. That's true. Not that, not that people today would have. You know, right. Uh, but that's you know, like I said, giving him a, a lot, lot of leeway. Yeah, because I think he knows. I mean, we've seen him in the outside yeah. world. I think he knows people live longer than that now. But yeah, he does. But yes, uh, that's 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 a sort of reasonable answer, I think. Yeah, that's the best I can do for that. Yeah. Um, it works. Yeah, what else is going on on the, on oh, the island? Uh, minor thing on that. Oh, did you finish your recap? Uh, well, I was trying to figure out what else was going on on the island. Um, a lot oh, of yeah, yeah. Ben to dig his grave. A lot of, yeah, it makes Ben dig his own grave. And then we get the great scene with uh, with Ben and Alana. I'll have you. Oh, man. <laughs> so good. Yes. Yes, that the Ben and Alana scene is one of my top ten for this season. Definitely, definitely top ten. So, so great. Everyone yeah. in purple. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> is Ben in purple? In that um, No, you know, I think his shirt is. It's. It, I think it's got a purple. It's like stripes. And oh, I think some okay. of the stripes look purple, but right. I, it's not obviously purple. Uh, oh, and Alana's not even wearing her purple shirt yet. She's wearing that red shirt. Well, no, she's got – well, I consider what she's wearing purplish because her vest is like a blue-purple, and her and her top, her, like, blouse is, like, a reddish-purple. Oh, okay. So I, I still consider that purple. Okay. It's in the purple family, but it's, you know, it's not – it's not uh, exactly purple. Okay, okay. Yeah, because she actually she changes into a totally hardcore regular purple shirt pretty yeah. soon after this. Yeah, totally. This is this is her like uniform for for most of the show mm-hmm. until like very close to her death. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Anyway. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's weird she's wearing the vest so much, and and in the you know, of course, in the uh, and the flash sideways when she's a lawyer, she's wearing that suit, and I feel like that's you know her 
her her her fashion sense is similar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I could see that. That makes sense. Yeah, it was it was it was weird seeing her in that. A lot of was great. Uh, uh, Zulanka Robinson, man, I will watch yes. anything she's in after this. Yes. Yeah. Uh, she was just fantastic from beginning to end. Totally agree. She will be. She's right up there. Probably even a little above Dogen as far as like background mm-hmm. characters. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd say a little above for 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 this show. Uh, she she you know because she was in season five too. Um, mm-hmm. So she got she got more and uh, we got to know her more. But still, yeah, absolutely, very good. Because uh, uh, really, I mean. You know, Michael Emerson is, of course, uh, fantastic in that scene at the end, but, you know, she's she's doing a lot of the work as well of making mm-hmm. that scene work. Like, it wouldn't be as good if if she weren't doing her half of it. Yeah, totally. You know, she has very short lines, but she does a lot with them. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just little, just why? And it's just you like know, one I, word. Part of me thinks the action she's doing really helps. Yeah, you know, I feel like I feel like it, it. I don't know. It gives her this extra weight to what she's saying somehow. Um, yeah. Oh, the accent. Yeah. The accent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I I see that. It, it does see. I didn't. You know, I didn't even really realize that she was doing an accent until. It's yeah, it is until we heard her in the in the mm-hmm. uh, most recent episode, and it was like, holy shit! That's that's. That's an American accent. Yeah. And it didn't sound like Alana. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wow, she doesn't normally sound like that, so she must be doing an accent. Mm-hmm. That was, that was really shocking. But, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, a, it's a weird thing. It's not, it's not like dinner table. No, no. It's, it's, a, it's supposed to be like a Russian accent or something, but it's yeah. just a little bit. It's just a little bit. And, honestly, most of it just seems like, She's emphasize. She's just enunciating a lot of things really specifically. Like when you listen to how she talks, like yeah, it seems like a lot of it just comes from how she enunciates things more than, you know, sort of an accent she's putting on the words. Yeah. Um. But what something that stood out to me in the scene when when she um, spoiler alert in the scene where she explodes. Um, what? <laughs> what? If you if you listen to that scene. I to it, and it seems like she's not doing her accent anymore. And, I, and it, again, like we're saying, it is a subtle accent anyway. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to that scene where she's explaining, you know, every, you know, the whole, you know, the, everything she's saying up until the point where she dies, it's like I don't really have an accent at all anymore. Mm-hmm. It seems like she it seems like she drops it. Mm-hmm. But okay. uh, yeah, anyway. Um, and I didn't know if maybe, you know, maybe maybe the reason for that was because, you know, she filmed the Flash Sideways stuff around that time mm-hmm. or, you know, she got out of doing that or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe she had some kind of Saeed problem where it just kind of drifted away. Yeah, just kind of, yeah. I just, I did not really hear accent at all, you know. Yeah. I didn't really, I didn't really notice in the way I did in the Flash Sideways. Mm-hmm. So I feel like she's still doing something, but maybe she's doing less than she normally does. Yeah, you have to listen to it. You Listen to it and see if, you, if she sounds like what you what she used to sound like. And to me, it's, she sounds more like she's not really doing an accent. Okay. But anyway, it's subtle to begin with. So, yeah. Um, 
But all right, so what do you have for this episode? Yeah, I, I, I'm just, I, I had a realization that I'm just a sucker for behind-the-scenes school drama. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's something I just find inherently compelling. Interesting. Because I just, yeah, I, I like, I'm totally on board with, like, you know, the, the the teachers and the faculty lounge and, you know, the principal wants them to do this and he finds out some information about what they did. And, you know, I, I, that, I just, I just, I just like those kinds of stories. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch Boston Public? No. Oh, I, well, it's about teachers. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was a hospital show. No, no, it's about teachers. Maybe I'm thinking of Boston about Legal, although that's not Boston Legal. Not about a hospital is it, either. Is it Boston Public? No, that sounds wrong. I've never heard of what you're talking that. about, so I don't know. There was some. There was some school show. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's Boston Public, but that sounds like I'm just ripping off a of Boston Legal. Right, that's why I was surprised there was a Boston Public. Yeah, no, Boston Public, here it is. Oh. 2000, David E. Kelly. Yeah, I I never watched it, but I remembered it because uh, Jerry Ryan, who, you know, played Seven of Nine in Voyager, she she went to that show after Voyager was over. Oh. So it always stuck in my head. But I never watched it. But it is about, um, it is about uh, you know, faculty members and, and drama. It's supposed to be pretty good. Like all I the see that. Going on. Oh, wow. So if you're, if you're interested in uh, <laughs> school drama, there it is. I might have a show that I need to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I've, I don't think I've ever heard of this show. I, I've heard of Boston Legal. I don't remember hearing of Boston Public. It was on Fox. Yeah, I guess this came on during a period of time where I wasn't watching TV, so yeah. I just I just missed the boat. All right, show to check out. There it is. But yeah, um, I just this one again, much like Jacks. I think I think this flash sideways, maybe even more so. Like the the way it illustrated the point it wanted to make about Ben was just just really good. Yeah, I I just. I I really love the the idea of this story and what it represents for him on the island, you know. Um, yeah, and, yeah. What? Um, oh, were you done? Pretty much. Oh, sorry. I, I was just going to say, you know, I, I definitely I agree with you and I like that stuff. I just kind of, I just feel like the the little things bother me, like, you know, just the, the little the little things of, of, you know, why Yale and, you know, the, the, the reason, you know, the idea that, you know, if, if Ben was principal, like he couldn't have saved her, her Yale recommendation by, by not only being principal and giving her a good recommendation and being her teacher and giving her a good recommendation, but by saying, Hey, this principal, this former principal Reynolds, who was, you know, who was trumped on, you know, who was kicked out for misconduct. Like, I just feel like some of the details about what, about, you know, the choice has been made. I don't really like because I feel like the details don't really support that. But the larger point that they're making about his character and the choice, and he doesn't even question, he doesn't even, see, that's the thing. I guess that's, the, that's what they're saying is he doesn't risk Alex's career, her future career, for his own personal gain, even if he could have got both. 
he doesn't even try to risk it. Yes. Whereas on the island, of course, he does risk it. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the, like I said, the, huh? Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, the big, the big picture really does work. But it's some of the little things that don't work for me that well. And some of the some of the scenes, you know, Alex and you know, Alex and Ben studying and some of the scenes I, I just like, okay, I want to skip this. There's there's not a lot here, you know, once you've seen them three or four times. Mm-hmm. But uh but yeah, in, in in general it does work well. Yeah. Yeah. Um uh Yeah, I still enjoy that stuff. Even you know, you bring the coffee and 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 isn't that totally gross? And he's like, totally. I just, I, I, I enjoy those scenes. I, I think I agree um, with what you're saying as far as the details not really adding up. Um, uh, but uh, what I was going to say about the island thing is, um, you know, he did try to save her. His way of trying to save her was, was saying, you know, I don't care about her, so using her as a hostage isn't going to work. Mm-hmm. Just trying to be practical with Kimi. Well, he right? definitely tried to save her, but he but he risked her life. Yes, but he risked her life. That's what I was saying. Like yeah, that, it, yeah. that it sort of works. Like because he did, he did try to have it all basically. Yeah, exactly. And this way, he was he instead of trying to have it all, trying to have both outcomes, he was like, I'd rather just Alex be a hundred percent secure than the risk that you know I be secure and I could help her, but. Right. It may not work out that way. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think I think it just it hits that uh it hits that point nicely and uh uh you know. Since I'm just inherently sort of interested in this kind of story, putting Ben mm-hmm. in this story who is such a good character just uh really hit really hit the nail on the head, as they say. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I that. as far as like the flash sideways goes, you know, I think this one, this one was the most, you know, the most successful at sort of pulling together, like the idea of the character paralleling it with the original story and, mm-hmm. you know, what they have going on on the Island at the same time, like Ben. And, uh, with, uh, you know, European history with Napoleon, right? And with European history. <laughs> yes. There's a lot going on, exactly. It's and so I just it's the all, the only thing I can say about it that maybe I don't like is that it's not it's kind of a self-contained thing, you know. It doesn't mm-hmm. really fit into the overall story very much. Yeah. You know, it's really just a little, you know, a little mini movie about Ben. Yeah. That you could kind of put, you know, you could put as a as a side story or something. Um, still, still confused about why Locke was able to snap that ankle thing off of him. Oh there. man, oh man! I rewatched it again. I'm like, what did you do? And he puts his little finger, and it just opens. And I'm just like, you shouldn't do. You shouldn't know. Yeah. Why didn't I just? Thought, who, why don't they? Why didn't he just produce a wrench? Right. You know, obviously Alana was over there, but I mean, it just seems like. That would still be sort of like, well, how did he know, you know? Right. Uh, but yeah, he just he just uses that power, which he hasn't used since. Right. <laughs> Seems like that would come in handy. With yeah, like things. I want to see him snap his fingers and knock over the pylons. For yeah, example. or like when yeah when um, when Zoe comes in and she says, you know, show them what we're capable yeah. of. Yeah. 
and they blow up the thing, he should be like, let me show you what I'm capable yeah. of. And he, like, you know, makes your glasses fly off her face or, you know, <laughs> you know yeah. whatever, you know, whatever thing he can do with his pieces, you know, like. Oh, again with Zoe, I tell you, she is so much more interesting without the glasses. <laughs> I just, it just, every time she's got the glasses on, I'm like, I don't like you. You look, she just looks fake somehow. You know, she just looks phony. Yeah, I glasses. agree. It's like those, those glasses seem like prop glasses. Yeah, they just seem like props. Yeah. They they don't suit her very well. It just seems no. like, it, I don't know. It seems like they should have picked a different pair that looks like she actually wears those. Yeah. Instead of it being a costume. I, I mean, yeah, I think they wanted to make her you know, sort of nerdy or geeky or scientist-looking, yeah. but you don't need glasses for that, you know. No. Dan didn't no. wear glasses. Or at least, like, give her a less re- silly-looking pair of glasses. Yeah. You know, because I think she could probably pull off some pair of glasses. Mm-hmm. Just those, those are bad. I don't, I don't like looking at them. <sighs> and people in the audience who have those glasses are going to return them right now. <laughs> But I wear those glasses. Well, sorry. <sighs> I think I think um, I kind of like. I still kind of like the Richard and Jack scene, um, but I do think I, I do think that it that it's it's kind of overshadowed by other stuff that they do later. Yeah, you know that scene didn't have the same impact to me. You know, when I watched it this time, it was, yeah. you know, um, I don't know why. It, it, I, I don't know why. It just, it was like, it still was a good scene, but it uh, didn't have the yeah. impact. I mean, at the time, we still didn't know Richard's backstory. Um, mm-hmm. And I think it was just more exciting um, to jump into this situation. I mean, they're, they're sort of telling us a little bit about Richard. I, I like it from Jack's point of view, but again, he's sort of done stuff like this in other scenes, and so mm-hmm. it, it doesn't sort of push that, you know, character any further than who's already gone. Really, I mean, it sort of does, I guess, because it's dynamite. But yeah, I, I, I agree that 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 scene didn't age as well for me. Yeah, it's it's not bad. It it didn't turn bad or anything. It's just. Uh, it, it sits weird because, you know, the rest of the episode is the Ben Mini movie. Mm-hmm. And then there's just that thing in the middle. Oh, um, I had a thing about this. When Richard comes out and meets uh, uh, Locke and, sorry, uh, Hurley and Jack, and, he's, and they say, where were you? And he says, you wouldn't believe me if I told mm-hmm, you. Mm-hmm. I think I know, I think what he means is he was with Locke. Like Locke, when Locke had put him up in the tree and all that. And yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. But but I, what did we think it was before? I remember I had a. What, I think I thought it was the temple. Because he has to know about the temple because he tells them like. He, he, he did go to the temple as well. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I feel like that should be part of it too. Yeah. But you're saying Locke just in terms of when Locke was talking to him. Yeah, basically just because Locke is dead and he's the smoke monster, like mm. that's that's why the, that's why he said like that's the more outlandish thing than I was at the temple where you've already been and what's the big deal? Well, everyone's dead there. <laughs> yeah, okay, but like I wouldn't believe you that you were at the temple. Like I don't know. Well, come on, 
You longer than you can possibly imagine. <laughs> I mean, Richard is known for hyperbole, right? Okay, okay. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I just want to throw out Locke as a possible. That's a good one. No, that, that's valid. I'm trying to think, though. Locke, but uh, I hate these questions. Does Richard know Locke is a smoke monster at that point? Yeah. How does he know that? Because he knows that he knows that Locke is MIB because he oh, said, that's right. he knows good to see MIB. you out of those chains, and that, MIB yeah. told him he was a smoke monster. So. Okay, that's right. Yeah. And Richard was weird in that scene anyway. Because cause Hurley's like, no, the temple's this way. Jack's like, no, it's this way. And Richard's like, you both wrong, it's this way. <laughs> and he, but Richard's just like lying. Yeah. You know? I love that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wonder I wonder if any of them, I wonder if they were, I guess Jack's supposed to be right. In I think case. Jack was right. I think he, he, you know, they're all good enough to, to, to track themselves on the island and be able to, like, yeah. you know, they, I think they have their bearings down really well. I guess Hurley's trying to keep Hurley's Jack away call. from the temple. Exactly. Stalling, and Richard's going to lead him to the Black Rock. Yeah. So, yeah, Jack's probably right then. Yeah, Jack should be right. This is weird. They're all, like, doing their own thing for their own mm-hmm. reason. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, yeah. I don't know why Hurley couldn't just tell Jack. Like, you know, he was a little vague about it. Like, Jacob said there was someone, someone bad going to the temple. We should stay away from there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he seems to be happy telling Jack other things Jacob says. Yeah, exactly. And he didn't seem to want to. Um... Yeah, yeah, yeah like, like, he kind of hinted at it. Like, well, he did more than hint at it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, he said it. He outright said it. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. That's Hurley being Hurley. So here's guess. a question that you might not have an answer for, but it'll be fun to speculate. Okay. Why hasn't Ben left the island already? Why hasn't he just gone to the orchid and turned the donkey wheel and gotten off the island? Um... Um... Why Why would he want to do that? Well, so he could save himself and escape. But, I mean, he tells Miles, you know, he can get off. He has a way off the island. I figured that's the only way he has off the island. Oh. Surefire way yeah. that he has. Yeah, okay. So I feel like that's what he was talking about, yet he hasn't actually done it. That's true. That's true. And And obviously this isn't the same Ben, you know, this isn't, you know, this is, this, this is post-Alex being killed Ben, so he's a right. little less self uh, self-centered, true. but but uh, you know, it just seems like if he was really worried about, uh, if he didn't really care what was going on and was worried about his own life, he would have just hightailed it to the to the orchid. Yes, yes, yes. I can see that. Um, yeah, I mean, he basically he really didn't try that. He sort of just went along with Alana's group. Um, mm-hmm. He tried to, you know, he tried to just lie about the fact that he killed Jacob. Um, but, uh, you know, once that was exposed, you know, he had the chance to leave and go with Locke. I guess that's another way to try to leave the island. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, doesn't want to do that. Um, so, and he goes with Richard, who is planning to go blow up the plane. So I get the sense he's going to try to, he's going to try to stop MIB from leaving the island. But if he's going to do anything like going to the Orchid, I think he'll do it now that he's with that smaller group. It, it seems like he's invested in in in, uh, in Jacob's plan, even though he just killed Jacob. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's what scares me. It seems like his guilt for killing Jacob is now making him want to do this. Thing. Yes, 
I think you're right. I think you're right. It's it's like he's he's even more committed to Jacob now that he killed him. Yeah, and really the answer of why Ben hasn't gone to the Yorkit and turned the wheel is because, well, then he'd get off the island, and they don't right. want him off the island. Of course, you know. of course, yeah. Uh, but it just dawned on me when he told Miles, like, I can get you that money, I can get off the island. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can. Why are you still here then? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. I guess that's it. I mean, he'd just go to Tunisia. Mm-hmm. But I do think it's kind of a desperation move. Yeah. Just so he can avoid getting, you know, murdered. Yeah, totally. So um, I wrote down, what stops Jack and Richard from dying? Well, uh... Especially considering that Jacob is dead. Right. Right. The island, I guess. The island. The island's not done with Jack. So, or, or Richard, seemingly. Okay, well, that's a good answer. It doesn't mean anything, but it's it's what the show would tell us. So <laughs> I know it's that's good. exactly. Um, yeah, so I, mean, I do you think agree? there's a sense that the island, you know, the island itself has some kind of stake in this. Yeah. Um, you know, beyond Jacob and Man in Black, so. You know, uh, it seems to me like the same kind of thing that was happening with Michael when he was trying to kill himself. Mm-hmm. You know, um, which I agree. It seems like that should be connected so, to Jacob or something. But yeah, because I was gonna say, would you would you agree that all of the candidates who've been touched by Jacob can't kill themselves, or is it, or do you think it's more of who the island isn't done with can't kill themselves? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, or is it, or is it kind of both? I mean, if Jacob touches you, then then the island is gonna want. Then you. the island's not done with you, because yeah, he wouldn't touch you if it. Yeah, I, that seems like the right kind of answer. It's tricky though, because I really have I know so little about what it, what all that means. Yeah. Well, this is only last season. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Why would we know anything? Why would at we? this point? Episode episode 14 of season 6. Yeah. You know, the last season of Star Trek Next Generation, we had no idea what they were doing, right? We didn't know what... What's the mission of this ship? I don't understand. (laughs) I don't get it. What is the Enterprise supposed to do? (laughs) What does the card want? I don't get it. Yeah, I mean, there's rules. um, And the candidates... They are protected from being killed, seemingly. Um, but maybe it is true that they can't kill themselves. Mm-hmm. But then stirring in the island just makes things muddy. I, I, ooh, that's tough. Yeah, we'll f- we'll find out. Maybe sort of. All right. Hopefully, <laughs> but I, I don't have an answer. I, I can't. I just have no idea. So okay, here's another little small conundrum. So I think we worked out before, but when Locke when Locke comes to Ben when he's digging his grave and he he he, mm-hmm. he releases him from the little chain. Yeah. What is he trying to do? There's three options here. <laughs> oh God, here we go. <laughs> so basically, the setup is Locke releases Ben. He tells him, "Hey, come with me. I want you to go to the Hydra Island. That's where we're." He tells him that's where we're going to be, even though yeah. his group is not there. True. He says that's where we're going to be. 
Yeah. And he says, don't worry about Alana. Run to the jungle. There's a rifle there. You can get the jump on her. Don't hesitate because she won't. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, kill her. Okay. So is he trying to kill Ben, A, kill Ben, mm-hmm. you know, by virtue of making, putting, you know, making him draw a gun against Alana and Alana shooting him? Mm-hmm. B, even though she was about to kill him anyway, it looks like. Mm-hmm. B, is <laughs> right. he trying to... B is he trying to kill Alana? In fact, in a way, she she sort of saves his life. He sorry, he sort of saves his life by you know giving Ben the opportunity to to yeah, have Alana at gunpoint while he can explain himself. Exactly, yeah. Because she wasn't so, listening to him, you know, earlier in the episode. Yeah, because he was talking. Because he was talking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so A kill Ben, B kill Alana. Or C, did he just want him to go to the Hydra Island and do recon like Sawyer eventually does? <laughs> Those are your three choices. Oh. Or you can or D, none of the above. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Answer not listed. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say. Let's see. Yeah. I'm. Hmm. I'm gonna give yeah, sort of maybe a maybe an E like some of the above. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a cop out. <laughs> I think I think that my my best guess would be that I can think of right now would be that he was he was that he didn't know about um, he didn't know about Widmore being over there and. I'm going to assume that he's actually, you know, he, he is planning to go to Hydra. I mean, they, they, they really are going to do that, seemingly. Mm-hmm. You know, he was, mm-hmm. I mean, that was the whole point with the boat, you know, to get them over there. Um, and uh, the fact that Winmore's over there just kind of, you know, made it more problematic to go over there, uh, more trouble. Yeah. But, but I'm going to say that he, you know, he really was just planning to be over there by the time Ben got there. Okay. And and you well, know but, it just turned okay. out that Widmore was over there, and so and so if Ben had actually gone there, that wouldn't have worked. Well, but here's the thing to remember though is that yes, uh, Locke didn't necessarily know Widmore was over there, but that's not why he sent Sawyer. He sent Sawyer to go make sure, uh, you know, at least what he tells Sawyer is check the Ajira crew and make sure no one, because he knew those people were there. So he was saying make sure none of the Ajira passengers hadn't, you know, were were against us. So that was the original reason why he was sent over there. Right. Although, I mean, he tells Sawyer that's not why he sent him over there. Yeah, that, that is what he says later. So <laughs> so I conclude that he sent Sawyer over there. I mean, it's really stupid. Like, I don't even know why he lied. Because I don't think he knew about Whitmore. But I conclude that he sent Sawyer over there just just to do general recon on what was going on over there, just to see what was up, you know. Yeah, which I think you you know, I I think he would do anyway, right? Like Yeah. He's worried about his escape plan, so he wants to make sure no one's there with uh with any yeah. pylons. <laughs> right. You right. Know, which there are, so Right. So maybe I mean obviously like he would care about 
the pa- like if the passengers are over there, I mean, I don't see why, you know. I mean, they were on the plane. They, I don't see why they can't just hop on the plane with him, you know. Well, I think he was, uh, to me, he was saying, he. I think he was worried about more of Bram's crew, Bram and Alana's crew yeah. being alive over there. Yeah. And uh, and I think I think that's the, you know, ostensibly what he was trying to get across, even though later he's like, yeah, that's not it. Right. Yeah, um, but what, it, uh, what is it? I really don't know. Like, is, so back to the question, do you think Locke was trying to A, kill Ben? So, so you're leaning on, you think he did want him to go to Hydra. Yeah. And I think, but, I think he, he, he wouldn't have minded if Ben killed Alana. I think that'd be a bonus. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, he did leave the gun there. Yeah. So, so killing Alana was definitely something he wanted, but you don't think it was he wanted to kill Ben? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I, I don't think he really realizes where Ben is at. You know, especially because he offers Ben the, you know, the very thing that he's ready to reject. Which is what? Which is like, you know, being the, being in charge of the island. Well, wouldn't that be the thing Ben would want? Well, the whole point is that, at least the point I get from the episode is him being, him, uh, you know, the point they make in the Flash Sideways is him choosing the island slash Jacob, you know, uh, which is to say the principal position over Alex. And, you know, he chooses not to do that. Yeah. So I think, I think if you parallel that with what's going on on the island, he, he chose, you know, he chose that leadership of the island, which was for just being the leader of the others, over Alex. And I think he's in a position now where he, he would not, you know, he would not want that, you know, want that oh, position I, I totally, anymore. I, I agree with you, but I feel like what's weird about this is, there's a couple weird things about what he what he tells Ben is that well he tells Ben someone's gonna need to be in charge I can't think of a better person and Ben doesn't he doesn't say I don't want that uh, but nevertheless to me what's another thing that's weird about that is Locke doesn't want anyone behind on the island right I don't think anyone staying behind is an option for him you know um, so right. I, feel like I don't understand why anyway. he cares about that but. But it does seem like that's the case. Yeah, I just feel like he doesn't want anyone there. I feel like he doesn't want to take chances on who who could take over for Jacob or who could do anything. You, you know? know, I think Ben. You know, Ben's on the, Ben's digging his own grave. He's on the verge of being murdered. I think he sees a way out, and he's not going to say, "I don't want that." He's being offered something, and he's going to go along with it. Mm-hmm. You know. But 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 I thought you were saying he doesn't want it. I, I don't think he wants it, but I think he'll take it over over being shot and and buried right there. Oh yeah 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 totally. <laughs> you know I mean uh, what I'm saying not not that he doesn't want it that badly you know I mean mm-hmm. he'll he'll take he'll take that over death but yeah. you know I'm saying that's not that's not his goal anymore being the being the leader of the island. Okay yeah I'll buy that. That's that's what I was trying to say. Um, but yeah, I you know, like, basically Ryan, my though. point is if Smokey had said, you can have Alex back, I feel like that's more what he would want to hear. Oh, I agree with that. Well, it's as big as a mistake. Yeah. So I definitely agree with that. I just feel like Locke was lying anyway, though. 
I do too. I just, yeah, I just don't think he he would let anyone stay on the island. I uh, feel like I was lying. At the same time, I don't know what he. I. Yeah, I don't have a good story for what he wanted Ben to do because I'm saying he genuinely wanted to meet him on Hydra. You know, so then he goes over there, and then what? And why does someone need to stay? Like, that just contradicts what he says to Sawyer. Which exactly. It's just an island. It doesn't need anyone. Yeah, to, exactly. To and be in charge. He has to be lying about that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just it's just odd. Maybe he is trying to kill Ben. I don't even know why, though. Because it's, it's, Alana's about to kill Ben herself. It's, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's very strange. But maybe I, he was like, maybe he was like, I don't want to give Ben the opportunity to talk himself out of Alana killing him or something. Yeah. Even though that's exactly what he gives him. That's totally what he gives him, yeah. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Locke hasn't seen Ben since, so I'm curious if next time they see each other, if he says um, if he says something about that or if mm-hmm. he just makes a comment about, so I guess you put a bullet in Alana, huh, or... Mm-hmm. You know, or whatever the outcome, or whatever he's been, they eventually tells him or something. Yeah. 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 All right. I, I think I think that will come to something, you know. I mean, everything's converging on the Hydra, so. Yeah. I, hopefully we'll we'll see, and, and maybe, maybe we'll understand. I mean, I'm, when this episode came on, we had no idea what was going on on the Hydra. No. And we, I actually thought he was there when he originally said this. So now that we know what the story is, it doesn't make sense. So here's a question that I never thought of before. Is it possible in the Flash Sideways that the main island is sunk, but the Hydra Island isn't? Oh, dear. <laughs> I guess it's possible. <laughs> sure. I'm just wondering if, uh, if, 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 that Hydra, if the Hydra Island is still there. It's possible. I mean, they didn't show it or anything, but they the yeah. stuff they showed was all from the main island. So yeah, you know, um, I mean, it's far enough away. Yeah, I mean, you know, the island sinking shouldn't necessarily sink the Hydra Island. So. True, true. Yeah, no, you got a point. So you th- you think they could like somehow go there or something? Yeah, like, that's what I'm wondering. If somehow they could they could you know that they could get there or I yeah. Know. I find it really curious how much Hydra Island there is in this season. Right? It's just weird. I guess There's because, like, to me, the sh- I guess it's a good home base for Widmore. Like, it gives him, like, a secure location. Um, mm-hmm. But it, just because, like, the show is about the island, it just seems weird to spend so much time on this, like, auxiliary island. Yeah. Well, but they're connected, right? I mean... Whatever the island is, it should encompass the Hydra, too. I guess. But still, I feel like it's the main island that's sort of the more special place. Yeah, it is. And I just feel like I'd expect more of the action to be on the main island. Like, I just can't imagine the show ending in the Hydra island. Yeah. Well, that's what kind of made me think of that. When you said, like, they're all converging on the Hydra, it made me think, like, they, they might be all on the Hydra and then, you know, then the main island explodes or something. Oh, I see. You know. Yeah. Well, that would be crazy. <laughs> God. Why did the main island explode from the... Wow. Wow. You call that crazy. 
Yeah, I know. We've seen crazy things, crazier things probably, but still. No, that'd be all. I, something's got to happen with Spectacular. that. Spectacular. I, mean, I mean, when they're done with things, they blow it up. Totally. If they're not done with the island at the end of the series, you know, I don't know when they're going to be done with it. That's true. That's true. I, I, I'd be interesting if they if – they, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something catastrophic happen to the island at the end. I I think that's pretty plausible. Yeah. Yeah. I could see the island making it too, but it's it's a very real possibility. Mhm. They want to go out with a bang, I'm sure. They do. I think there will be explosions. Mhm. I can almost guarantee that. All right. Anything else with this episode? I think that's it for me. I'll have you. <laughs> I love that. It was really good. And it was so much better than, because I think originally I thought she should say we'll have you, mm-hmm. but I think it is a lot better if she says I'll have you. Yeah. Yeah. And I just I just like the whole it's thing of being just like, Ben's just like, I just want to leave. Just let me go. Yeah. Like, well, we're going to go. I'll just go a lock. And it's like, why? You know, why would you go with him? You know, and I love that, that she cares to ask. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's another one of those, like, one-word lines where she gives it a lot. Yeah, she gives it a lot. Why? Why? It's really, like, it's a deep why. Because mm-hmm. it's like. It's a very. Very questioning why. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's only two camps on the, like, I, I mean, it's either that or I go live by myself somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I just, I don't know. You don't have me. Yeah. Got a voice like a slide whistle. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he does. It just like quivers. It's just crazy when he gets in those. Yeah. Yes. That's his sincere voice. That is, yeah. That's his. I'm, I can barely say what I'm saying. Yeah. Hold back the tears. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's shocking when he gets like that. My name is Henry Gale. That's where it all began. <laughs> it is. Oh man. <laughs> All right, so you want to go to recon? And trying to run away, and then, like, Rissa shoots him with an arrow. And oh, man. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> he will lie. <laughs> For a long time, he will lie. And just when you think he told his last lie, he will lie again. And I love, uh, uh, oh, I'm done lying. Oh, I'm done lying. That Yeah, that's... <sighs> Season oh, 2, man. episode 17 or something. <laughs> I've done lying was one of his biggest lies ever. <laughs> Can't oh, believe they had him say that. That's that's so great. Yeah, yeah. All right, so recon. Yes. Let's call uh, this it. Is turning, this is turning into a six-hour podcast. Is it? Yeah. Well. Yeah. I guess there's a lot to say. It's been a long season. Yeah. All right, so recon, of course, uh, you know, LaFleur part two. Um, 
Sawyer in the flash sideways being the cop. Um, you know, it starts with him doing the uh, the pigeon drop con. Yes. And uh, we find that he is a LAPD officer working with uh, Miles, their partners. Well, what? Uh, what? Oh, that's another. <laughs> that's another great. That's so good. Uh, what? <laughs> just because if it, if the code word was like apple, you know, it just mm-hmm. wouldn't work, you know. Yeah. But somehow it's just this this word that you don't expect to hear him say. Yeah. You know, as, as you know, she doesn't expect him to hear him say that, and it's just like, well, what? <laughs> yeah. Um. So we see Sawyer trying to track down Anthony Cooper. You know, we find out that he went to Australia to follow a lead. And the lead led him to the name Anthony Cooper, um, but but I guess pretty much we can we can rule out the, any idea that he actually you know tried to kill anyone or roughed up anyone down in Australia. Yeah. Um, as we saw with the original timeline of him killing the fake Sawyer. Right, the shrimp uh, guy. The shrimp guy. Um, so what else? So on the island, uh, we got. You know, Claire trying to kill Kate because of uh, her pent-up uh, aggression about the others. Oh. And, uh, and Aaron. Uh, oh. They're going to say Aaron did something, and I was really... No, no, no. <laughs> I Aaron didn't remember that. Anything. Yeah. Aaron better not be in these episodes. No, he's not. Uh, but, yeah, so this is where Locke is getting, you know, he's taking all the, the others from... Um, from the temple who came with them back to his camp. Uh, you know, Kate's I there. Know. She's, she joins up with Sawyer. And so all of those people are there. Um, uh, what's, where's, what, wait, so Jen is here, right? Jen is with him at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the next episode he tries to leave and gets kidnapped? It's, uh, uh, I don't think it's the next one, because the next one's Abiturno, but it's, oh, it's uh, the one okay. after that, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's basically the next one for this story. For this story, yeah. Yeah, he's, um, he's that's just... That's pretty much the main stuff that's going on. He's just in the camp. Um, this is this is the one where Locke tells Kate about his crazy mother. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, yes, which is uh which is I think important. They haven't come back to that yet. Yeah. But I think that's pretty important. That's still an outstanding mystery, but I agree. Like that's that's the most detail we have about about MIB's background. Mhm. Like we don't know besides like he was a man once and Jacob took his body. Like we know very little besides this thing about him having a crazy mother and and that gave him growing pains, and he's still working through those problems. And I, you know, I just—that's the one part that I didn't expect to hear him say. Of course, none of it I expected to hear, but the one part that stood out was <laughs> that he's still working through. Yeah. Because to me, that means he's not over his issues, which makes to me means he's no better than Locke. Yeah. And I don't understand. I did not expect the man of Locke to tell us that he. Maybe he is irreparably broken. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I mean, I just I don't understand how how you you know you so many so much of the show is about these characters who have these issues and they're supposed to overcome them, and here's the guy who who he himself is saying he's still working through, and I just don't understand that. It, It makes him seem so incomplete in terms of his motivations. Yeah, you know. 
It's like you've had all this time trapped on the island and you haven't worked through like your issues. Like what do yeah. you what do you need? You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's very it's very strange. Uh, maybe he thinks going home will will somehow lead to him working through his issues. I, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, like he's got to he's got to go home and yeah. But what growing pains could he have had? Like, <laughs> like what does that mean? I know, I know. It's really weird. I don't know what that means. Like my mom was crazy, so when I when I was sixteen, I turned into a smoke monster. <laughs> I mean, we, we've all been kids, right? We've all been teenagers. <laughs> we know how that goes. You know, your rebellious phase when you turn into right. a smoke monster. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> my mom told me to clean my room. <laughs> <laughs> and I became evil incarnate. It's, it's really so simple. <laughs> yeah, I... Uh... I don't know how to take that. It's very and and like they play this like kind of sentimental. Mu- it's the weirdest mm-hmm. scene, like for 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 the smoke monster to have. I I feel I, like Locke could have given John Locke could have given that same speech. Yes, you know, yes. and and that's where that's again you know this whole idea we've been talking about about this this overlap between between John Locke and the Man in Black. And it just seems like, you know, especially at this point, like if this story had come at the beginning of the ep- of the season when he was, you know, just become lock and black, yeah, I think it'd be different. But now that it's, you know, now that you know, he he, it just seems like he's, I don't want to say devolving, but changing into Lockmore. Yeah, you know, this is such a lock thing to be like, yeah, my mother was crazy and gave me growing pains, and I'm still working through them. That sounds like John Locke. Right. I mean, I don't think I don't think it really applies because he, you know, his mother gave him up for adoption when he was yeah, yeah, like yeah. six months old. So he didn't meet his mother until he was like, you know, forties or something. But so, his mom was crazy. So she she was crazy, but she didn't give him growing pains. I mean, he yeah. was he was way past that point by the time, and it was really his dad that was the problem. Yeah, that's more true. than his mom. So I I don't think it really applies. I mean, yeah, his I guess his mom was kind of crazy. But that's the thing: his mom was crazy. It affected him. He's working through pop. Just that general idea does still apply to Locke, and I think yeah. that that shouldn't be a coincidence. Like I feel like that's not a coincidence. Yeah. You know, how many not. people on the show have crazy mothers? Jack. Is Jack's mom crazy? Well, she seems crazy. She's a little. She's not real crazy, but yeah, yeah, she's a little crazy. I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that damn will? <laughs> you oh, want no, a drink, mom. Jack? <laughs> yeah. Good for you. What? Oh, I, I, had a, I had a revelation about that. I wanted to add to that. Like, I think my new thing that I'm going to say about that is that Jack basically, not that he's an alcoholic, but basically he drinks to cope with his problems. <laughs> Did you say anything different? <laughs> Try to discern the difference. <laughs> I'm not saying he's a kangaroo. But he hops on two legs, has a tail, and is a marsupial. I, you know, I just—I'm not saying he's a kangaroo. Um, I, I think I get what you're saying, but it's he, my my point. Okay, here's the distinction for me. All right. Basically, like if things are going okay, he does—you know—he doesn't drink, and 
he he's not just sort of addicted to drinking in itself. It's just when things go wrong, he turns to alcohol. Mhm. Well, it seems like it seems like if he had a healthy relationship with alcohol, he should be able to drink recre- recreationally and and be fine with that. Cuz he does drink on the plane, right? Right, so and again, like that's that's why that's why I think that's sort of hit, you know, because he's just picked up his father's body and he's about to, mm-hmm. okay. have to deliver a speech at the funeral, and I feel like he's drinking because of that, basically. And but I, I think, feel like if you're if you're staying away from alcohol because you realize you indulge in it when you have problems, that that's some sign of alcoholism. Even if he's, even if he may not. Yeah, you know, you're alcohol. right. You're right. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it is a kind of alcoholism. But I guess what I'm saying is like, I don't think he necessarily, you know, just, they didn't have to have an intervention, and they yeah. never had to. He never had to go to AA, and he never. Yeah. I see what you're saying. It didn't get to the point of like his dad, sort of, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll buy that. It just was a weird. It's just such a weird scene of of. And yeah, I mean, that's really the best way to take it is to say that she was. You know, it's like, do you want this thing to comfort you? And he's like, no. And it's just like, good for you that you can handle this on your own. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a, it's a subtle point to make. You know. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But I was just trying to make sense of like showing Jack like savoring the drink in the pilot, and then mm-hmm. never even addressing his issues with alcohol on the island, really. Yeah. So that like that sort of makes it work for me that he was drinking in that circumstance, you know. Yeah. Because of what was going on, but he's not like addicted to alcohol. Yeah. So he doesn't go through withdrawal and stuff like that. So anyway, uh, that's that's not exactly about recon, but <laughs> it was a revelation I had. Okay, so uh, the thing I want to say about recon is. Where is it? Oh, right. So I, we, I, we've, had, I've had this running thing about the deal, and this is where Sawyer cuts the deal with Widmore, okay? Okay. And so I finally figured out specifically where my problem with it is. So right. he tells Widmore, you know, I'll, I'll tell Smokey Block the coast is clear, and then you can kill him. I'll walk him over here, and you can kill him. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's the deal he has with Widmore. Okay, so now, first of all, Minor point, Locke tells um Sawyer that he's gonna go over um that he's gonna go over to Hydra and uh and check out Widmore. And that's what you know, that's when Sawyer says, Thought you were trying to avoid Charlie Widmore. You know. Mm-hmm. So he first of all, he knows Locke's going over there. He knew that he went on that trip. Okay, so that's that's the first thing. The second thing is, once Zoe comes into the camp in in Last Recruit, obviously, you know, obviously Widmore knows that Locke knows that he's there. Mm -hmm. So it's too late for Sawyer's version of the deal to go through when Zoe shows up with the walkie-talkie. Yeah. So and Sawyer's there. She he sees that happen. So he really shouldn't think he's not holding up his end of the deal with Widmore. So he shouldn't think that that that, that deal still applies. Yeah, yeah, he really shouldn't. I I think I think what's strange is it's like he didn't break. It's like he didn't really break his agreement, but the agreement, but he just wasn't able to fulfill his part of it. You know, it's not like he did anything in particular to uh to nullify his part of the agreement. 
So I feel like that's why he kind of figures the deal might still be on. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, but yeah, I agree. He really, I mean, he really shouldn't think that, and it doesn't seem to be the case when when they said the deal was off. Yeah. Uh, Because they're not getting anything from him. Right, like it's like, okay, our deal is I give you passes off the island and you give me nothing? That's our deal now? Mm-hmm. Like, it just seems, you know, like why why does Sawyer think it's that's going like, to It's almost like he thinks that since he tried, yeah, you know, and um, yeah, it, it's weird. But he didn't really try. I mean, he immediately tells Locke that Widmore's over there, and he, it, when when he has a chance, I mean – he goes over there without Locke specifically, not bringing him over there. So he just he avoids at all costs the part of his deal that he was supposed to hold up. Well, I, I got the sense that, yeah, 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 he did. Yeah, yeah, it, it's weird. It's weird. I, 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 I can't defend Sawyer, but I, I feel like he. He he seems to think that since he made the deal in good faith, that that was still like his like he did want to still do it. Like it wasn't like he decided not to hold his end of the bargain. It just became outside of his control. You know, when Zoe shows up, you know it's really it's really the same situation as if Widmore like if the sub with the periscope on the sub had seen Locke at the camp. You know, it's just like well they already know he's there, and so. You know what I mean? So there's no element of surprise or something. Yeah. Uh, you know, once Zoe walks in, things change. And yeah, it, it really, yeah. He really shouldn't be surprised. But I think he at least has to act surprised, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thought we had a deal. Thought we had a deal. Yeah. yeah, no. I mean, it works fine for me, like with the story and stuff. It's just I feel like the I feel like the deal was off a long time ago, and I I mean yeah. I don't know. They just you know they had to play like that, give it a shot, I guess. Go over there and see if they could hold up the deal with Widmore. I just I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I for when rewatching this, I got specific reasons why Sawyer shouldn't think that the deal is still on. Yeah, which I didn't notice before. So, anyway. so speaking of Widmore and the deal and Locke, um, about who killed the Jira passenger? Ah, oh, Jesus, yes. So I think I'm pretty 100% convinced is Widmore. Okay. So here's my reasons. I can't wait. So, so Zoe says she drugged the dead bodies from the beach to the to the little shaded area, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Now. If if Zoe slash Widmore didn't know who killed the bodies, why? What am I saying? Why would they pretend? Like for instance, if if they knew Smokey killed them, then they should just be able to say that, right? Right. They should be able to say the smoke monster killed them, or or something killed them. We don't know what it was. Right. Yes. Um, Although that was sort of Zoe's story. That was sort of her story. Um, it, it made me think of the wreckage. It made me think of they wanted us to think, they wanted us to not be sure who, who, who planted the wreckage. Was it Ben or was it Widmore? 
And I think this is the, another thing they're doing with the crew. The crew is uh, not the crew, but the passengers of Adira is like the wreckage. Like, yeah. They want us to think it's log, or they want us to think it's Woodmore, and they don't. They don't want to give us information to tell to for us to really decide who did it. Yeah. But I feel like since. I feel like I feel like Zoe and Widmore would have more to say if they didn't do it. And since since Widmore tells, you know, since Widmore lies about having Jen. Right. I know. You know yeah, that was a big one stuff, for me. Um Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm on board. I pretty much think it's Widmore at this point too. Uh, I think, I think, you know, I buy that he would do it and they were there on the island, you know, at the right time. So and he has the means to do it. Um, there's a couple of reasons to maybe think he didn't do it, but I, I think, uh, I think it's, and also he's the only one who's been accused of doing it Yeah, on the show. So far, no one's even accused uh, Smokey of doing it. I mean, even yeah. Sawyer Sawyer just thinks it's Widmore and just doesn't believe him when he says he didn't do it. He and he never even occurs to him that that smoke thing did it. Yeah, you know, and like he, I mean, I feel like he should consider that possibility, but he doesn't. And and I mean, I I, I I'm taken from that. Widmore's the only suspect at this point. So if there's only one suspect, you know, somebody did it. Yeah, and I feel like, okay, if Smokey did it, then does that also mean he drugged the bodies up there? Because if he drugged the bodies up there, then then that means Zoe's lying about the fact that she did. Yeah. Or Widmore's team did. So I feel like that that really seems like a lie. Or I guess it could be Smokey killed them all and just left them there, and then Widmore's team came and decided to move them for yeah. whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. It could be. Um, or when Smokey killed him, he could have just thrown him into a pile. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they did have the drag marks, so somebody, oh, you know, there were people who got right. dragged. And some, okay. some number of people got dragged. I was imagining just, yeah, okay, you're he right. He could have flung them in a pile, but, yeah. but there was there were drag marks. Okay, okay, okay. So somebody somebody did drag them up there. So, yeah, so somebody drug them up there. So, so, that, so was, that was probably Winmore's team. I don't think Smokey would have would have done that. Yeah, he wouldn't have cared to do that. Yeah. Uh now um, I could see them I could see them sort of doing that just to round up the dead bodies in one location, not have a bunch of dead bodies lying around. Um Yeah. If they showed up and they were there already. But I agree with you. I'm I'm you know <laughs> until they say otherwise I think Widmore did it. Yeah. Uh it's a little weird to me. You know what else another thing that occurred to me I, I don't want to belabor this too much, but I just I feel like Jack and Hurley and Kate, the people who came back, you know, I feel like at some point they should ask or wonder what happened to all those other people who survived Oceanic A15. Like the only people who are left are you know Sawyer and My- Miles wasn't even on there and mm-hmm. Jen and not not even Juliet. God, very few. Mm-hmm. Um, like I feel like they should wonder what happened to those people. Oh, they all got killed in an arrow attack in the fifties. Like, like that's just crazy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 
you know, like, like I just, I'm just, I'm surprised that there hasn't been any, anyone sort of caring seemingly about. They don't even know those other people's names. They don't give a shit. I guess, I guess not. I'm just yeah. surprised, like, at how lightly, you know, the show has treated the death of all the background survivors who survived for a very long time, all the way up to the yeah. time trap. It, it seemed like, you know, when 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 Kate and Jack and Hurley got back to the island, they were in the seventies. That was that was too much for them already. Yeah. And then by the time they get back to two thousand seven, they're not even wondering what happened to everybody. I mean they should wonder like, okay, the group was bigger. Yeah. But it seems like the fact that they know they missed so much time but they figure out there is an answer there, but they just they haven't asked the question. Yeah. You know. Like, I feel like that should be one of the horrible things that happened when they left the island. Oh. You know? <laughs> it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> I know. I know. No one's treating it like it is. But I, I mm-hmm. just, yeah, just, I don't know, it just... With the Ajira people, it's a little different. I mean, they, you know, they only showed up in the middle of season five. Um, but I mean, even though they weren't main characters, they were in the background of the show for a very long time, and just just to kill them all in, in one episode, it's it's really I don't know. But people die so much on the island, though. You know, it's it's. It, I thought you. I thought your main point was going to be they should realize that they're the only ones left out of all those people on the plane. Well, yeah. I mean, that's you know, part of it. That's, that's part, part of it. Of yeah, it. that's part of it. Absolutely. Yeah, I just think the severity of that hasn't really been hasn't had the proper impact on the show. Yeah, even I when agree. it happened, even like right when they got attacked, like mm-hmm. I feel like they didn't appreciate how crazy what just happened was. No, all our people just died. Like I don't know, <sighs> we're we're the only ones left. Like I don't. They know. don't. They don't really. I mean, they only seem to really care about the people they have connections to. And yeah, it's a very few number of people. Yeah, you know, because yeah. some of those others are from A15. You know, that's some of those true. Others should be, you know, Cindy. Yeah, Zach and Emma. Zach and Emma. Zach needs to let go of that teddy bear. By the way, he's a little old for the teddy bear. Jesus, how long are you gonna walk around with that teddy bear? What do you do with that teddy that, bear? That bear at this has point? to be so dirty. Yes. Right yes. Yes, I just, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do when he gets to be, like, 25. <laughs> it's ridiculous. He's going to go see a therapist, I think. <laughs> yeah, he probably needs to. Those kids um, never talk. I wonder if they even can talk. He might be too traumatized to talk. Yeah, yeah, that's the way it always came across. I remember even when, like... Cindy brought them up to Jack in the cage. Like they didn't say a word. They just like Mm-mm. whisper in her ear and <laughs> You gotta <sighs> pay more if they talk. Yeah. Yeah, because that's I remember you saying that at the time. They didn't want to give them <laughs> speaking parts. <laughs> I don't know why else. Um Yeah, that's so another thing true. I, I I loved about this episode, you gotta love the uh the uh the line when Zoe Zoe tells Sawyer She's going to go see her boyfriend in Guam. He's oh, like, yeah. Hold, 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 hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Now, I know <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> I just love that, that, that. And I feel like there's no other explanation that he just did not believe he had a boyfriend in Guam. You know? Like, it just, just there's yeah. no way you have yeah. a boyfriend in Guam. <laughs> 
You almost had me, Zoe. You almost had me. <laughs> you just you you, told me the sky was red, and I would have believed you, but boyfriend Guam, no way. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Yeah, that was a good. That was a really good. the introduction of Zoe knowing all the stuff she does mm-hmm. later mm-hmm. you know it just it's like wow you're just you're just making shit up yeah yeah I love how they play it too because he says you know where is your plane headed she goes huh <laughs> you know like she's smiling yeah. you know oh Guam oh yeah what's in Guam uh, my boy, you know, it's just, I, I, li- I like that you can see her coming up with these answers, you know. Right. They actually wrote in the stall lines, you know, yes. for for her to say. It was nice. Right. Yeah, no, yeah. Uh, but since she did get it right, the plane was going to Guam. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to throw out that, you know, maybe when Widmore's team got there and they saw those people there, you know, maybe they questioned them, asked them a few, you know, a little bit before they killed Like, maybe that's why well, they know. The very easy answer why they know is they search the the, the luggage of the oh, plane. I guess that All the luggage too. is going to tell you where it's going. <laughs> okay, that works you know, too. It's going to have the stickers and it's going to, you know, and they might yeah. have, tech, you know, they might have communication technology that they could see where 316 was going to. So. Yeah. There's a couple reasons they could know. You're right. They could have questioned the people before they killed them. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, as just that that's one way they could know. Yeah. So, um, but you're right. They, Did they don't... Sawyer even know it was going to Guam? Well, he could. I mean, we don't necessarily we we didn't necessarily see him find that out. He. Yeah, that's why I feel like he doesn't even necessarily know that. But since he asked that question, I feel like I feel like he did know that. Otherwise, it's not a good question to test her with. Well, yeah, but it's still a question, you know, to see what she comes up with. Yeah, I guess so. But he yeah. easily could have found out. I mean, there's no yeah, reason. he could have found out. Like, there's there's no good reason why he wouldn't, you know, know, except that, you know, we didn't actually see him yeah. get told that. All right. Are you ready to move to Abiturno? Um, yeah, I think so. Whew. All right, so this was uh this was the the long 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 awaited Richard backstory episode. Yes. Uh this was, you know, this is probably top 5 of, you know, lost um lost lost history and mythology people have been waiting for. Yes. Uh for the longest time. So, um a lot of anticipation for Richard, that. Yeah, Richard coming on the Black Rock, and yeah. now the Black Rock gets in the middle of the island, uh, you know, lands lands uh, deep in the jungle. Uh, we get some we get some more stuff with uh, the man in black and Jacob and their relationship. Uh, the infamous, uh, the island is a bottle of wine. Yes. Um, and we also, we also see a little bit of more of Alana's backstory and her being Asked to help uh, protect the candidates. Possibly the last bit of a lot of backstory we'll ever get. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see her training. I would love to see what they yeah. were doing with that. Yeah. Yeah. Until further notice, I'm going to assume that she was injured while training. Yeah. Yeah, I what, can't imagine what else. Whatever that means. But, yeah. I mean, she says she was training her whole life. So, mm-hmm. you know. 
I, I assume that includes, you know, right before she was in the hospital. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know what she could have been doing. <laughs> what, what, how exactly you train for what she ends up doing, besides this very general stuff, like yeah. exercises and learning how to shoot a gun. Yeah. Well, there is. Yeah. Um, you know how to make, um, how to tie someone to a tree so they can dig their own grave. Right. That's a, That's uh, a good that's a one. Summer, that's a good summer skill. workshop. <laughs> that's a summer workshop, I think. Oh, okay. Yes. Um, but anyway, uh, so a pretty good episode. You know, I, I, I'm i more or less satisfied with Richard's backstory. You know, the whole thing with Isabella is kind of whatever, but, it, you know, it gives them very something very simple and uh, quick for, for them for him to be attached to and um and to sort of drive the story. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. And it and it plays pretty well. You know, there is how Man in Black tries to manipulate Richard. Uh I think it gets a little muddled. No, I'm him and he's that that's <laughs> me, but I'm it and let's call the whole thing up. Yeah. I agree. But besides that, I think it, it still plays pretty well. You know, I, I really, I pretty much skipped the beginning of Richard's story, though. The oh. the stuff with Isabella dying and then him King going to the doctor mm-hmm. and, and getting, doctor. like, all, yeah, even even being in prison and getting on the boat, I, that's all pretty oh. skippable to me. Okay. There's I, not I, much I like the scene with the I like the scene with the priest. That's my favorite it's, part. You know, it's good, but it's quick, and it's it's just like, you know, it, it's fine if you're going to sit through it, but it's, it, yeah. it's, you know, it's not that much there. Yeah. No, not a lot. I just, yeah, I, I don't know. I seem to be the only one who just really likes that priest character. <laughs> I just, not that he's a good priest or anything. It's just I just like I just like his uh, what what little character they give him. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's just kind of interesting. I like his reaction. Um, it's it's not a reaction I've ever heard from a priest before. That's I guess the best I can say about it. Yeah. You know. Um, and you know he's the one who sells Richard off. I think that stuff uh, it it works on a very simple level. But I totally agree with your viewpoint that it's you know we can't we can't really invest in it in the way that um, in the way that Richard is supposed to be obviously yeah. like anywhere near that and you know they're hanging sort of the whole story of uh, on that um, mm-hmm. and so it's tricky because they 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 had to give us something to sort of ha- hang his emotional journey on and. I mean, I feel like whatever they gave us, it would be hard for it to be, you know, to affect us as much as it's supposed to affect him for as long as he's been around. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but what they chose is is kind of is kind of eh, not that great. I, yeah, you know, I kind of wish. I feel like the the the, the two parts of the of the, his story that don't work are, you know, the, the Isabella dying thing. And you know him sort of feeling like to be he you know he's to blame for that you know it's like this this guilt he really shouldn't have which is fine people can have irrational guilt that's totally fine um, and uh, and and him killing the doctor I feel like if those two things were linked better the the whole story would have worked more if it was if it was his fault 
he couldn't get the medicine to save her, you know, or something like that. Not that he just didn't get, like, he did get the medicine, but he didn't get there in time. I just feel like it's a bit disjointed with the fact that he's got this guilt that he didn't save her, plus the guilt that he killed the doctor. And I feel like those two things should have been linked and have been stronger if they were linked together, where somehow, you know, he overreacts with the doctor and he ends up accidentally killing him before the doctor gives him the medicine. Or something like that. And then when he races home, you know, maybe he just tries to find something or whatever he does, but, but he doesn't get to save her because of this mistake he makes. So now he's got these two reasons that are linked that he has guilt for. Instead of these two separate reasons of guilt that he, that he seems that they, that they want to, you know, have the drama be based on later, you know, because right. he thinks he's in hell because he killed the doctor. Yeah. Yes. When Isabella comes to him later, he's got, okay, the guilt isn't about that anymore. The guilt is now about not saving her. Yeah. And I feel like they should have connected those two a bit better. And I think it would have been stronger that way. Yes. Uh, also like the way they play it, like he goes to the doctor's house and very quickly, ends up with the medicine after he mm-hmm. kills him and then rides back home. Like the way they play it, it's like, it would have been basically impossible to save it. Yeah, exactly. That's another thing too. It just seems like it's just, like I said about irrational guilt, it's just so, which is legitimate, but at the same time, it is not as strong when he couldn't have really saved her anyway. Yeah. You know, yeah. it just seems like he, like that's the thing. If he would have, if the way I would have written it, whatever that, you know, whatever that's worth, uh, you know, having him go to the doctor and the doctor maybe wants to give him the medicine or maybe wants to give him a hard time and Richard accidentally kills him and he doesn't get the medicine and then he goes home and she's still alive. He has to maybe watch her die or something, you know, uh, and he could have saved her if he actually had the medicine because she was still, you know, she still had time or something. Yeah. And then, of course, the, the authorities come in and take him or whatever. But, you know, everything can play 95% the same, but if they would have just connected his inability to save her with his killing the doctor, exp- you know, explicitly, I think that would have been a little bit better. And yeah. that way, at the end, when he's got all this guilt about these things, the guilt is wrapped together and not these sort of separate reasons for guilt and this is why I'm in hell, but this is mm-hmm. why I'm guilty and, right. you know... That kind of thing. Yeah, I I think I would have liked it if it were if if they pushed the tragedy a little more because it's like he just he sort of accidentally kills the guy and then yeah. he couldn't have saved her anyway and I don't know, I guess that is kind of tragic in a way but I I guess I I would have liked it to be more um less just like all kinds of stuff that was like unintentional or out of his control. Yeah, exactly. More like his decisions resulted in what happened. Exactly. I I think that would have been stronger. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, but okay. What I do continue to really like about this episode particularly is, uh, you know, well, first of all, <laughs> the arrival of the Black Rock when, you know, they see El Diablo and then, like, all of a sudden they're knocking into the head of the statue. That, mm-hmm. that is still ridiculous. Um, so ridiculous. I still can't get past how it, it almost, the Black Rock almost hits Tower Red in its eye. Yes. You know, and I just don't understand why. I mean, maybe they wanted it to really be that high. Not, I mean, obviously they're trying to get it to knock down the statue, but but so it could get so far inland, they're like, yeah. well, it's got to be this high of a wave 
so we can get so far inland, but it's just, yeah. it just looks so strange for yeah. it to hit the, the very top of the statue. And, and isn't Jacob under, isn't he in the statue? Is he there? I, I think he is, yeah. Or, did, or, or, or I kind of thought maybe he, since he knew the storm was coming, because I think he caused it, that he just oh, got out of the way. Perhaps, and, yeah, you that's know. a good point. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, it would be weird if he were in there. It's like it would have been flooded or something. Yeah, flooded and then, you know, big pieces of statue falling down and, yeah. and just a lot of commotion. It just seemed like it would have been dangerous anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I wonder if Jacob, I wonder if it bothered Jacob that it's, his home got, like, destroyed. I don't I think he if, cared. I guess if he caused it, it was okay with him. But Do you really think Jacob cared? I guess no, obviously not. I just I don't he doesn't know. even care about the people he brings to the <laughs> island. I don't think he cared about the statues, some random people he brought to the island. I mean, built. it's his house. I don't know. I just but it seems like it's only his house because it's there. You know, it's not like yeah. You know, where did Jacob live before the statue? Ooh, yeah, that's a hard one. Yeah. Uh, there's no there's no candidate for that. I have no idea. The where caves? does Dan and Black live? Where does he live? That's a good question. I don't know. Where does he live now? Well, I, I mean, guess now he he's used locked, to live in but... the cabin, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, speaking of that, I had my cabin theory. Oh. I had my uh, my theory about what was going on with the cabin. Finally. Okay. So my final word on the cabin is, and I probably said this before. Okay. So, Jacob was originally living in the cabin. Right. Okay. And then uh, he's got this, the, the ash around the cabin to protect him against Smokey. Okay. So that's why the ash is there, to protect against Smokey. Good, good. Now, Jacob leaves at a certain point. Yes. Okay. And Man in Black moves in. And the reason he does that is because, like, for some reason the others know or think, some of the others think that Jake, that's Jacob's cabin. Like, that's what Ben thinks. Yeah. That idea came from somewhere. Even if Richard lied and made it up or whatever, that yeah. idea came from somewhere. So, so Men in, Man in Black moves in there, takes it over, and he's the one who is hanging out there for the whole time we've seen it. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's my story. That's it. Oh, that's it. <laughs> Wow. It's really simple. Okay. Now, I think the only problem, I think, I think I did find a problem with my theory, which is, oh, he's, he's going to tell me. Be broken down automatically What's the problem? Five. Oh, okay. Minutes. To extend the oh, okay. time by 60 minutes, press five. eight. Yeah, so the problem with my theory is that this podcast is going to be broken down in five minutes. Okay, that is a problem. Uh, that is a problem, but I fixed it. So I think I think it had to do with Hurley seeing the cabin and and then the ash being broken. I think I couldn't really make a lot of sense of that. Oh yeah. Uh, other than the obvious of, you know, Hurley Hurley, you know, still the idea that Hurley broke the ash and it right. started moving because he broke it. Right. Um, right. But that's pretty much simply the theory. There is that. Uh, just the idea that, that the ash wasn't meant to keep Smokey in, because that doesn't work, because Smokey was around. So just the idea that the ash was protecting Jacob while Jacob was in there. I agree. That makes more sense. And maybe even just, you know, not that Smokey could kill Jacob, but that, you know, he didn't want the cabin destroyed. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the my the 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 it would have to be with my theory that uh before Jacob left he put that he put that little tapestry uh thing up with the mm-hmm. you know the knife in the wall with the little this little picture of the uh statue. Yeah. yeah. And I got to believe that was just there. I feel like that was there when Ben and Locke went in. I yeah. don't want to believe that, but I I I feel like that has to be true. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Unless the time when Ben and Locke went, that was actually Jacob somehow. They should have been able to see him. Well, yeah. They should have. I think, you know, um, and I think it just makes more sense that, that, that the guy who says help me is the man in black. I agree. I agree. It works a lot better. Yeah. But you're probably right. You're probably right. Although I'm still sticking with it's the man in black soul that was in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's his soul, and and uh, and Ash was keeping him from his soul. Yeah, there's there's, there's a there's there's a very nice logic to that uh, that that is appealing. I will agree. Yeah, I mean, it's there's no precedent for anything like that, but. Yeah, that's that's my. That, I guess I can't get my, to my soul. Yeah, exactly. does that mean does that mean he eventually got to it? Yeah. And what yeah. did he get by doing that's, that? That's when when Hurley came upon the cabin. He was reuniting with his soul. So, but what's the difference between Smokey with his soul and Smokey without his soul? It's hard to tell. Uh, all right. They kind of seem like the same, but it's like communism and socialism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna. I I would throw out some bullshit like he has to reunite with his soul before he can leave the island. Okay, you know, I mean, it's very arbitrary. There's nothing to go on, but yeah, something like that. Like maybe not his soul, but I, you know, something like some piece of him. You know, mm-hmm. like there's some element of him that was in there. Okay. Technically, since it was Hurley, it could have been some dead person. Oh. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. I don't know what but or who, but... I do think he did... He did hear whispers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, before, yeah, he did. Before the cabin appeared, so... You know, I don't know. Unless the whispers are just trying to warn him. That the cabin was coming. Well, maybe it was really Christian that time. <laughs> oh God! Maybe it was dead, but again, Christian was in there. That wow! Time. So dead Christian was there, and Smoky Christian was in there. Well, the eye was Smoky, and then oh. what we saw was was just real the real Christian. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well. I don't know. It's possible. Uh, all right, let me see. I have some notes about this. Abiturno. So I think it has to be true that not all souls are trapped on the island. Right? Um, so, like, like Michael says he's trapped and he can't move on. Right. But I feel like not everyone is trapped. Not everyone who dies on the island is trapped. Maybe... Maybe Michael is trapped because, you know, the island isn't done with him yet. Like, there's still people, even if you're dead or alive, if the island's not done with you, you're not leaving the island. 
So I feel like there might be other people who have died on the island who aren't trapped there because the island doesn't care about them. Like the, you know, like the, the, the red shirts or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, Michael sort of says that he can't move on because of what he did. So I, I feel mm-hmm. like there's some kind of, you know, based on what they did determines whether they are stuck on the island or not. Yeah, he says that. I take that with a grain of salt, you know. I don't I don't know if he knows why he's there. <laughs> you know, I do you do you get some sort of dossier about being dead when you when you're dead like this is what's going on, on the island and this is what the island is and these are what the candidates are and you know. I I think my point is he might think that's why he's there. It doesn't necessarily mean that's why he's there. I agree, but I just think, you know, He's the most reliable source on that topic we have, and I. Oh, I, oh yeah. It, I, I don't want to sort of suspect everything he says. I, 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 for the moment, I'm taking his word for it. Yeah. Hey, you know, until until we get reason to think otherwise. Yeah, yeah, totally. I mean, I I will take I I think he's right, but I also but I I want to I want to make it more general that you know like I said, dead or alive, if the island's not done with you, you're not leaving the island. I see. So regardless of what he did, the island's not done with him yet. I mean, considering that he's been early in helping them, it seems that to be true. Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah, no, I think that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, I was yeah. Just those who are chosen by Jacob who die are the ones who get trapped there, or something like that, or the island. Um, yeah, that was my big. That was my big thing about this episode. There wasn't much. Okay, <laughs> I um uh I I just my favorite part of this episode is the whole sequence from when they crash on the island with Richard locked up in the mm-hmm. hall of the black rock, you know, the guy comes down and starts stabbing everybody. Like, that's crazy. That's a really intense, good scene. And then Smokey comes and, and then it's just kind of Richard in there with various like adventures, mm-hmm. you know, the boars in there and Isabel shows up and he, he tries to dig that nail out of the floor and try to like smash yeah. his way out of there. He tries to get water, you know, none of that stuff works. Like, and he's just kind of there for a long time. Like I just, I just think that's a really good, effective like sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It shows the passage of time really well. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah, like I'm just totally with him on that. And I just, I, you really, I really, uh, I really get into it um, in terms of, uh, you know, imagining being in that situation and like even letting him do those little things, but he never really makes any progress. Like he. He just mm-hmm. kind of, he just kind of, you know, tries to do, tries to make something happen, but it, it's it's all kind of in vain, and it's yeah. only the man in black who comes in and, um, you know, lets him out. Uh, and I I really like, you know, when when man in black comes in and he's like, you know, I, he says something about he knows he's trapped too, or he knows what it's like, and and that gives, you know, when he says it's good to see you out of those chains, it's. I I I think he actually means it. Mm-hmm. Like he can appreciate someone who's locked up being freed. Like that that's an image that appeals to him. Yeah. You know, and so I I I like that 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 line. I I think you know regardless of how he's using Richard, I I think he actually means that. Yeah. 
And yeah, okay. I like that they tied that in. Um, and yeah, besides the muddles, like I was him, but he was me, and the devil's that guy, but I'm evil, and like mm-hmm. you're in hell, and <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, besides that, I, I liked his his relationship uh, with Richard. Um, you know, even to the end, he comes back. You know. Oh, I understand. He can be very convincing. The offer still stands, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, is this, is yeah, it? and he he gives him uh, he gives him the little uh, his wife's neck. He gives him the cross back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's kind of I don't know. It's interesting. Like it's it's a lot more than I just. It's weird to have the villain get that much in the way of like sympathetic characterization. Which is why, again, I've been saying it just seems like they're really questioning is, you know, is he really the villain? Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, I'm still just, convinced that he is. It's just it's just an odd villain portrait. Yeah. Are you still convinced uh, Abaddon is evil? <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, just remember that when we get to the end of Lost. And, all right, all right. And, and I mean, uh, the man in black is the hero of the show and <laughs> saves everyone. I mean, to me, Smoke like Abaddon, I can't pin anything specific on him. Smokey's mm-hmm. done enough that I have seen that yeah. I think he is a bad guy, regardless of what the overall thing they say about him is. So I'm like, I don't think there's anything they can tell me where I'm not going to so, say Smokey's a bad guy. Um, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Is Ben a bad guy? Yes. Okay. Yes, Ben is absolutely a bad guy. I mean, he, you know, he's he's sort of trying to redeem himself, but he is absolutely a bad guy on the show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Can can a bad guy ever be a good guy? Ever become a good guy? I mean, I, I guess if they, you know, if they make some change. I mean, you could say like they sort of, you know, they changed their ways. They turned into one, but like, you know. I guess, you know, but I, I just, I don't see him becoming, you know, where we just say he's the hero of the show or something. So here's, okay, yeah, I'm just playing around with you, but here's the question. If, if, if at the end of the show, it turns out to be, and I don't think this is the case, that, that the man in black was telling the truth, that all he was trying to do was help Jack and those guys and all this stuff, and that the only real bad thing he ever does was sort of kill people indiscriminately. But besides that, he did have he did he, he did go. you know yeah no yeah let that go. But he did you know but but in terms of his motivations with the island that he was right about that. Um, would you still consider him to be the bad guy? If all you can really pin on him is that he just killed a bunch of people. Yeah, I mean he's yeah, I mean he's certainly ambiguous. I mean it's it's not it's not that there's nothing good about him at all, you know. I mean obviously mm-hmm. we've seen like some sympathetic aspects of his character and he has done things that have been beneficial for characters at times. So he's not all bad. For the embodiment of evil, he's strangely not all bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, sure. I guess if they did that, you know, maybe the scale could tip the other way or something. It's yeah. possible. But he's definitely got he's got he's got a lot of bad points. He's going to have to do something pretty significant to convince me that he's not a bad guy. Yeah. All right. You want to go to the next one? Um. Ready for the package? Yeah. Yeah. I guess so. Sure. All right, the package. Um, this is the Simon Jin episode, right? The package, yes, yes. 
Sun and Jin, Jin and Sun. So yeah, so we find out that Sun and Jin, you know, they're uh, they're not married. Um, Sun Mary. No Mary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Two room. The guy's like, what? <laughs> like, can't you tell what he's saying? I can speak English. So can Jen. Staying in each room. Um, this is so a yeah, hotel, so, sir. Why are you asking me for two rooms? Why are you? What? Um, so, so yeah. So, um, it's really Sun's fault for just saying Peck, and like mm-hmm. he looks up Peck, and there's one room. Boom. Um, and I, that also made me think Sun should have been suspicious um, that. Uh, oh, never mind. I'll say that later. But uh, but anyway, so this episode, uh, you know, Sun and Jen having their little tryst uh, in America, and and Jen wanting to go give the watch to Kimi at the restaurant, but Kimi uh, and Omar show up and uh, find. You know, of course, classically find Jen <laughs> without a shirt in the bathroom. Yeah, and uh, one of my just standing there. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Giving us uh, numerous now references to uh, yeah. people being discovered in the obvious place with their shirt off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, why didn't you put your shirt on, Jen? Just... just... I don't know. I know. I know. And the way he just stands there, it's like, yeah. he wouldn't even try to hide or run. It was just like, hey, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I'm here. I got my <laughs> shirt off. Anyone who peeks in the bathroom will see him. He wasn't behind the door in yeah. the shower. Yeah. Uh, you know, just like, I'm just going to be in plain view. <laughs> yeah, they just they just did a bad job of that. The yeah, I just feel like he, yeah, he wasn't, yeah, he wasn't hiding. They weren't hiding very well, which is why it kind of makes me think Peck, you know, their son's dad found out pretty easily, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, clearly. So, then, yeah, then we get the, the awesome uh, cameo again from Mikhail. Yes. Uh, you know, I'm so happy to be able to see him again, even if it wasn't on the main island, the main mm-hmm. storyline. Uh, he was great. Um, yeah, it'd be it'd be cool to see him with uh, with Smokey's group. Yeah, because I feel like it would have been interesting to see him him and Alana. I don't know the two Russians. Ooh, wow. <laughs> yeah, the two industrious Russians. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a good point. Yeah, they they're similar in a way. Yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, so on the main island, what do we got? Um, this is where Jen gets kidnapped, right? Yes. Jen gets kidnapped. Sun, run, sun runs into a tree. <laughs> oh, God. Um, that shot. Oh, man. Bonk? Still ridiculous. Still just totally ridiculous. And and I don't know why they did that. I don't know. I don't get it. What was the point? What did we gain out of that? I think they just it seems like they just wanted a little something more for their reunion. That's it? Yeah. I, was, that was but their reunion was enough. Like after all it's been it's been years since they've seen each other. You I know, know. she thought he was dead. She went to his grave. No, you know? I agree. I agree, but it that's that's all they did with it. Well, I'm still half thinking that 
the only reason she gets uh, when she gets knocked out, she doesn't know English, is because of the flash sideways, where she doesn't know English. All right. That's that that's that's the connection to me, um, and that it uh, you know, and the same way that like when Desmond, you know, when he when he touches um, Penny in the flash sideways, you know, like he gets vision, you know, things happen when they touch. I yeah. feel like when when she, you know, the same thing when Sun touches Jen, like. It, she gets her her English memories back or something like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's the that's the most I can get out of it because because I just it, it was it just wasn't much that they got if if all that they were trying to get was a little bit more from their reunion it just they didn't really play it up or anything it was just like okay well she's speaking English okay. I mean, they, they, was have Frank, they have Frank make the comment. Um, yeah, look who somebody got her voice back or something, and mm-hmm. but they, I mean, they they play it up by mentioning it specifically. I mean, yeah, I, that's the thing. They acknowledge it, but they don't. But that doesn't. It's nothing more than that. Just yeah. they just acknowledge it. Yeah, yeah. It's not like she had some secret or something that now she can say. Uh, or, yeah, okay. you know what I mean. It was just like that's all they get is that which is you know not much because they they nothing much happened anyway right no i don't know just such a strange thing to have happen yeah yeah and Locke just leaves her there right i guess she's like she'll be fine yeah (laughs) she's not gonna lose her english speaking skills or anything (laughs) yeah yeah I give up. She just ran into a tree. <laughs> she, Locke is like, she can't be the candidate. She just ran into a tree. Yeah. Ooh, can't be her. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it makes me think, I mean, he says he wouldn't do anything against her will, but it makes me wonder if he was really concerned that she was the candidate he needed, that he would just take her, right? I mean, at what point does does he force the issue with these people? Yeah. You know, at what point does he say, I don't, I, you know, I don't care about giving you a choice. I'm going to take you to my oh, side. I forgot to mention something about the substitute. Um, Too late. <laughs> <laughs> the ship has sailed. <laughs> now what? I mean, it's at least relevant. Uh, he gives Sawyer uh, three options. Uh, mm-hmm. The first option is do nothing, see how it plays out, and maybe your name will get crossed out. Mm-hmm. Um, the third option is we leave the island, which is the one he takes. Um, the second option is accept a job and mm-hmm. become the protector of the island. Like, so he actually said that you can actually accept the job. Like I, that, I didn't really, it didn't really register that that actually has been put on the show as some as an option. Well, the corollary to that, I think, is when Alana tells Sun, you know, Sun says, candidates for what? And she, Alana says, well, if you're chosen, I guess you'll find out. Yes. So she says, you know, you, ha- you, know, you have to be chosen for it. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, someone is, you know, is going to, I guess, get in the, has a, have the, uh, <laughs> someone is going to have the chance to accept that position. Yes. Yes. You're right. There, there also seems to be a selection thing, but yeah, I just when we originally watched that, I didn't. We didn't really know that much, and it just it played a little differently when when I 
thought about the rest of the season that that mm-hmm. he actually that he actually threw that out as an option to Sawyer. Like, yeah. what, what if Sawyer's like, I want option two. I, I'll be the protector of the island. Like, is 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 he just screwed then? Seems like it. I mean, you can't kill the protector, right? Seems, yeah, I mean, he I, can't even kill the candidate. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess he could try to get someone else to kill him or something, like what he did with yeah. Jacob. But, well, I think that's the problem. Is you don't want to ask that question to someone who wants to leave the island. Yeah, they're going to choose to leave. Right. You know, uh, if you would have asked, you know, John Locke, okay, you can be Jacob, you know, can be the protector of the island, you can leave. He's going to say, I want to stay here. So yeah. Yeah. I think, I think, I think, you know, that's what's strange about this whole idea is that they, they're trapped in this place that most people don't want to be. So it's hard to convince someone to 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 want to be here and to you know and to really uh, be invested in this idea of protecting the world and protecting the island from this evil incarnate. Uh, I think it's 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 strange because it's like these people want to want their other lives, you know. And that's what's weird to me is you know that whole thing Locke tells Ben about the one the 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 thing about that he liked about John Locke was. That he realized how mis- how pathetic the lives they left behind were, mm-hmm. uh, and I, that, that that speech was just always sat weird with me. That uh, because it's like the only reason Locke wanted to stay was because he he could use his legs. You know what I mean? Like if he if he had if he if he was not a paraplegic off the island, and then he came to the island and he couldn't walk, I think his position would change. Mm-hmm. You know, and so the problem was these the Losties crashed on this island, and they pretty much considered that their 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 previous lives to be better because they weren't stranded, fending for their lives on a on a on a scary island against smoke monsters. So his rationale that like Locke was better because he preferred island life to off island life is just it's a little skewed by just Locke's perspective on the situation, which was inherently different than everyone else's. Yeah. Or or not everyone. I mean look at Rose, you know, right. like she would want to stay. You know what I mean? Um yeah. her and Bernard had made peace with their situation, even though they wanted to leave at first. But yeah. you know, once she realized her cancer was was not spreading or whatever, you know, she realized, okay, this this is a healing place or whatever. Right. Um so I don't know. So that's that's the kind of thing that got me about um, his speech about why he, on on one hand, really really liked Locke, and on the other hand, Locke was the worst person he ever met. You know what I mean? It's just like he has the worst things to say about him as a yeah. about Locke's character. The one good thing he has to say about him is really only because of this very specific situation with Locke getting healed. Yeah, and then therefore finding his faith in the island because of that. But right. Um. So yeah, I always thought that was strange. Yeah. And so so yeah, so this ties back to the idea of, you know, why does anyone want to stay on the island? You know, why would anyone want to be be in Jacob's shoes? Mm-hmm. You know, to 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 get to that place, you have to become invested in the central idea that you are protecting the island and protecting therefore protecting the world. And um you know, Jacob has done a horrible job trying to convince people of that. Yeah. Yeah. Truly. Hasn't convinced me yet. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, I believe it only because I don't think this whole show has no point. But 
from Jacob himself, you know, I, I, you know, I mean, I guess I buy the idea of keeping the evil in, but I just, I need more than that. I can, I just need more specifics. Well, part of my, 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 my big crackpot theory, uh, ties into, ties into just that. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's, and my theory is coming shortly. I guess I'll save it to the end. Save it to the end? Okay. You have a teaser too, right? Did you do your teaser thing already? Oh God, I don't even remember what my teaser was. <laughs> <laughs> now you're teasing us that you forgot the teaser. <laughs> I I think so. I mean, I think I had notes on everything I was going to say. I just don't remember what I was talking about back then. All right. I su- I'm assuming. Well, this um, this was a pretty good episode. I didn't have any major problems with it. You know, the Sun and Jin storyline works well. Um, uh, I did, you know, I do think it was pretty crappy how Sun walked into the one spot in that restaurant where the gun went off. Mm-hmm. Uh, way to way to get out of the way, Sun. <laughs> you did the opposite. Um, but you know, whatever. Um, and, and the reveal at the end of who the package is. You know, it's still weird to me how how in Desmond's face Saeed got like really, and they were like two feet from each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, but the big stuff works really well, I think. Um, you know, Kimi's uh, in the flash sideways. Kimi's little talk to to Jin. I still want to believe Jin understood that. Oh yeah. I still want to believe make that true, but uh, yeah, I don't know if it is. Yeah. He did hit his head. He did hit his head, yeah. Yeah. He seems to have, I mean, I guess, you know, pretty serious stuff happens right after that. So mm-hmm. they didn't really talk about it. And also, like, Sun's thing with Locke, like, they didn't really talk about that again either. And yeah, it's like both of them Both of them hit their head and potentially, well, Sun actually has issues with language and Jen potentially has an issue with language. Yeah. Um, so I'm either looking too closely at that, or there's something there. Yeah, I think there might be something there. It's it's a very real potential. It'd be nice. I mean, I think they should do. I think they should tell us there's a little more to the story of Sun losing her ability to speak English mm-hmm. than she just bumped her head and got a fascia or something. It's just, <laughs> just lame-o. Yes. Um, one thing I did notice about this episode was Widmore tells um, Widmore tells Jen specifically that uh, let's see, I want to pull this up so I get this right. Um, get it right. Yeah, I want to get it right. Um, the lost lowdown. All right. Uh, yes, that's right. When he tells, yeah, uh, when he tells Jen. Um, uh, that if uh, if Locke gets off the island, everyone we know and love would cease to be. Mm-hmm, then he mm-hmm. says, I came here to make sure that doesn't happen. So he specifically tells Jen that the reason he's there is to stop Locke from leaving the island. Mm-hmm. I didn't really pick up that he had actually said that uh, yeah. the first time through. So that's the closest we have so far to an actual, the specific reason why Widmore's there. Yeah. So in terms of Smokey talking about Widmore isn't, isn't interested in answers. Like he's, he didn't he say didn't want he, power. he didn't say he was interested in answers. He said he's interested in stopping you from leaving the island. Yeah. 
So so I don't I don't even know what Which, that's about. Can I can I just pose the question? Why does Whitmore even know? Like no one else knew about Smokey. You know, no one else knew about Men in Black, right? No one else in the the others lot really seemed to know that much about him. Yeah, you're right. Why does Whitmore know? That's a great question. I have no idea. He was off the island. Wow. Mm-hmm. I really have no idea. I mean, I'm glad he knows. Yeah. But um, but uh, it seems it seems a bit yeah. strange that he knows I mean, that much. It reminds much. me of him knowing that Desmond survived an electromagnetic event. Like mm-hmm. it, like it just it seems like he watches the show. <laughs> if he does, that would be quite a reveal. Yeah. He's just a lost fan, and he finally got fed up, and he got in a sub, and he went to the islands. Duh. All right, guys. I'm taking care of this. You know, those And that's pylons, how he needs to bring the Sonic fans. Exactly. Yeah, the Sonic fans, those pylons, you know, on the little tripod thing. It seems like the way it's set up, you could just grab one of the tripod legs and tip the whole thing over. Mm-hmm. And you could break, you know, have a break in the fence. And it just seems like, okay, well, can't Locke do that? Right. Yeah. 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 Not the best, guys. Not the best. Yeah, I agree. So the other big question, you know, there's a couple little things like Locke's crazy mother, a couple of these little storyline things that they're hinting at that hasn't come to anything yet. Another one is uh, Zoe talking to Jen about the pockets of electromagnetism. Yeah. Uh, with the little map, like that hasn't really come to anything yet. Right. I mean, I um, think the the most development we had on that is, you know, they they do the test on Desmond, and mm-hmm. so I'm left to assume that the actual thing they were going to do with Desmond that I don't even know if we're ever going to see at this point um, would have involved those. Yeah, I'm guessing. I don't know. He would just go to where a big pocket was and drop him in. And I don't know what they would do, like detonate it somehow or um, – Yeah. I don't even know. I, I am really confused on how they plan how, – how Widmore plans to use Desmond. Me too. Uh, unless, unless he plans to set off another big event, electromagnetic event that will somehow something, something smoky. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, I think that is what he plans to do alright well look at that <laughs> I mean at every turn it just seems like Widmore knows more than he should um, so I don't know what to make of that but I, I I mean I guess I'm assuming he knows somehow how to defeat Smokey it seems like he doesn't. He has he has the big secret of how to defeat Smokey, which I'm trying to understand what that would really be because, I, like I said, I don't think you can just kill him, kill the evil, and that'll be it. Yeah. The best you could do is try to trap it more. You know. Like, <laughs> right. Even though it's already know. trapped on the island. Well, but it's trapped, but it's also sort of you know he's in Locke's body now. Like I feel like he's he's sort of closer to being free, and I think the best yeah. you could do is bring him back down to square one uh, yeah. in terms of being trapped and, and powerless, more, more powerless. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
like I don't know, maybe a blast of like you know magnetism would 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 uh, maybe maybe Locke couldn't turn into Smokey after that or something. Like the smoky oh. apparition itself couldn't function after being blasted with electromagnetism, and therefore oh, maybe Locke okay. would just be stuck as Locke, and then therefore he could okay. be killed. Maybe so yeah. that's the closest I can get to it. That'd at least be a good weapon because his smoky form is the best weapon he has. Yeah. So if he couldn't do that, he would go down a lot in power. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good that's a good idea. I like that. Hopefully, God, I just—it's so frustrating. I just—I just want to know what he was going to do with Desmond, and they just totally snatch it from under us. I think they'll still do something with him. I mean, yeah, I—I I hope so. I hope it wasn't just a, you know, a, a excuse to get him on the island. <laughs> I hope yeah. they, he really is still going to try to do what his plan was. Yeah, yeah. I think—I um, think this episode is the. Uh, uh, is the first mention of the timetable, <laughs> which mm-hmm. becomes a recurring motif. Yeah. Everyone complaining about their timetables <laughs> and how they're not being met. I know when it's scheduled. <laughs> That's how you know he's British. That is how you know. If you couldn't tell from everything else, that 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 will... It's always weird to me when, like, you know, like, Zoe says schedule, and he says schedule, and it's like, mm-hmm. you just heard her pronounce it the other way, like, <laughs> you know, like, it seems like there would be some, some, like, uh, you know, you know, sometimes when you're talking to someone who has a different language or something, there's just, like, you sort of feel the need to say it in their terms or something, yeah. and I, I feel like that would be there, too, at least a little bit of, like, just just by the virtue of the fact she just said that word, and now you're really going to pronounce it completely differently, like, I don't know. Right. I mean, I know that's how he pronounces it all the time, but it just seems to me like it's just weird to be like, you know, you want this tomato? Sure, I'll take that tomato. Right. Like, <laughs> let's just save this bright, same pronunciation because we're talking about the same thing, all right? Right, Yeah. Yeah. Whoever says the word first, that's how you have to pronounce it for the rest of that conversation. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a good rule. I agree. Should all obey that. It's resolved then. And go. <laughs> okay. I don't know how to start. Uh, we've already started. Okay. So, all right, that's all I got for this episode. Me too. Me too. Yeah. It was all a right. good episode, though. I enjoyed it. Yeah, the package. Yeah. The next is Happily Ever After. Um, ah, yes. The Desmond-centric episode, which isn't called the package. No. Even though it's about the package. He is the package, but... Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so on the island, uh, Desmond gets blasted by the electromagnetism, and he goes to the... Um, Flash sideways. He gets. Uh, we get to see him hanging out with. Uh, this is all the stuff with Charlie and uh, mm-hmm. Charlie trying to trying to kill him and showing him the other side and and you know love 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 will get us to the other side. Really, that's the yeah answer here. Um. So the big you know the big uh, and then what's going on on the island or the yeah that, that's kind of the same thing really. Flash sideways stuff is is Desmond um, seeing getting getting exposed to the other side and then meeting Penny and then on the island 
um, the stuff with uh, Desmond getting getting flashed and um, what else is going on with uh, that's it, huh? The rabbit Pretty with much. mysterious growth. The what? The rabbit with the mysterious growth. Yeah, yeah, the rabbit, and um, there's no other real main, major storylines on the island, huh? No, that's really the only story in this episode. Yeah. It's yeah. all about Desmond. It's all about Desmond. As Desmond um, episodes usually are. Like, he's he's got some giant ego or something. <laughs> he's just, he can't share an episode with anyone else. It's like, listen, brother, i got to be in both, <laughs> both storylines, the A and the B story, all right? Yes. So the big, I think the big, the big, you know, aside from the obvious strangeness in the in this episode, the the mysteries that that sort of get resolved or at least explained. Uh, the the one, the big one that isn't is uh, Eloise. Yes. Miss uh, Widmore in this episode, otherwise right. Miss Hawking. Right. Um, Miss Hawking to me. Right. Uh, she uh, seemingly knowing what's going on, knowing this isn't really their life. Yeah, uh, their original life, and, uh, and knowing and he says, what Desmond wants the most. Yeah, and he says, "How do you know that?" And she says, "Because I bloody do." God, that fucking line. I love, the, I love that line, and um, and I think I feel like that is the real answer. Like I almost feel like that is why she knows because she knows. Like there's no there's no other explanation for it. You know what I mean? I feel like that's mm-hmm. just kind of her power. Like Hurley, why does Hurley talk to dead people? Because you know, he bloody does. Because he bloody does. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like that's just her strange gift with with what's yeah. going on here is that she's just able to that's a be out be outside of these these strange events that are happening. She's got this outside perspective that keeps her, um, you know, keep, keep lets her know what's going on. Right. Yeah, I that's a good perspective to take. I've I've never really felt the need to say why can Hurley see ghosts. I've just kind mm-hmm. of accepted it as something he can do. Yeah. So uh, it's just I don't know. I guess um, uh, with Miss Hawking, we just I don't know. We haven't seen as much of her, and I guess I just got that sense there was some there's some kind of explanation, you know. Well, I, yeah, I still think there's. I mean, there's obviously room for some explanation. You know, she she has a, a long history with the island. She was there in the early days. There could be a, a very specific reason why she's in this position she is. But I feel like just just looking at the, her answer to that question again, you know, it just it just made me think. Okay, well, that's the answer. Like the answer is there is no answer. Yeah. It's just the, the matter of fact you know, right. situation that they're in. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Because when I watch it I didn't I didn't have that shift in perspective and I just kind of again took it as a dodge. They didn't want to answer the question so they just had her say that. Mhm. You know, um just like, you know, Locke asking Widmore why he's special and saying because you are Because you are It's just, you know, it's a non answer. Yeah. But you might um, be right. It might just be that sort of the best answer you can give. Yeah, that's just kind of her power. You know, Miles has a power, you know. Yeah. Like, there's people who have these inexplicable powers, so. Yeah. This could be hers. Yeah. I would like to understand it, though. I mean, it's weird to be someone, you know, worrying about which side the fork goes on and to know that you're in an alternate <laughs> universe that, 
you know, was created in this situation and and people are getting what they want and you know what people want. I don't know. It's just it's kind of mm-hmm. crazy. Oh, it is crazy. She's handling it very well. Very, very well. Yes. Yes. Um I also wanted to mention there's a sh- the, the when when Desmond is at the at the, the banquet set up and and uh and he's talking to the uh the guest list people and he wants to know who, you know, and then Widmore comes over, he you know, he's trying to talk about Penny and and then there's a shot where she tells him to come with me and they cut to behind this person's head and I and it, the way they cut like I never noticed I didn't I don't remember noticing this the three times I watched it before but the, you see Dan looking at them, like mm, you see mm-hmm. him in his hat looking mm-hmm. at them, you know, talking, yeah. and then he shows up later. I'm like, oh, yeah. that's a cool little setup for that. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting you didn't notice, like, the, like those shots stood out to me so much. Like, the first time I watched the episode, I was like, that's Dan. Yeah, that's Dan. I, don't, I don't remember, yeah, I don't remember noticing that, because the, the way he's in the frame... It's and weird. the hat or something, it just it just seems like he's he's not a person. It just seems like I don't know. It didn't it it didn't really stand out to me that that was someone looking at them until you know I watched yeah. it again and I'm like, oh look, that's Dan. You know, I can't quite put my finger on what it is, but there's something there's something very offbeat about this about this banquet sequence. Mm-hmm. Um, the the way they have Desmond come in, they show they show Dan in the background. I think there's maybe more than one shot of him. Um, oh, really? And Yeah, and, uh, you know, the, the way the way Miss Hawking sort of turns on all of a sudden when he asks for the list, you know, her mm-hmm. first reaction is just whatever, I don't, you know, no big deal. Um, and then he walks away, and then, and then she comes back, and then she says, get out, and then she has a, the weird talk with him. As, you know, it's I don't know. There's just there's just something offbeat about it. It it feels like a odd sequence of events. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really sure what it is, but it just you know most scenes have this kind of flow that where where I just feel like I'm being carried along by the natural you know development of the story, and this just feels choppy to me. Like it's just. Yeah. It it jars. I don't know. I think it is jarring. Yeah, it's jarring. Yeah. Especially considering, you know, the setup of she's going to be really pissed. Mm -hmm. And then he comes and tells her she doesn't care. And then he's going to leave. And then he hears the penny thing. And then she comes back over, you know, sort of upset. And then then she gets even madder. And, yeah, it's a little weird. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird that Widmore, Widmore is just totally terrified of her that he won't even tell her himself. Mm-hmm. He sends Desmond to do it. Like, it's... Yeah. Like, I, what is she like at home? Like, God. <laughs> <laughs> I just... I just... I, I'm... I'm Like, because Winmore is, you know... I mean, Winmore seems to be like a pretty strong person. I, mm-hmm. I'm, it just, I'm, to me, I just got the sense that it just... Because this was one of her functions, she would be excessively upset. I don't, you know, I didn't get the sense that she's a, you know, she's a slave driver at home. Just that, since this is one of her functions, you know, she she'd be really upset for things to go wrong. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I see. That works. Yeah. Um. 
I'm still confused about uh, the car that he drives with Charlie that comes out of nowhere. Why he decides to go rent a car for a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. For for one scene to drive it into the lake. Yeah. And then, or whatever that is, Marina. And then, uh, uh, you know, and then it's George again. And uh, <laughs> I like, I, what's funny about that whole sequence is that I think it doesn't make any sense why he gets the car. But after the car crashes, it makes a lot of sense he doesn't want to drive again for a while. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah. So I, just, I like that somehow it, it, it proves its own point later, you know. Like, mm-hmm. Now it makes sense for George to be driving because yeah. he just had this car accident. Right. Um, but, right. yeah, it, they, it's really just so they could be alone and so they could have a car crash. And yeah. It, you, know, if, if, you know, it wouldn't have made any sense. It wouldn't have worked if George was driving a car. Yeah. And it definitely wouldn't have worked if George was even involved in that whole incident. Right. If they got back in the limo, it's just they couldn't have done that scene. So yeah. It just uh, – but then – There's a deleted scene of George being off or duty or something uh, or, you know, he couldn't, he fuck, couldn't do it. I forgot it or, a deleted scene excuse. Uh, don't forget about it. <laughs> That's a good point. There probably is a deleted scene there that explains it. Mm-hmm. And 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 that would be it. And it just, yeah. But then later in the week, Desmond does get another car to hit Locke with and to watch uh, Hurley with. Who is renting cars to Desmond? <laughs> <laughs> they need to stop. Yeah, they, they do. Uh, they they need to be concerned. I bet I bet he's buying you know full uh, full insurance on those things. <laughs> Full coverage. He really should. Oh, man. He's totaling these things. <laughs> yes. Yes. Do not. They, his picture should be up in all the rental car offices. Yeah. Do not get a car this, man. <laughs> no matter what he tells you. Yeah. So here's a question. What is Desmond not ready for? She says, because he's not ready yet. All I can say is that he's not ready to know about the alternate timeline. What would make him ready, though, besides knowing? I don't know. I, <laughs> maybe, maybe he is ready by the time he meets Penny. Okay. I don't know. That was really fast. But... Was it, so you don't think it's something specific he has to do? Well, I, I mean, it could be. That makes more sense. It's just like it seems like he meets Penny and he was ready enough. So, uh, you know, it didn't seem like he really had to do anything. But I don't, maybe. I mean, what are they going to do? Like tell us he wasn't ready and then what? I, you know, I, I I have no idea. That's, it made me. It made me think that she was trying to say that once you know, once he finds out. The truth, like something like, like finding out the real truth, will make him have to make a choice or by do do something or, you know, like do something to stop this universe from existing or choose this universe to keep it. Like, like I thought I, I got the sense he was trying to say something like that. Like, like you're not ready to make the choice you're going to have to make once you know this. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's the best I can come up with. Okay, that sort of works. Yeah, maybe it's something along the same lines of the sacrifice that Widmore is is, Mm. is planning to ask him to make. Yeah. 
you know, like he definitely wouldn't have made it at the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. you know, but by the end he's totally on board and probably would do it. Can we just go ahead and say the sacrifice is going to be to not see Penny and his son again? I mean, that's the obvious thing, of course. <laughs> what yeah. else? I don't what know else? what other sacrifice he would consider a sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's really not, there's really not. For Desmond, there's not much. And it's going to be something that matters to him, or it's not much of a sacrifice. Yeah. So I think I think that's right. Okay. All right, well, anything else with this episode? Um, let's see. I guess not. Let me make sure. Uh, no, that's it. All right, um, everybody loves Hugo. Yes. The cl- the uh, the spinoff of Everyone Loves Raymond. Right. <laughs> Not as many laughs. Not as many laughs. Uh, so this was, of course, the Hurley-centric episode uh, where on the flash sideways, we see he's, um, you know, he won the lottery and he bought Mr. Clux and he turned it into a big philanthropic, uh, adventure. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and in that photo montage, like, I, Oh man, I just got like, I started getting a little bit obsessed with the fact that the guy in the chicken costume was always there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I forgot about that whole dream he had. Uh, about the chicken. Remember yeah. that dream he had with like, what did yeah. the chicken say? Like the chicken was speaking Spanish or something weird. Or it was gin. It was, oh, it was gin. What it did was, he say? It was gin in the chicken costume. Oh yeah. And he talked about his head. Gin was speaking English and Hurley That's was right. speaking Korean. Oh yeah, I knew it was some weird thing with language. Wow, yeah. Anyway, you know, that photo montage, it's so hard not to laugh at some of that, seeing, like, Mr. Clux, and you see a big yeah. chicken at, at some yeah. farm they did, or just, like, it's it's yeah. it's hard to take it but seriously. Like the Egyptian pyramids with the Mr. Yeah. Clux. <laughs> it's like, yikes. <laughs> Come on, guys. Yeah, it's, Don't it's a Don't put a Mr. Clux there. But, yeah, I just, I got obsessed, like, all the shots... So many shots. There's a guy in a chicken costume there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I get the idea. It's like it's for, you know, he's the Mr. Klux guy. Yeah. I, just, I like, why do you need a guy in a chicken costume at these he's like, the Ronald charity McDonald. Functions? You know, he's the he's yeah. Ronald McDonald. And it's, okay. It's, yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> okay, he's Ronald McDonald. Okay, I'll take that. Yeah, that's it's just the mask. I just started getting obsessed with this guy. Like, rather, no, I want to wear my chicken costume. No, really, you don't need to. <laughs> no, no, no. It's because yeah, it's because he's he, you know, Mr. Clux is the mascot of this. You know, yeah. like I said, it's like it's like Ronald McDonald. Okay, okay. Uh, that's really what they were riffing off of. I see. Um, so, so yeah, so Hurley in the Flash sideways, he ends up meeting Libby, who says. She remembers him for some previous life, right? And um, he goes along with it because she's hot. Uh, that's really the only reason. <laughs> pretty much, he pretty much says it himself. Yep, uh, hot and interested in him. So uh, hey, <laughs> I don't care if she's crazy. All women are a little bit crazy, right, brother? That's right. Um. So and then on the main island, the main timeline, um, 
We got um, Michael appearing to Hurley to warn Ah. them not to go blow up, not to use dynamite from the uh, Black Rock to blow up the Ajira plane, and generally to to have Hurley try to stop uh, stop them from blowing up the plane. Hurley then decides to have his group go talk to uh, Locke. Yes. Uh, We also get, of course, the uh, the death of Alana. Uh, with the dynamite and uh, the over the overzealous dynamite packing, you know, yeah. she just was. She just. I don't think she got, you know, and I, and I, you know, a lot of times I was gonna say I don't think she she really got a good warning in terms of the dynamite. And a lot of times, you know, we we would we would complain about characters not saying something obvious to another character that they know that you know relevant to the situation. And and to give her credit, Hurley did tell her, you know, Arndt said the same thing that it was dynamite was you know was fine. And a couple of days later I was wiping pieces up. So mm-hmm. it was like he gave her the most you could expect him to say in that small bit of time. Yeah. To warn her and uh it just wasn't enough. Yeah. Yeah. No. She was just she was just not worried about the dynamite. No. At all. No, she wasn't. So, um, and then, of course, Richard, Miles, and Locke break off to go get yes. some uh, explosives at the barracks. And yes. um, and then they, they're off on their little side mission. And so we find out what the whispers are. We, of course, find out the great explanation of what the whispers are. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so two things about this episode. Um, first, I really just wish they had Michael say, I wanted Michael to be a little bit more specific what he was talking about in terms of like, people are going to die. Like, I just, I, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm still a little bit vague on what the problem was. Like, if he was just saying, like, you're going around with dynamite and it's unstable and, or if he had something bigger in mind, like I, it's just, it wasn't clear to me exactly what his problem was with them going on that mission. I think it was the dynamite. I think it was, I think it was the fact that the, he was worried that the candidates would die. I think that's the people he's talking about. I don't think I don't think anyone else matters. Okay. 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 Yeah, I guess in him saying people, not like your friends or, you know, like, it just it, it made it sound like he, it was some general problem that was going to happen that he mm-hmm. had in mind. And I, it just, it was it was vague. And I, so I just, I don't know. I, I think I think you're right, I guess. Um, uh, but then, you know, later, um, so it is Hurley's idea to go see Locke. Um, but... At a certain point, he, you know, he's talking to Jack, telling him he was lying, that Jacob told him to do it, and he has no idea where he's going. So, mm-hmm. uh, but then uh, Michael... Uh, as they, soon as he says, as soon as he says, I don't know where I'm going, yeah. the whispers start. Yeah. And and then, he, you know, he talks to Michael about the whispers, and then he asks Michael, you know, where Locke is, and Michael points the way. So mm-hmm. so Michael's providing some tasks for him. He could say, don't do that, Hugo. It's mm-hmm. a bad idea, just like he, he did with the plane. So, you know, so there is some kind of whatever, supernatural, you know, that, that, that that's an okay idea. Or Michael is smoky. Or Michael Smokey. <laughs> I guess that's uh, uh, Yeah, I don't think that's true. But, uh, I don't think that's true either, but uh, 
but uh, uh, it, it, do, it does seem to suggest that even though Hurley came up with the idea on his own, it still is what they're supposed to do. Yeah. Whatever that means. Which I don't even know what the benefit is of them going to talk to Locke. You know, going to join. I mean, what's the benefit of that? Benefit? I mean, it's not like. <laughs> That was the appropriate answer, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, presumably there'd be some benefit. <laughs> you want there to be a benefit when they do yeah, something? Yeah, I don't want it to be, you know, just as good as if they would have stayed at the beach, which it seems like it is. You know, it's yeah. not like Locke was trying to kill them. It's like, I'm going to kill you or else you come with my group. Yeah. He was, in fact, waiting for them. So, yeah. Um, I don't. That's the thing. I don't. I don't know what they gained by being with Locke's group. I think, I mean, at least at this point, it didn't seem clear what what they gained mm-hmm. by going to talk to him. Yes. You know, they didn't find anything new. I mean, you know, and generally nothing new. I mean, some characters found out specific new things, like Jack. But right. Um. You know, it just. I don't know why they needed to go there. Besides, it just seems like they wanted to get Locke, the Locke's group, and Jack's group you know, together. Yeah. It put them in a position, uh, to have them all escape and be together. Mm hmm. It set, it set up, it set up them going over to Widmore. Yeah. It just seems like, it seems like, um, it seems like there would be, there's no real good reason for, I mean, it's, it's not like, I don't, I don't feel like Locke could have really convinced them to join his group. Like I'm really you know, surprised that Locke didn't just the Locke didn't just appear in front of the beach camp and say, "Hey guys, yeah. come with me." Like he was. That's he what was I'm saying. Like he didn't about. do that. He didn't. He didn't just come to them and try to convince them to come with him. And in fact, it seems like with the candidates, he tries to talk to them individually. Yes. To convince them, um, but uh, but yeah, it seems like he he didn't he didn't just. And it seems like there was no good way for all of them to come over willingly, or really to come over at all, so they just came over willingly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he can't threaten them into coming over. That's silly, you know. Um, So it seems like, yeah, it seems like that they just wanted those two groups together. Yeah. Yeah. And I would have to believe, I'd want to believe if Jacob thought it was a bad idea, he would appear to Hurley and told him not to. Right. Right. Yeah. No, I, I think I think that's supposed to be, you know, an okay thing to do. It's just, I don't know. So we also get the reveal of, um, you know, Smokey being Christian. Oh, not in this episode. Oh, that wasn't this one? It's the next one. Oh, the next one. Well, that's coming up. Yeah. Stay tuned for that, folks. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, what? Christian <laughs> Smokey? What? <laughs> Nobody knows that at this point. Um... Yeah. So yeah, the explosion of Alana and explosion of the Black Rock. Oh yes, exploding Black Rock. Yeah, yeah, lots of explosions. I would really love to see, uh, sort of love to see, 
lock by lock I mean lost. Um <laughs> Okay. Pretty close. Um yeah. uh cut together nearly. What? Like cut together linearly, like chronologically. Oh, oh. oh. Mm-hmm. Like watch all the scenes in chronological order. Uh huh. You know, to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I guess. I guess so far the first scene is the beginning of Abiturno, and. The last mm-hmm. scene is the guys on the freighter, or not the freighter, the uh, the outrigger. Yeah, and that's what that's what made me think of that because of the uh, the black rock explodes. You know, they blow it up right after Abiturno. Mm-hmm. You know, we just first saw how it got there, so it just yeah. made me think. You know, if we saw this chronologically, we'd see the black rock get there, and a long time yeah. later, we would yeah. see it blow up. That's true. Because that's really what happened in the timeline. Mm-hmm. There would be a very strange middle period where we would we would go to the Dharma times and we'd get these characters that we've never met before. Yeah. <laughs> like, showing up. Like, that, that would be really strange. Yeah, because characters we never meet never show up out of nowhere. Well. <laughs> that, that's kind of how you introduce characters, right? I guess, yeah. That would just be our first impression of them. Yeah. You know, Locke would come in the 50s and say, I'm the least of the others. Right. <laughs> like, what? Who yes. are you? Yes. You know, and um, and then Richard would go to his, you know, go to Locke being born, and he'll be like, whoa, this is weird. This is right. that guy who said he's the leader being born. I mean, huh. the, the difference is they're sort of acting like we know who they are. Like, there's, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way they actually introduce the characters, like, they tell you stuff about them when they introduce Yeah, no one would introduce characters the way, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, so that's why that's why it would be kind of crazy. I mean, of course, we we know the show, so we wouldn't be that confused by it. But like, just imagining someone who'd never seen Lost watching it that way, it yeah. would come across strange. It would be interesting, though. Very interesting, very difficult project to put together, especially because some of the flashback timelines are pretty confusing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't even know how to make those, you know, fit in order. I, I'm well, not I'm sure, sure there's even uh, enough information to do it accurately. I'm sure Lostpedia has something close to being right. Yeah, that's what you'd have to do, I guess. Yeah, just find find something that works. Yeah. Yeah. So what else you got on this episode? Um I know I wanted to say, oh, this this episode has that has the well incident. Uh mm-hmm. The well conversation and then the well pushing, which uh, which was not intended to cause death, um, mm-hmm. clearly. Clearly. Um, so confused by it. I mean, I guess one point of it is just to tell us what the wells are. Um, um, I don't know exactly why he feels the need to tell Desmond that. Uh uh, and I I don't know why he's bothered that Desmond isn't afraid. Uh, I'm 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 not clear on that. Um, well, I think he's bothered because he's not afraid. But why is that a problem? I mean, is it just because? Well, because should... it just stands out. It's like okay. everyone else, no one else, 
he's just saying in any anyone else in that position would have some level of fear. Yeah. And this guy isn't. So it just I think I think he it's a, you know, it's only bothering him because it stands out. Okay. Okay. Like it bothers him because it bothers him. It's not okay. a great answer, it's just I think it just stands out. Okay. Okay. Um I mean it just it seemed like he wanted Desmond to be afraid. But I, I guess it's just a normal reaction. And well, yeah, I think I, yeah, probably he, also that's what like, he's saying. Is the normal reaction here would be to be scared, and you're not. So what's wrong with that? It's probably also telling us that Desmond is different. Yes, exactly. So I, that's – but then I'm, I'm still hung up on that. Widmore's not here for answers. He's here for power. I just I don't I don't know what to do with that line. That sounds like old lost thinking to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. That sounds like the kind of stuff we would have believed early on, but yeah. we're way we as an audience are just way past thinking that about Widmore. Right. Yeah. Yeah, no. I I I don't think he's there for power. And he himself didn't say he was there for answers. So mm-hmm. the whole thing is just silly. Like, uh, yeah. just what? I I don't even know <laughs> why they wrote that. You're right. It's like they're old school. Like, they just don't – they're writing like it's season four or something. Yeah, totally. He just wants to kill everything on the island. Yeah, he wants to kill every living thing on the side. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know if that's true about Whitmore. <laughs> Come on, guys. <sighs> yeah. Well, I think that's it. All right. Um, so what do we got next? The last recruit? The final recruit. The final recruit? The last recruit, sorry. The last recruit? Which one is it, damn it? No. <laughs> uh, the last recruit. Yeah. I was going to say the final episode, and then it turned into the final recruit. Um... All right, so this is the uh, whose storyline is this? Oh, it's kind of various, I guess. Yeah. Sideways, yeah, yeah. It goes, it goes, it really, in a way, kind of culminates or brings to a head a lot of the storylines they developed throughout mm-hmm. the uh, season. Uh, it was, it was kind of like a payoff episode. Yeah, yeah. Sawyer, Sawyer catching Kate, and then yeah. catching Saeed, and uh, yeah, yeah. Jack working on Locke in the hospital yeah. after Desmond hits him. Jack um, meets Claire. Yeah, uh, yeah. Claire and Alana and uh, yeah. at the lawyer office. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was Why are you following us, Claire? Because he's my brother. <laughs> All right, that's a good reason. Okay. Well. <laughs> I guess it's a good reason. <laughs> Why not? I guess that's what you do with your brothers. I'm gonna follow him. Um, so yeah, then Sawyer of course comes up with this plan to to uh, not take Locke with them, but to meet uh, at the uh, at the Hydra Island. Uh, right. So that's that's the big that's the big stuff going on. Of course, of course, yes. of course, the big thing is Son and Jen reuniting. Yes. After all this time, I never stopped looking for you. <laughs> I should have known that you weren't dead. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. You know, I really bought that line the first time I heard it. <laughs> and then we got a podcast, and you're like, "I never stopped looking for you." Yeah, that like, was a bit much. Uh, that was a bit much. We saw you going to his grave site, and mm-hmm. 
You were really not looking for him. She at was that about point. to kill kill people because she thought Jin was dead. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, you did stop looking. Yeah. It really just seems like, you know, this season. <laughs> it almost like, it's kind of the kind of, uh, her sentiment is totally correct. Yeah. But I think the accurate statement would be, I never stop, be- you know, maybe maybe you could buy, I never stop believing I find you again or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, I could buy that more than I never yeah. stop looking for you. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bit much. Yeah. Or, like, I always knew I would see you again. You know, something a little, like, yeah. the, the, her sentiment is correct, but, but right. the actual idea is a little off. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's, God, Jen has no idea. She was, she was making, cutting deals with Winmore and. Yeah. Trying to go kill Ben and. Oh, man. She was. Company and, I love that. I love that little, that little air of, uh, of yeah. Jen. I mean, sorry, of son when, uh, yeah, when she's like, you know. Kick ass, take names. Yeah, that was her empowerment phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that was good. She definitely uh, took charge in the uh, flash forward. The uh, worst babysitter ever, still. Well, yeah, sure, sure. You know, I was thinking about that. Like, I realized that uh, with the way the timeline is, I think she she's probably. I mean, assuming she makes it off the island, which I guess is up in the air, she's not going to have left G on for more than like a week. So, <laughs> really, not even that bad. <laughs> like, if they get off really soon. Well, I mean, the end of the season isn't going to be more than a week from when she left. Or if it is, it's barely more. Mm-hmm. So like she she's unless she ends up stuck in the island or dies or whatever happens, you know she's not gonna leave Jiyan for very long. Yeah, you know like it seems like a long time because it's been a lot of story, but like it really hasn't in terms of the timeline been very long at all. Yeah, I can see that. So so it won't be that bad that she left if she actually gets back. Yeah. Yeah, Jen's actually been gone that time, but yes, but she she was there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jen Jen will be the will be the uh, the big surprise. It was nice of Widmore to show him his daughter on the on the camera. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that that uh, that was pretty good. Uh, I like uh, you know he. I, it was, you know, all he did was just kind of look at it, and uh, he he got that that across pretty well. I I, I like his acting in that scene. Mhm. It was it was it was good stuff. Uh, it was nice because uh, no one else is talking about G. On uh, seems like uh, seems like everyone else kind of forgot about her. So yeah, it was good. People time. don't they don't seem to like to tell what people what they what the children are doing off the island. Yeah. You know, no one no one tells Claire that her mother has Aaron and Yeah. You know, hopefully son will tell hopefully Jen will ask about his daughter and son will say my so. mother my mother has has her. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I guess that's a thing. No one that's they're just not bringing that stuff up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it's it wouldn't take long either. It wouldn't eat up a lot of time to just no. bring, bring it in. But I think you might be right about the Claire thing that they're that they're saving that for some key moment later. Uh huh. And the sudden Jen thing. I mean, they just reunite. So. <laughs> Claire will be like, "My mother's dead." Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like, what? <laughs> 
Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention earlier with that crazy mother speech, like the fact that the punchline of that is Aaron has a crazy mother now too. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I, like, what? Like, I just, I don't know. I, I don't. Are they really trying to? Are they really trying to tell us something with that, or is it like? With the Claire and Rousseau thing, like she's kind of like Rousseau, but don't read too much into that, you know. Uh, I like I said, I will have to see what comes of just his whole idea of having a crazy mother. I mean, I, I definitely don't think they're saying Aaron is going to turn into a smoke monster. Right. That's exactly. You know, because that's you know having a crazy mother is not. It's not you know being a smoke monster is not just predicated on having a crazy mother. So maybe, maybe he's just saying he's just saying don't. Don't let Claire, you know, take care of Aaron or something like it'll get. I think yeah, I think he's just kind of saying, kind of saying. I I feel like at the very least he's saying, this is going to be an issue you need to be worried about. And I think he's just trying to tell her from personal experience that having a crazy mother gives you issues. And now that and and just to let her know, okay, Claire is crazy now. So yeah. You know, I think it was just sort of simply that. Now I don't know if there's more to it, but I think just simply he's just saying. Just, you know, be beware that, you know, I know you want to bring, you know, Claire back to Aaron, but beware that she is now crazy and, you know, you should be concerned about that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, just a little helpful hand for your neighborhood, your friendly neighborhood <laughs> smoke monster. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Yeah. Looking out for Aaron for no yeah. reason. Um. And then they had that scene with him and Claire where he's like, you know, once we get those people on the plane, whatever happens, happens. Well, that was what was strange because on one hand, he's being really sincere with Claire saying, no, 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 even though you're not a candidate, I need you. I need you. Yeah. But Kate, well, whatever happens, happens. It yeah. is so weird to, to be nice on one hand and on the other hand just to be so ruthless of being like seemingly implying he doesn't care if Kate lives or dies once right. he serves her purpose. Yeah. Yeah, it's and, and it also seems to imply that Claire would want to kill Kate. Yeah, you know, like, like it just. But even though it's like, okay, I thought she was over that. Right. <laughs> you know, it's weird to bring that up when it's like I thought we were past this idea that Claire was upset with Kate. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, because they didn't. I mean, they didn't really build on that. Like she, she had different reasons to be upset in this episode. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they all abandon her. Oh. You know, right after she talks about how they abandoned her. <laughs> it's almost like she got abandoned twice in one day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's really, you know, and they're not going along with the plan and all that. And so, but it wasn't really personally about Kate. It was just about what they were doing, you know. So, yeah, it's weird. I don't, I don't know if, if she's really just gonna relapse or why they even put that scene in there. I mean, it's yeah. confusing. So, so I think it has to be said. It, it's pretty apparent, but you know, Jack, Jack makes a decision to jump off of Sawyer's boat. Yes. And go with Locke, you know. Uh, and I think it's pretty clear that 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 Jack is. Uh, a man of faith now. Yes. Isn't that strange? <laughs> yes. Man of science, man of faith. Well, it's two men of, man faith, of faith now. Yeah. Yeah. 
Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, I think I think it makes sense. I, I think that's the journey he's been on. It's taken him a long ass time, but mm-hmm. I, I I think it's believable to me. Jack is a really well developed. There's a lot with Jack. Uh, it's good that he's a main character. Um, <laughs> that he has so much uh, going for him. But yeah, I think I think it, you're right. That's uh, the overall character arc for him is is uh coming to fruition with that scene. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy that we've gotten to this point, you know. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I I it didn't doesn't even seem that long ago that he was talking to Locke at the end of season 4 and and just, you know, Locke, you're crazy and well, watch what mm-hmm. I'm about to do and oh, oh, move the that. island. No, he didn't. I love that. I love that. Oh man, that's that's that's, that's top ten for some other reason. That yeah. scene of just like he moved the island. No, he didn't. <laughs> like, damn it, if he didn't, what did he do then? You know, you see the ripple. That's what I love. You see the ripple yeah. in the water, you know. It's not just like the island disappeared or like, mm-hmm. you know, like it's somewhere else and we lost track of it. It's like you see where it was. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh that was that was really good. Oh, yeah. So, no he didn't. Uh so what did he do, Jack? <laughs> What happened? He was just in such denial. It doesn't even he can't explain. He just no, he didn't move no, it. No, wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's also kind of weird slash disturbing that Smokey tells Locke to say hello to my son, mm-hmm. and that's the thing he says to you know Jack um, when he meets him in the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like that's part of, you know, part that's of why Jack. Yeah, that's that's the whatever you call it, the the final straw for Jack. Like, yeah, yeah, the catalyst. The catalyst, um, exactly. Without that, they would not have gotten back to the island. Yeah, it's 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 really you know it, it's the it's the the level before um, you have what it takes. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you have what it takes is way more specific and powerful, but, but you know, right. the whole dad thing is the, the beginning of that. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and, and it's almost like he – I feel like they were really setting up the idea that he would come to the island and meet with his dad again. Mm-hmm. You know, because his issues with his dad were so unresolved when he died. Yeah. You know, like, he, he, he just – he, you know, exposed his dad with this, you know, drinking thing and got him fired or disbarred, whatever it is that happens with doctors. And then he goes on this bender in Australia and and just ends up dead. And, like, that's sort of the note they go out on. Uh, and so it just, it feels like, you know, it feels like their relationship got no resolution. And since he was appearing on the island, it seemed like, you know, they were heading towards something like that. You know. Mhm. I, I I still have to believe they are. I mean, it's, I I just I will. I and I'll say this, and if I change my mind, then I'll be a hypocrite. But at this point, I will say, if, if we don't get resolution with Jack and his dad, I will. That that will to me be a great fault of the show. Um, it's the the show starts with Christian. You know what I mean? Like it's um, 
is Christian and Jack, you know, in pretty much the very beginning of the show. Yeah. And Jack is the main character. And, um, and I will, like I said, yeah, I think if they, if we don't get any resolution with that, that will be just a, a complete, a complete uh, failure on my part, uh, on their part to me. Yeah. And so I, I really feel like we will get something. I, I just, I just can't imagine they've been so, you know, good about what they have focused on uh, over the last years. I just can't imagine they would, they would, uh, they would just skip, uh, skip over that, you know. Yeah. That just, I really can't imagine that at all. Uh, but I do think it's interesting that in Jack's flash sideways, what he what he has is a relationship with his son, and not a relationship with his father. Right. So I'm wondering what that means in terms of what Jack ultimately wants. Yeah, I mean, it sort of seemed like with the flash with the relationship with his son, that was, you know, in the flash sideways, his dad is still dead, and mm-hmm. just making sure that he doesn't do to his son what his dad did to him. It's sort of the best he can do to repair the relationship he had with his dad, you know, not to become his dad, basically. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's, it seems like that's sort of what they're going for with that. Um, that's the resolution he could get on that. Yeah. It, it wasn't possible to re- resolve things with the guy that, that was dead. Because I'll say this, if, if, uh, if in the flash sideways what we had was Christian alive and he has a good relationship with Jack, mm-hmm. then I would say on the main island we don't need to see Christian again. Right. But the fact the fact that we don't even see Christian in flash sideways, I think, lends itself to to saying we're gonna we're gonna have to see him in the main the main island at some point, even if it's the the last scene of the show or something, and all we see is. Christian giving Jack a thumbs up or something. Just I, there has to be something yeah. where Jack can interact with his dad and 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 understand. Jack can get disapproval from his dad that he wants, or you know whatever whatever the situation would be. But there's got to be something. I, like I said, they don't do that. That's that's just going to be a big failure. And I can't even name a lot of things I think they could, they could fail on, but that would be one of them. Yeah. Um. I I, I also think that. Uh, I mean, maybe I'm wrong about this, but I think the cop, the missing coffin is going somewhere. You think so? I I wanted to think that they haven't really done anything with it in a while, but I, I thought the you, you like you mean the missing coffin, the flash sideways, right? Yeah, the flash sideways. Yeah, I uh, I really thought that was going to come to something too, but I know we'll there's see, not a lot know. of time, but I, if it's a bigger thing, I mean, I. I, I you know, the stuff they set up in LAX, everything has pretty much come to fruition, including the lock surgery thing, although not exactly the way I thought, uh, except for that. And so I, I really think they're going to do something. Well, do you that not story. think that, 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 that Locke telling Jack they didn't lose your, your father, they just lost his body? You don't think that's a good enough uh, ender for that idea for, with the coffin? No. Mainly, I mean, they do bring it up again in the Lighthouse episode. That mm-hmm. it's it's it was in Germany or something. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess you know what can the answer be? Uh, oh, oh, that was a realization I had about that. I want to say that Locke telling him that is what made him decide to go ahead and do the funeral without the body. Mm, okay, that makes and, sense. Like that's that's that sort of put the idea in his head that it's not really his father, and they can just go ahead and do the funeral, and so that's why they do it anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that, that was something I didn't really 
think about the first time we saw it because it was so weirdly abrupt. Oh, he was sad at the funeral, and you know, we mm-hmm. didn't really we didn't really see it. We didn't really know when it happened. So anyway, um, no, I I think uh, since they mentioned it again. Uh, I think they're going to do something. I could be wrong. I think they're going to do something with it. I don't know what. I, you know, there's not a lot of, you know, the Flash Highways doesn't have all this like crazy supernatural stuff in it. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't really know what they can say besides here's your father's body. We found it. Um, yeah, yeah. It, there has to be some some reveal there. Yeah. For them to, I I hope there would have to be for them to even deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, but I do I do think that's going somewhere. I mean, I I could be wrong, but I mm-hmm. I feel like they're going to do something with that and it. So it might it might give us something on on the Christian thing. Um All right, you got anything else about this episode? Um let's see. Uh da, 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 what did we get in this? Blah blah blah. Boat. No, no. I think I think uh, if you want more comments on this episode, you can listen to our last podcast. <laughs> Everyone's like, "No, thank you." <laughs> uh, so, okay. So let me tell you my my big theory so far. Okay. This is I, I've been trying to figure out the end of the show and figure out what the big reveal might be and figure out how the island relates to the man in black and Smokey and evil and the flash sideways and all, you know, for lack of a better term, my grand unifying theory of lost. All right. Um, and the best I can come up with so far is, is generally the idea that, uh, and like what rich, like, you know, Richard said, uh, when he, when he thought they were in hell, you know, when he in Abiturno, when he went crazy, he was like, uh, you know, we're not. This isn't. This place isn't what it seems. Not an island. So I, I feel like um, I feel like my big my big theory is that the island is, in, uh, for lack of a better term, a spaceship. <laughs> but 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 not really a spaceship. But just some sort of um, I, I, I guess vessel would be a better term. Vessel. From someplace else that is either either extraterrestrial or uh, from a different dimension, from a different time period, timeline, or something. And I feel like I feel like what might what the story, the ultimate story, might be is that um, you know the reason Jacob and these people keep saying if if Smokey gets off the island, it'll be the end of everything. I feel like maybe that actually happened to a different Earth where this evil was released and killed everybody or annihilated everything. And, and all that was left was, was sort of the island where, where it was trapped. But it, but, but it was, you know, trapped on this island, but then brought to sort of, quote, our dimension, mm-hmm. you know, where, where it takes place now, which is why, you know, the barrier and all that stuff is there, you know, uh, because it's from a different place. Um, and so the idea, and so that would be why Jacob knows what's going to happen if he gets out, is because it already happened to wherever Jacob and the man in black are originally from. Be that, you know, I, I don't think it's like I said, like I'm saying, I think Lost will do something crazy for the big reveal. I don't want them to tell us the man in black and Jacob are aliens, 
but I think they could do something close to that level of craziness. And, And that's the thing. Like, you know, he says he used to be a man. I don't know what that means. But um, but uh, I feel like there's there's going to be some crazy extra reveal like that in terms of where they're from. That it's not just going to be they're from. Uh oh. Uh oh, that's a drop call. So while I wait for Claude to return, I will just peruse Google News for you. Uh, let's see what's happening today. Um, let's see. Um, yes, Volcanic Ash, British parties. Blah, blah, blah. All right, I'm back. Uh, oh, okay. So did you get that? Did that finish my theory? <laughs> <laughs> you were so close. Cut out the middle. Um, yeah, so the idea, what did I leave off? What, what, uh, I forgot what your last words are. So anyway, so just the idea that... that um, oh, you were, you were talking about how you... Um, just the idea that they're not going to tell us that that Locke and the Man in Black, uh, or sorry, oh, Man in Black and yeah, Jacob right. are just from ancient Earth Rome a long time ago, ancient Rome or Egyptian yeah. time period. I feel like that's that's a little too pedestrian for the final reveal of Lost. So I feel like you know now that we know about these the the Flash Sideways timeline, I'm thinking I'm thinking maybe they're from something like that, some alternate version of Earth where that has been destroyed. And Jacob is trying to make sure this doesn't happen to to this place, to our Earth. Um, and it may be that the man in black who's talking about going home, he I feel like he should know, you know, but you know maybe he doesn't even know that the home he's talking about is not this place. He could know that or not know that. Um, and, and and so the idea of the 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 island uh, not being what it really looks like. Um, you know, I feel like the 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 donkey wheel, the lighthouse, um, these elements of the island that are supernatural, I feel like uh, could be explained if um, you know, as technology or as um, you know, metaphorical uh, devices for you know, like like with the lighthouse being sort of working kind of like a lighthouse, but not but not obviously being just a lighthouse. You know, the donkey wheel is like, you know, it's a it's a wheel like you steer the wheel of a ship, but it does something crazy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like these things are sort of what we as sort of people would, would, would see them to be, but what they actually are are something way more technical and way more complicated and way more out of this world. But they just appear to, you know, it's almost like, you know, if we were looking at a four-dimensional object, it's like, well, we see this three-dimensional object, and it looks like something we can understand. But what it really is is this other thing. Mm-hmm. So that's that's sort of my theory in a nutshell. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I could live with something along those lines. Yeah? That's not is, Are them being aliens too much? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like that's the thing. I don't. I don't want them to say they're aliens. You know. I don't. Uh, I definitely don't think they're gonna say that. Um, yeah. You know. Uh, uh, I think. I think there's a good chance. Well, it seems like Man in Black really was a man. So I think. I think your idea of a sort of alternate Earth is sort of as far as I'd want to go with them being aliens. 
Mm-hmm. You know, but I feel like that's more realistic too. You know, just yeah, just some other Earth that that was destroyed, and therefore, you know, that's why he's trying to stop this from happening. And I think I think it. You know, we need to have a reason why that he's so convinced this is true. Um, you know, there, that's a reason because he saw it happen before. Yes. Yes. You know, and it could be, you know, like we said before about the evil just could be, you know, he could just, the evil was just put into the man in black. Um, you know, it could be something like that. So you have this other earth where this evil has spread and killed everyone. And by whatever technology or whatever power or whatever you want to call it, supernatural ability, Jacob uh, and other people maybe, or whoever is ultimately control of the island is able to, garner all of that evil and put it into a single individual, that individual is stuck in this vessel with Jacob, who is the protector, and then that vessel is sent to our Earth, um, you know, sort of ideally out of the way, but then, of course, Jacob decides to bring people there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I, okay, hmm. I know it's a lot to think about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of the entire show and how how that would sort of fit in. I just think I just think there I think there is something to the idea that things look a certain way. You know, things are deceiving the way they look. It looks like a jungle. It looks like an island. You know, but like like Dan said, the light doesn't scatter quite right. You know what I mean? I feel like it. You know, they're in a hollow deck or something. Like it didn't have to look like an island. It could have looked like a jungle paradise. It could have looked like. Uh, you know, it could have been a frozen tundra, you know, but for whatever reason, they decide to make it appear to us as an island. So now, uh, I think you said this, but let, let me just, uh, I, I'm forgetting. The, where did the evil come from? Well, I don't know where the evil came from. I, I you know, I don't, I don't, I think evil just exists or something. Uh, and I would just, basically, my theory would would, would say, could, so far, I can only explain that the evil, you know, there was this great evil and, and some other alternate Earth that that did spread. Okay. I don't but know. Then, where, I don't know where the origin is. Okay. Okay. But then it was contained on the island. It was. It was contained on the island. Okay. Okay. And the island is some kind is is not really an island. It's some kind of. I don't know. Like you said device uh yeah it, it it's a it's a it's a location with a with a function it's, it's yeah it's some sort of vessel yeah okay okay now what about what about the idea of the rules and uh the i i can't say a lot about the rules um i because i don't know what they are okay uh i mean it it could just be you know like he's like you know sort of sentenced to a prison term and there's rules or something but i don't know why he has to follow them i think that's my biggest problem with the rules is why do you have to follow them what are the consequences if you don't yeah um so i don't i don't have a good a good explanation for what the rules are uh i think that's the kind of thing that'll be specific and we'll just have to wait for the reveal yeah okay Okay. That is a big all-encompassing theory. It's it's big enough for the show. Um I was trying to think outside the box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's definitely outside the box. It's definitely beyond anything they've shown us so far. But, mm -hmm. you know, they've given us an alternate universe this season, so 
It's mm-hmm. at least uh, yeah. I feel like they're going to build on what they've given us. You know, it's at least within the realm of pop. So then, what's the point of the alternate universe, and how does that tie into? Well, it seems like the alternate universe was just them getting a chance to uh, to have a different take at their life. I don't I don't know what the ultimate uh, culmination is going to be, other than you know, you guys have to go back to your real lives because. You know, I almost feel like, like I said before on a podcast, I feel like it was almost like the universe is indulging them for, for a second. It's like, okay, you know what? We, we've been playing around with you guys, you know. We've been make, you know, messing around with you all this time. You, you go through all the trouble to uh, intervene in the incident and, and, and make the hydrogen bomb go off. You know, we'll let, we'll let you, you know, live in this alternate time, timeline where, uh, you, you know, most of you have what you really want. But then I think they will all eventually realize that it's not, it's not real, and, of course, it's not what they really want or something like that. So it'll be – I almost feel like it's just some sort of side excursion to prove a point. Um, yeah. Okay. 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 You know, to prove a point about their true destinies or – um, you know, whether or not they would really be happy with these things they think they want. Because uh, look at Desmond. I mean, uh, you know, like like we said before in the podcast, it's just, yeah, he may want to rid Woodmore's approval more than anything, but not more than Penny's love. Right. You know, I will never believe that. And so yeah. that's the kind of thing that I feel like this alternate universe shows them is that, you know, it's almost like the grass is the grass is always green on the other side, and then it's like they go to the other side and they realize, oh well, I preferred my old lawn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the you know, the less, little less, known addendum to the grass less, is always greener. Less 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 crabgrass in, in the, my I old lawn. <laughs> I think this side is just fine. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think that, to me, that's what the Flash Sideways looks like so far. It's just, it just yeah. seems like an ability for them to get some perspective on what their destiny and what they really wanted in life. Yeah, I agree. I agree. That does seem to be the point. Well, so, yeah. well done. You got a grand unifying theory. <laughs> um, I have nothing that I can think of that really contradicts it. Um, it doesn't necessarily explain everything that happened on the show, but it yeah. it, it's, it explains the big stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm mainly trying to get at the end, the end reveal. Like, what's the big idea of the island and the and the show? I, yeah, it's the little the, the smaller mysteries and stuff will be hard to uh, put together. But but I feel like. You know they're they're gonna go out with a bang. They're gonna do something no one is thinking about. They're going to you know they're going to shock and surprise us like they always do. And so I was just trying to think of what have they given us, and where could it you know where piecing together where it could go from there. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's interesting. I if they if they did it right, I think I think I could like a storyline like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good sign. Yeah, it doesn't sound bad. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I'll, I'll refine the theory as, you know, tonight's episode will uh, <laughs> right. my, my, my help. Uh, but um, yeah. as, as the episodes go on, we'll see. Uh, I'll, I'll refine it and see if, you know, there might be some obvious things that are wrong pretty soon here. But uh, yeah. I, I'm curious. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it's, it's, it's like, God. you know, trying to, predict, trying to predict the weather or something. I'm just curious really to see how, how close. 
Yeah, the show. So they they just they take so many turns. You think you know where things are going, and it just changes. And I I wonder like the last chance we're gonna get is the episode before the finale. I wonder if we're gonna be able to come up with the right theory before the last episode. Before I am, <laughs> or if it's gonna take like watching the last episode before we know what's going on. Yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. But for this stage, I mean, I really feel like it should be possible to put a theory together at this stage. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't have one though. Like, really, I try to think about what we've seen, and like, I just can't make it turn into a story. You're you you did that. You got you have something there. So yeah. Uh, so I, uh, you know, I I I think it's uh, I think it's viable. Well, good. We'll see. We'll see what happens with it. Uh, yeah, I was just trying to rack my brain and figure something out. And uh... yeah, yeah. Like I try to do that. I try to picture like, okay, well, what is it going to be like when they tell us what the island is? Mm-hmm. And I just, I got nothing. I got a blank in my mind for what that <laughs> looks like. <laughs> I can't even envision. The island is Tahiti. <laughs> oh. Oh, wait, there's always one of those. <laughs> well, I think, uh, you know, unless you have anything else, that's a good way to end the podcast. Um, I agree. Grand Unified Series Yes, yes, yes. I, this podcast in general, I mean, we haven't had a lot of big Grand Unifying Theories, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's nice to have one. Yeah. Um, we really should. I, I mean, at this point in the show, I just I can't I can't believe that I really feel like I still have no clue where this show's going. They don't. It's not easy. I mean, it's really it's 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 they don't they don't make it easy to 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 guess where it's going at all. I mean, I, yeah, I agree. Even at this stage, it seems like it should be a lot easier to figure it out. But like it's, I, even the small stuff, like I don't know where that's going. Like, what's going to happen with Widmore <laughs> and those people? Yeah, what's we can't even figure out if Kate committed a crime or not. Lock flash sideways. So you know, <laughs> I know. I know, yeah, like, the, I can't even, so, in terms of, like, who the Man in Black and Jacob are, and what the island does, and where it came from, and what the, oh, it's just, those are giant questions, I feel totally, but, you know, you can form a narrative like that, and that, that's what they're going to do, they're going to do something like that, you know, mm-hmm. whatever the answer is, it's going to be along the lines of what you're saying, I mean, not specifically. Yeah, it's going to have some story, it's going to yeah. have some 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 cause and effect relationships. Yeah. There will be a backstory, too, and I, I think your idea of, the, of it sort of being created by this disaster, like, that, that just sounds good to me, that just sounds like the kind of thing they would do, mm-hmm. you know? Because like, I, I try to understand why you'd have an island that contains evil. And, and you know, like, I just, I can't, <laughs> it doesn't seem to be any good reason that would happen. Yeah. You know, so I, that that gives a sort of uh, context for that, where where it sort of makes sense. You know, where, and the other thing is, like, if they're going to tell us if Man in Black gets off the island, everything ceases to be, the evil will spread, blah, blah, blah. I mean, if they really want us to believe that, they need to give us a sense that those stakes are real. You know, mm-hmm. that's the other thing about your story that I like. It really gives you a world where that actually happens. Yeah. You know, and it yeah, shows you that 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 is a real 
you know, if it got out, this really would happen. It's not just, you know, this sort of vague thing, kind of like with the hatch, where it was like, the world's going to end if we don't press the button. And, you know, mm-hmm. I guess I believe that, but it's a little, it's a little hard to believe because we never really see what that looks like. Yeah, exactly. You know, so, so that that's another feature that I that I think's good. Awesome. So yeah, this is a little bonus podcast. Uh, yeah, a little little bonus. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we were we were like, this will be two hours. <laughs> so, re, recap the thirteen episodes. Oh, you don't have much to say. It'll be two hours. I'm jeez. Yeah, I'm surprised. Uh, how lengthy this got. Uh, I guess I guess there was a bit more to say than I expected. Well, our listeners will have two podcasts this week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Enjoy, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, hopefully you can listen to this before the next one comes out later this week, which you have to listen to before the next episode next right. week. Right, So don't say you don't get your... your Money's worth for the, for your for your podcast uh, podcasting time at the Lost Lowdown. That's right. That's right. Definitely, like podcasting minute per cent you spend on us, it's it's ridiculous. It's like an yeah. I can't wait to to see the final tally and how many hours we podcasted. Oh yeah, uh, which will be the same number of hours I've you know <laughs> not invested into you know other aspects of my life or something. Yeah. You know, yeah. How many exactly. hours have I spent talking about a TV show? Yeah, yeah, it's going to be amazing. I've definitely never, I've never invested in any kind of entertainment uh, with this list, this level of uh, discussion and thought. Uh, yeah, there's been there's been subjects in school I have not paid this much attention yeah. to. <laughs> yes, me too. Absolutely, there have been classes I've taken I have not cared as much about. So, yeah, uh, yeah. If you look at a semester class, you go uh, three hours a week. You know, the semester is like about fifteen weeks long. I'm sure we've done more than that. Yeah. Uh, at this point, so yeah. So are you saying we could we could do uh, we could have a lost university and have have four years of lost related classes? Like yes. Semester after semester after semester. Yes, easily. Yeah, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a lot there. There's a lot there. Because I mean, as much as we've talked, we haven't talked about everything. Yeah. There's more to say. We just dug like more stuff. We already podcasted for like seven hours about all those episodes. And and then we come back and we throw some more time on them. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. It it is. We yeah. should go we should go teach a lost uh college class. Yeah, we should That'd be awesome. It would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be fun, yeah. 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 It it'd just be us talking. I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> and people listening and you to A just for listening. I like it. Yeah. It'd be a test. It'll be the weekly really easy test. class. It's an easy class. Yeah. You just have to find the time. Mm-hmm. That's the only problem. But who has the time, right? That's right. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll be back. Uh, well, later this week <laughs> with the next podcast. Very, very soon, yes. For uh, for the newest episode, the the fourteenth episode, whatever that's titled. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, appreciate you guys listening to this little auxiliary podcast. And uh, yeah, we'll be back. Thanks and namaste. Namaste and good luck. <laughs>